Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown, Andrew Belez, and it's now episode 187. In this episode, we're going to recap game four of the finals. If Lakers fans should be excited about Darvin Ham, Hornets signing Kenny Atkinson, and potential landing spots for Donovan Mitchell and DeAndre Ayton. A quick YouTube member and Patreon shout out to Phantom Wolf, Danko Hawkins, Matthew Jimenez, Tua is amazing, love you Drew, UK, oh Love Clear, Zach W, Cole Larson, Darius Garland's next, Alexander, Nazir, Dwayne, Rivers a gorgeous man, Travis, Drew's the goat, Holmes, Nairi, your boy Nick, Jake the Snake, Corrupt, Kobe, Dylan, Afosa, Mason, Win in silence and make them think you're losing. Gentile Drew, Cade MVP, Mark SP4Z shot, Jordan What, Evan, Dylan, Joel is the GOAT, Mayo, Andre, Peter, Daniel, Ben, Ruthless Rootster, Kill Moves, Joel B, Eagle Dollar, Tizzy, Corey, Get Funkled, Dylan, Playboy, Orlando, Big Chuck, Michael, Cole, Liam, T Grove 17, Tua Sucks on Ka. Ryan, Epic Linkiness, It's Black Ace, Anthony, BJ, PJs, Langston, Jazzy Juice, Johannes, Dave, Muffins, John, Sean, Burner Hoops, Court Cousins, P. Dot, Hakari, and Jay Aqua. Good old Jay Aqua, man. And shout out to saving, the Academy. And saving the last shout out, JC yes, making sir. his return. Yes, episode sir. 187. JC, it's good to have you back, man. Uh, thanks for having me back, yo. It's been a it's been a really rough two months, man. But uh, as I've been gone, I've been keeping up with the podcast. The show's been lit. The debates have been hilarious. Um, I see a couple people in the comment section showing love, want to be back. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for all the shout-outs. And you know I'm going to be back on the podcast talking that big Brooklyn Nets talk. <laughs> we going for the chip next year. We going all the way, man. But nah, seriously, thank you guys for having me back. Thanks for everybody asking about me, keeping, them in, keeping me in their wishes. And I'm just, I'm happy to be back, man. Man, let's get right into the show because this is a jam-packed show. Uh, shout out to my academy. Can you stop? With what this, is that? His, it's an engineer. Oh, Riff um, Academy, bro. You ain't heard Riff about Academy. that? So Riff Academy. In the, in the Discord, they've set up academies. And um, <laughs> it's my academy and Epic's academy. I've uh, recruited all the young bulls in the, the, uh, in the Discord under my academy to follow suit and take over the sports world. Name a couple of guys in the River Academy. Dylan, Rico, uh, of course, Serge, you know, my, my young protege, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. I just recruited Nick, you know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, tough, tough. I got a few other guys. Your, your boy, Nick? Yes, yes, uh, okay, yes, okay, yes. Okay. Big O, my boy Big O, you know, I got tough. a few guys. And I'm right. missing a few, Jay Kings. You know, I got like nine guys on my squad. Off the top of your head, you know who's in Epics or you don't Epics, he got he got all the heavy hitters. He got Novel in there. He got Amari so in there. So why'd they all pick his side? Because Dylan ruined everything. No. And he 
destroyed Celtics fans. So MKP, RJ, they all went to uh, Epic. <laughs> And I took all the young guys, and all the old guys hate the young guys. So they said they're not joining my academy because <laughs> they hate the young guys. And they keep telling me to cut the young guys, but I'm not cutting the young that's guys. That's real. That's real. I don't give up on young talent. Okay. So that's Respect. how I look at it. Okay. So you're in a rebuild right now. Yeah. I clear all of them, though. So <laughs> So you're saying you're LeBron in 2018? We're like, I'd say we're kind of like, I don't even He's know. He's Chamberlain. Nah, I wouldn't say I'm Will. You know, because Big O, your boy Nick, corrupt. You're Curry last year. No, no, that's bad. God that's damn. That's exactly my... No, nah, team ain't that bad. We're like ah, the Warriors okay. this year, you know? I'm just saying, the, the Young Bucks, the, it was a young yeah, team young, last season. We got the Young Fighters right now. Yeah, fact. So, fact. And that's yeah. great. That's great promo for the Discord. So now you guys know that's that you fact. can join Rivs Academy if you yeah, join I'm, I'm gonna our Discord. I'm going to make a shirt called Rivs Academy. I'm going to... Very tough. Yeah, I'm going to make that That's cool. For the, for the guys and whatnot. That's what's up. That's what's up. That I like lit. that a lot. Hell yeah. I like that a lot. Let's get on to game four of the NBA Finals. The Warriors won... One hundred seven to ninety seven. <laughs> a lot of people last episode said it's not the same when when Riv is not here talking about the Warriors. So you're gonna have the floor first. You're gonna have the panel first and give your thoughts. What did you see? Jo- Joel and Drew asked me a question last pod if I was worried if the Warriors were, are gonna lose this series. Do you have any worry concern as of right now? I have no worry. <laughs> there has never been a worry in my mind. Um, I always thought. Going down 2-1, I was just like, we got to split in Boston. You know, I thought losing game one was huge because we could have been potentially up 2-0 going back to TD. But always thought if we can get one in TD, the series is back in our favor. And it took, you know, a Steph Curry masterclass, Clay in the fourth. It took Andrew Wiggins being the best rebounder on the floor for us to get that W. But that's what the Warriors have been doing all year, you know, fighting adversity, guys stepping up big. But um, I'm not worried. 2-2. Going back to Chase, you know, I feel comfortable. They haven't been able to stop Steph yet, you know, and it's it's the thing that they're doing, and I finally figured it out. It took me some couple of times, but they've completely taken Draymond at the series. They took an emotion offense out the series. They got the Warriors playing in a way they don't like to play, which is the uh, offense that they can guard well. ISO offense, you know, they're trying to make us a pick up, just a straight we're going to give Steph and Clay the greatest shooters on planet Earth. We're going to give them these shots, and it's either – Hit him or miss. And Steph has been lights out. Clay, he's got to go in a game three. Last game, he was a little bit off, but defensively, he was crazy. In the fourth, he fought, somebody finally stopped Jalen Brown. Thank God. Jesus Christ. Somebody finally stopped him. But I think game five, going into game five, you know, we, we need a lot from Kevon Looney, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Clay. We just need everybody to step up. Defensively, we still need to be amazing. I love how Kevon Looney was the first name you listed right there. And Kevon Looney's fucking he, dope, man. He's pretty cool, but. <laughs> Come on, I think Clay, Jordan Poole, Wiggins. This is a, this is a nice little character development from you because you weren't high on Kevon Looney. I hated, I hated, I hated I him, but he, hated he used him. to be a waste he's of been, space. He's been huge. But he's this been. Playoffs. He's finally he's better. He, he's been incredible, and I, I'm now a, a Looney fan. You're stand? Yeah, I'm Yo, a, a, a Looney stand. I'm a Wiggins stand. Yeah, I know that, but that. um, they haven't been able to stop Steph. They won't stop Steph. The only thing that's going to stop Steph is Steph. Jason Tatum has been shit. Uh, shout out to Andrew Wiggins. He's guarded him well. Jalen Brown has been putting on the show. But I think game five, we're going to steal it, and we're going to get that W. All right. I'm very comfortable, and okay. I am not at all. You know, yeah, yeah, I tried to dog on Joel last episode because I, I wasn't here. Him. I didn't dog but, him. You know, now now I'm back. So now, you know what I'm saying? The Warriors guys, we're back because he's a Warriors guy right now. I'm going to pay my boy some homage. You didn't flip uh-huh. yet, right? No. No. All, okay. he, all he said was that okay. uh, slightly worried. That's all he said. Word. I'm not no, I, I said worried that it's going to go to seven. Oh, but you 
We're still here. Uh, yeah, it's still. I, I said worried that it's going to yeah. go to seven yeah. games. Uh, I don't yeah. know if that's what you said. You might have said yeah. that also, but <laughs> I, I feel like you. There's a little concern. So, but you were are still, you concerned? Still, uh, no, I'm, I'm worse no. than six for me. I said I said Celtics in seven. Oh, right. And, oh. and regardless of that fact, I I feel pretty pretty okay with how the series has gone. The fact you were able to split and chase of your Boston that's huge. You take game one, which is a complete. Ripping of the heart, especially when they were Ripping down 15. The they were down 15 and won by double digits. You split and chase. You weren't expecting to go 2-0. You take one, that's fine. You win the first game at home, so there's no pressure on you game four. You lose game four in, in disappointing fashion because Steph Curry was absolutely all world. This was Steph Curry's greatest game in in the finals to this date. I saw you, you tweet something about how people are trying to say that that was his first signature uh, moment in the NBA Finals. Yeah, very bad take. And that's not that's not true because in 2015 there was the series was tied two two. Steph Curry put up what 37 points to to put 14 them up. in the fourth. Yeah, he was insane. But that it's not his first moment. That that's pretty disrespectful. But in my opinion, this was Steph Curry at his absolute best. 43 points, 10 rebounds, 14 and 26 from the field, seven for 14 from three. He was unbelievable. Now some crazy stats. Joins Jerry West and Magic Johnson as the only point guards to record 40 and 10 in a finals game. At the age of 34 years old, 88 days, he is the second oldest player in NBA history to record a 40 and 10 game behind LeBron, who was 35. Uh, uh, he was absolutely sensational, and, and a lot of credit to to Clay Thompson down the stretch where he has been struggling to hit his shot defensively. He stepped up tremendously. JB was cooking basically the entire game down the stretch of the fourth quarter. Clay picked up. We saw JB struggle for the, I wouldn't say the first time because game two, Draymond had him, had him in hell. But since then, JB has just been consistently dominant until that fourth quarter of game four. And another thing that I saw that I did not like was Jason Tatum's lack of aggression in that fourth. Basically, the entire second half, he needed to assert himself more significantly more in that game four, and maybe the outcome's a little bit different. I saw them try and, and make the big shot instead of trying taking the smart shot, forcing a way to the line. They were trying to tie the game with threes, and it seemed as if every single possession, they were coming up short. It looked like six threes in a row that they missed. They were just trying to tie the game, trying to have a three-point battle with the best three-point shooting team in the NBA. It's not going to win you ball games. They need to be smarter. They were turning the ball over way too much. Anytime they turn the ball over more than 15 times, they have lost. It's not a surprise, especially when you're playing a team like the Warriors that can just have any lead taken from you. Next game, the reason why I'm not worried is because they have shown where they have they have their moments of struggling, they bounce back. Next game is simple. You have to be smarter with the ball in your possession, and you need to be more aggressive. Tatum needs to be more aggressive. It gets to the point when you need the ball in your best player's hands, and Tatum needs to... To assert himself as such. You mean Jalen Brown? Listen, I, I don't. I, I understand so exactly what you're saying. Jalen Brown has been the best player for sure, but Jason Tatum needs to be the best player if they want to win an NBA Finals. Is he like the only elite wing without a consistent mid-range jump shot? Would you say it's not? I feel like a lot of his misses come from attacking the basket and missing. Maybe his I heard he's dealing with a shoulder injury. No, he no he is, is he, dealing with a shoulder he injury. Is. That's from what and I his three, his three point shooting his three point shooting has been which is very stellar. weird. It's been like he's like forty four percent from the three point like thirty four from, from the field. It's weird. I don't know because he's attacking the 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 basket. And he's just missing really. Yeah, I mean, but really, I'm not. If if, if I'm you know, a Celtics you look, fan, you look at the greats, I should not Kevin, be worried. Kevin Durant, I don't see him doing that. LeBron, oh, Kawhi, you know. 
Don't see him in the finals Tatum, either, Tatum also isn't that. Like, he's not that. <laughs> not what? He's not LeBron. He's not KD. He's not, he's not Steph. He's, he's, not, he's not Kawhi right oh, now, for oh, sure. Okay. I just, I just wanted talk, to hear that. We're talking peak Kawhi not in free. Toronto. I just, want, I just wanted to hear that. He's right? not that. Yeah. I'm glad you admitted that. It's his first finals, and he's averaging, what, 20? This, this is also Jalen Brown's first finals. Jalen Brown is a beast. Dog. For sure, they're both very good at basketball. I don't. I just. I don't think Jalen Brown's facing the same defensive pressure that Jason Tatum gets from the Warriors. No in my opinion, Draymond versus Wiggins. I think it's around the same. No, because you said Andrew Wiggins is, is uh, Jason Tatum's primary defender. And but Draymond from what I see Jaylen from the Brown's Warriors, they like Draymond. to run a lot of traps on Jason Tatum. I mean, the f- game one he had thirteen assists. He had to give up the ball. He it's only true. Had game points. one, they decided we're gonna. I'm let just saying right the Warriors 100%. are more. They're more geared to try to stop Jason Tatum, and he's their best player. I feel like Jalen Brown's getting the luxury uh, of one-on-one matchups more so Draymond than Jason Tatum. Green, though, like I, I would understand you if it was one-on-one. And it looks like, like he's Clay been Thompson. killing Draymond, but Draymond's actually defending him really well. So that was kind of a weird thing that I saw today. But um, my I mean, takeaway, my fault. My, my takeaway from the game was uh, obviously Steph Curry had a, a masterclass performance. He had forty-three points. I wanted Boston. I was rooting for Boston hard, but you know Steph Curry was hitting all these deep threes, and he was just. It seemed like every time Boston was going to make a run to cut the lead or go back into the game, Steph Curry hit him with a three. Those last two threes, when he put when they were up by three, then hit another one to put him up by six. That's when they closed the deal. But um, I mean, in the fourth quarter, I agree. Clay Thompson, I saw. I was watching it personally, but I knew that there was going to be a highlight film highlighted around his defense on Jalen Brown, and he looked like prime clay on the defensive side of the ball. He got three big stops on Jalen Brown, two on top of the key, stopped penetration, stopped him, and then the last one when he uh, forced the turnover on, on the sidelines on Jalen Brown. So uh, I, I kind of agree with Drew. I feel like Jason Tatum has to take over. I know he's dealing with a shoulder injury, but Jason Tatum, for this team to win a championship, you have to be that guy. And I know the defensive uh, coverage and pressure that he's getting from the Warriors is, you know, it's they're playing great defense on him. But like we all say, every superstar has great defense uh, presented to them, and it's never going to be easy. You just have to find a way to get your shot off. You have to find your way to be impactful. Game one, Jason Tatum had 12 points, but he had 13 big assists. I feel like outside of game one, Jason Tatum hasn't really been passing the ball as much as he was as he was before. And obviously, I agree with River as well. The mid-range jump, jumper is not really there. Jalen Brown's been having to carry. But um, I feel like the same problems uh, elude the Warriors as well. Steph Curry, I mean... He's been amazing. He's been the best player all four of the games in these in these NBA finals. He's been the leading scorer. He's the leading scorer in the finals right now. But I feel like the same thing, the same problems uh, present with the Warriors. Klay Thompson has to be better. He was 7 for 17, 41%, 4 for 10 from the three. Not ideal numbers. Jordan Poole gave you 14 inefficiently. Uh, we need more... We need more scoring output from these other guys for the Warriors as well. So I think game the next game is what game game five game five, five game five is going to go back to go to chase. Go to chase. I don't think the Warriors drop that game. I think they go up three two, and I think there's a possibility to be honest with you that the Celtics season is over at TD Garden in my opinion. But you know, like I said, this next game is going to really decide whether it goes six or seven because I do think if the Celtics do win, this series is definitely going to seven. But I think if the Warriors win, I think that they been there enough times to close the series out in, in TD Garden. Celtics, whenever they've lost, they've bounced back. The same thing goes for Golden State. I think they defended a lot of the Celtics' actions well, uh, specifically flare screens. They were very good at communicating that and, and stopping wide-open threes, which they were giving a bunch of in, in Game 3 and Game 1, a bunch of wide-open threes. Something about the Boston Celtics is that the last 12 seconds of the shot clock the Celtics shoot 54% in wins, and they shoot 35.7% in losses, 
which means that in games where they're struggling offensively, it's because their shot profile is inconsistent. And that's what I've been saying about the Celtics is that they're an inconsistent offense because the shot diet is not always, they're not always taking the best shots. And that was the case last game. And they're also not a very good clutch team. They were, they finished as the second worst clutch team in the NBA last season, this past season. They had a five point lead with seven and a half minutes left to go. They scored twice on the final 12 possessions and scoreless on all possessions that were counted as clutch possessions. So the Celtics were not able to generate any offense. We saw Klay Thompson step up defensively. I thought, I mean, he hit a big time shot late, the big time three that put him up also. And I really think this is a credit to Steve Kerr and his adjustments in taking Draymond Green out the game. Because he's not being aggressive. He's not passing the ball because nobody's guarding him. Celtics defenders are closing out on him with the intention that he's already looking to make that extra pass. So they're already helping off of him as soon as he gets the ball. Taking him out and then putting in Kayvon Looney and having that lineup with Steph, Poole, Clay, and Wiggins, I think opened up the floor a lot. And it also offered some rim protection. Uh, so... Tatum and Brown didn't feel like they could just easily get to the rim and finish off of Looney. There was a bit of a risk there when he did put Draymond back in the game, but him and Kayvon Looney worked pretty well. I think Ime is going to make this next adjustment in game five. I think they're going to start trapping Steph Curry. They're not going to let him play one-on-one. They're not going to let him go ISO. Uh, This entire series, that's what they've been doing so far, and it's tied 2-2. So that tells me that if... Eme makes that adjustment and they start trapping Steph and other guys can't capitalize. That can be the adjustment that potentially changes around this series and makes the Celtics the winner in this series. Curry is averaging 1.57 points per jumper right now. KD in the first round was at 0.83. Boston has held players to 0.97 on average. So right now, Steph Curry statistically is He's generating world. offense at an elite level. And this is one of the best defenses that we've seen in quite some time in the Boston Celtics. I don't feel like, I mean, one of the adjustments they can make is just stop playing as much drop coverage. 100%. And just going over the screens and, and, you know, blitzing Curry. And that can be the adjustment that hopefully, you know, changes around this series. But it is on other guys to step up. Wiggins, I think, did a great job as, as a rebounder and defending. He was consistent offensively. Clay, we're we're getting closer to that game six where he's game gonna. Six, we know he's gonna have a thirty point explosion in that game. Uh, Draymond Green has to be more aggressive offensively and defensively. I think he's okay right now. He's been playing okay, but it's just he's six five. He has a big wingspan, but I don't feel like anybody on the Celtics, whether that be Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, or Jalen Brown are not looking to attack the rim because Draymond is there. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're looking to attack him, especially given Draymond's uh, Dr- Draymond's tendency to arc other players. They definitely have that added chip that mm-hmm. they want to attack him. And I feel like that's why it really comes down to Draymond's offensive consistency and aggression. And it also comes down to how the Warriors are going to handle these traps for Steph mm-hmm. and how all these other guys are going to play off that. I don't think we're going to see the same type of Steph explosions uh, these next couple of games. <coughs> I was about to say, I definitely just to just to just to piggyback off what Joel so said real quick. No, I definitely I don't know what that was. I definitely, no, I, I really definitely tried to agree. get something out, but it's just like <laughs> I definitely definitely agree with the trapping scheme on Steph Curry. I definitely agree with blitzing them. I mean, 
Warriors, I mean, pardon me, the Cavaliers in 2016, they don't have nearly the defensive identity that this Boston team does, but that showed, they showed you in that series blitzing Steph Curry, trapping them, picking up, up high off screens that, that played a, a, a major part in their defense and in their way of shutting them down. Not shutting them down, but he really struggled that series. A lot of people say it was due to injury, but I, I give credit to the Cavs defense. Um, 2019, the same defensive scheme was ran. Obviously, Kevin Durant he wasn't boxing one. That too. Kevin Durant wasn't present in that series. You know, when he was on the floor, couldn't really. I mean, you did blitz Steph Curry, but you 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 had Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, elite snipers all over the floor. So it was a lose lose situation. But um, I mean, like I said, I agree with you. You can't ha- allow Steph Curry to just completely erupt on you because the series is two two. I get vibes of like when the Bucks were guarding Kevin Durant last year, they were literally guarding everybody else and they're literally just letting Kevin Durant go to work. And it took him in overtime to do it in Game Seven. I just don't. I just think Steph Curry's too great of a player that you just really can't allow him to play one on one. You see his, uh, you see his partners on the wing. Clay Thompson's not playing really well. Jordan Poole, they're all struggling. I think that's the smart defensive uh, uh, switch that you have to do. I think you have to blitz them and force everybody else who's been struggling this series to beat you. You just can't allow Steph I mean, Curry to beat you. He's only, too great. The only time I've seen this type of defense is like when the Spurs had Tim Duncan and he physically just can't do anything else and then when they played Ennis Cancer in Portland so it's like it's it like like I said it's taking Draymond out the, out the series it's taking the motion offense out mm-hmm. but at the same time you start doing all the, the blitz and the trapping it's gonna leave shooters open but Clay he's I've watched every word he's been like this after Denver it, Clay's due for one game maybe two and then he's like stinky for the rest Jordan Poole he's the, the one him and Wiggins have been Consistent for the most Wiggins part, has been good. But like Wiggins has been solid. Yeah, Wiggins, Wiggins has honestly been, probably been the second best player in this series. No, he's Steph he's Curry. been the second best player for the Warriors. Undoubtedly, for the Warriors. Yeah, for the Warriors. he's been the second the best player undoubtedly for the Warriors. But at the same time, like Wiggins, Poole, it's gonna be up to them. Wiggins, Poole, Looney, you can throw Clay in there, but I'm really like low on Clay because this has really been him for the past three series. Like, yo, we're gonna get one game, game maybe six two. Clay coming up. Yeah, game six Clay is cool, but we gotta <laughs> win. You know, game five. Game six play can be cool if we win game six, but now game seven, what are you going to do? Yeah, sure. Play like shit? So now it's like, all right, this was a waste of time, you know? So I think the other guys got to step up. But like you said, Kerr's adjustments, these these two coaches are adjustment coaches. They make elite adjustments after a loss. So it's going to be interesting. It's been a pretty good chess match. It's going to be interesting to see what Eme does for game five. The Celtics won't win game five. I'm just going to let you know that very early. Very like There's like, I would bet my life on uh, it. That you the probably Celtics, said the same shit at the game one. I didn't say this. No, I said game two. We're not. Like, there's no, no way in hell we're going to no, lose. No, I agree. But I really believe game four was crazy. Game five, we're going in thinking like, they're done. Really? We got so, them. So Steph Curry saved the season. So Ste- if they try to take Steph Curry out of the game, which we haven't seen yet, um, you trust in Jordan Poole and Klay Thompson? Whoa, whoa, whoa. To carry keep, the keep offense? Going, keep going, keep going. Oh, Andrew, my boy. Andrew my Wiggins, boy. Yeah. really? Respect him. Okay, okay. He's locked your boy For sure. I've given me saying <laughs> not, me not saying his name was respect, actually, because he has actually been playing well. Jordan Poole and Clay no, have been inconsistent. You, well, I mean, Poole's been good the last two He's games. been in, okay. Was he Poole really had 14 good? last game, okay. but it was like... It's okay. I mean, yeah. Jordan, he had a nice little stretch in the... He gave them a spark. He had a nice little stretch. Don't disrespect. Bro, he's been mid... Yeah, has he's he been, been mid in general? Yeah, yes. but the last two games he's been okay. Gary Payton fake gave him a little spark too. He got two steals I like defensively. Gary Payton. I like, like, I like him, but you don't like Jordan I, Poole. You're a weird guy. Yeah, Jordan Poole just has a, a ridiculous amount of hype behind him. Like, if you're gonna have this hype, you better con- like continue to perform. So, so wait a minute. So, so your guys get the this is their first finals. But I didn't Jordan say Poole that. doesn't get that <laughs> same excuse. Did I say that? Excuse. Did I, I say that? That's what I'm saying. 
I've n- that's why I didn't say that. No, but you didn't say it was Tatum. 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 It's his first finals. It's under, like he, he I said that come. maybe before the show. I didn't no, you say that just, on no, you the said show. it on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. that, though. Yeah, but Jason Tatum, yeah. he faces way more defensive pressure okay, than... I know, we're talking about the fourth option. No, it's true, though. No, no, no. You can't deny that. We're talking about the fourth option. Wait, wait, stop. Nah, wait, hold on, Jordan pulls the fourth option? Definitely. He's behind Draymond, Clay, Steph. Clay, Steph, Wiggins, Poole. He's not behind Wiggins. Never mind. That's a, not you don't even think he's point. behind Wiggins? I don't even care. Oh, I'm, I'm being all right, so I just that's this whole what I hit you with Tatum facts. has faced this different defensive pressure. No thing. more this more defensive pressure thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. They're switching everything. He's seen Steph Curry in multiple one on one situations. But did you notice after he did you notice after he scored two no, no, buckets no, no, on no, Curry, they, they started sending the double? No, did you they, notice but that? They don't listen when he gets the they, little when he gets the little ISO on the elbow. They don't send the double because nine, nine seven times out of ten it's just him versus Wiggins. They've trusted Wiggins on him one on one. So this, great defender. this defensive pressure thing that you're talking about that he's seen he sees he sees pressures on drives. Yes, of course he loves to drive on a little guard. But when he's on when Green is on him when Looney's on him when Wiggins is on him. They don't send doubles or they, they let those three sit on the island with Tatum. So this whole defense, even when Jalen Brown I don't know about attacks, the I agree with, with no, Green even when and Brown attacks, they send help. It's whoever the little guards are guarding. They send help. So this whole he's seen the this defensive pre- no, bro. So that's wait, not so, the case, so, bro. so he's just so the missing. game. So the game he had thirteen assists. The Warriors weren't guarding him and throwing no, everybody they, at they him. Were no, throwing, they definitely were throwing. That's what I'm saying. When he so, was okay, driving so, to the So who's basket, had more bro? opportunities? At, who had, who's had more one-on-one opportunities this entire series? Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown? Who's had more opportunities for one-on-one? The answer is Jalen Brown. Uh, it's Jalen Brown, bro. I'll probably say Jalen Brown by it a is. little bit. It's Jalen nah, Brown. By, by a little bit. Jalen Brown. J- Jason Tatum only sees doubles or blisses when he's a little guard is guarding, which you're supposed any Of course. Anybody on this table, but when he's seen... Wiggins, even Looney, well, you, I, even I would, be a no, but, nah, guards but also, him by himself, but, but and that's be, a fact. But let's nah, seen it. Be those two plays are guarding well. When the when like, those two plays, but he grabbed Jalen Brown too. Those but two plays. Saying, he, they don't send doubles when the bigs are. They don't send doubles. When Curry none switches onto JT nine times out of ten, when he goes to the right, to the they but Rip, you're not going to send a double if it's Andrew Wiggins or Draymond Green guarding him. But everybody else, you're sending a double. But that's what I'm saying with Jalen Brown. It's not really. More defense because Draymond Green's guarding Jalen Brown. So he so starts out gonna, the game guarding Jalen Brown. So yeah. you're not going to send defensive pressure for Draymond Green. Same thing for Tatum. Wiggins is on him. You're not going to send a double team for that. You trust your best wing. No, defender. we get that. But when, when the Celtics when call goal. for the screen to get the guard on him, yeah, that's, that's when you have to but send it. The difference is Jalen Brown doesn't call for a screen. He really doesn't do it. He brushes he, it off. He, but when he does call for it and he sees Poole or he sees Curry, then they send help. This is it's not nothing different. It's just they're two different games. I just so it's like I mean I get what you're saying. I feel like Jason Tatum We're also talking about a number one pressure, option bro. as opposed to, again, like I was saying, the number four option. Just the looks they're seeing. Oh, no, we're not comparing them. No, quiet. that was my initial thing, which is what my Poole point was. like the number three Because he was like, bro, you're going to be like this for Poole, but, but when <laughs> I mentioned Jason Tatum, <laughs> no, it's a difference. No, this is first finals, bro. Pay my son some slack. I, I, I am, but at the same time, like, there's some hype behind you. you got to be consistent. That's all I'm asking I mean, Tatum for. has to be consistent, Because there is a lot of hype behind you. I that I think you called him like a top five player if he wins the ring. I think you did say some nonsense He wins finals MVP and the championship. He won't Better win than Kawhi. He's not on pace no, he to win finals. He won't win it. I just want to let you I mean, know that. Wait, if they win, last. he won't win it? No, he won't win it. So what if he goes crazy? Wait, so if Jalen Brown wins finals MVP, where does he go? If Tatum went nah. to top five, where are we putting him? Nah. Jalen Brown, nah. he should be top 25 as is. Right. You, he wins I think he's MVP, there right now. Still top, still top twenty-five. I see people say he's top fifteen. Really? Jesus, <laughs> that's strong. That's strong. I love Jalen Brown. We know this. Top fifteen is crazy. He's not top fifteen at all. No, no. Top, not even close. The, like the only thing, you can, the only thing you can argue is top twenty. I would. 
I probably the same I feel like that's they the line the that you cross it. Like if he's is he better than SGA or he's not? Because if he's not better than SGA, then he's nowhere near the 15. The top 10 is locked. I don't even feel like I nah, need to nah, name nah, those. You need to do that. Like, no, but, the, but the 11 through 15 are guys like really Paul good. George. Yes. Kyrie. Are guys like Kyrie. Trey Young. Uh, Trey Young. Jimmy Devin Butler. Booker. Those guys. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. I would say Jimmy Butler he's closer French to the top 10. Oh, he's like 10 to yeah, yeah, yeah. Damian Lillard. Like healthy. healthy. Yeah, healthy. Yeah, so Jalen Brown is Anthony Davis. Oh, I won't, I'm not going to acknowledge that. Oh, really? Anthony Davis is top 20? Anthony Davis is better than Jalen Brown, bro. That's cool. He hasn't touched the basketball since so, April. All right, so Anthony Davis or Jalen Brown? <laughs> Why am I gonna? Nah, Anthony Davis Anthony or Jalen Brown? Bro. Right now, I'm taking Jalen Brown. Oh no, no. Over AD, really? I'm taking Jalen Brown over AD. God, God, I agree with God. that. I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. But it's not. So a bad we all we all agree. Yo, we we all not agree. Not a bad take. Yo, Rip, we you all just agree. Just him the best Robin in the league. I love him for sure. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say you said he's the best Robin? Yes, he is a Robin. He's a Robin. So you're saying essentially Jalen Brown's better. Nah, nah. But it's different levels of being Robin. It's different levels of being Robin. It's the same Robin. Nah, but AD like Robin is the twenty eight. Like, come on. We're not talking about the bubble. He's nah, I get what you're saying. You think AD is more? It's, it's, I mean, he's a, he was be, not now, but he was before of a superstar echelon. Jalen Brown's not there so before, is, though. Is Jalen Brown better than Pascal Siakam? Yes, yes. You think role. easily? I think not easily, but I think he's I, better I'll than take him. Pascal. What about? Beal? I think they're in the same tier. Beal. I've always said Jalen Brown's better. Than I don't know, like two, the yeah. two way ability of Jalen Brown makes me. I think Jalen Brown, if he wins Finals MVP, he's like 16 to 18 range. Maybe not. Nah. More, more I was like going to say, 20 say top twenty if he wins the finals. So, wait, so, so we all forget about Brandon Ingram too. We all agree so SGA is better too. than him, right? SGA is better than him. I would lean Jalen Brown. SGA. I think SGA. If he's in, you know what? You can't ask me. I love like SGA. Me too. I, I like him a lot too. It's just, he like, just be, let's try to put the bias aside. No, it's hard to compare because he plays on a shit ass team. Yeah. So it's like they're in the same tier. Anthony Edwards. Same tier. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're the same Before team. I ask this question, I want to ask you, JC, mm. um, if you can stand up and turn off the AC, just because yeah, it's, it's loud. Yeah, it it's is. Loud. It's, it it's it is loud. pretty loud. But um, I'm just gonna go off and say this. Um, so we talked about Game Five of the Finals and whether you know the adjustments that both teams need to make. So what are all your predictions? You know, you're still sticking Warriors, Warriors in six. six. You're going with Celtics in seven. Celtics in seven. JC, I have. I mean, I have Warriors in seven. This guy now. just said like Warriors it. in six in his monologue. No, 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 no. I said, I said, if the I feel like if the Warriors win the next game, I think they win it in six. If the Celtics oh. win the next game, so you're going to four wins this game. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna. I've been saying Celtics, so I'm gonna go Celtics in seven. That's interesting. Celtics I just swept you. You're picking them no, to win. They, they whooped our ass. Yeah, what could I say? Yeah. What could you learn? He learned. Yeah, we didn't learn. Next year, know. it's going to be different. Do you Word. think? <laughs> I feel Word. like I've been saying that forever. No, you have. Do you years. think the Jason Tatum superstar game is coming next game? <laughs> it's inevitable. Why are you laughing, bro? I would be He's due for one, Rib. It's inevitable. Remember the game six against Milwaukee? I don't. He's 46 points. He's I due don't. for one. Well, he had game four, game five, and game He's six. He's due he for one, bro. Jason Tatum's not going to take that it for an entire series. So you don't think he goes off for 30 in the next two games? 30 is probably... Jason Tatum low-key could have rough for 50, bro. He has that ability. I'm not saying he's going to do it. He has the ability to rough for 50, though. I've, I've seen it, bro. He has the ability to go for 50? 40. You don't think he got the, got the ability to go for 50? Yo, not, one not game? this series. Dude, this I don't know. Series? All right, bro. bro I was bro, saying the same thing. I was saying the same thing a lot. I've seen him go crazy. Nobody's giving 
Well, he's not giving Wiggins 50 points. I'm just going to be honest with nah, you. Nah, but I mean, he's going to get really, the switch. It's not a whole possession nah, of Wiggins like guarding the entire game. Ridiculous. No, I, listen, I didn't say he's he kept, but I said... He can, wait, hold on, hold on. He's capable hold on, hold on. of it, though. I, he's capable. No, no, no. Of course. I'm done, I'm done with you acting like most Wiggins 50 is points. this No, he's Jason talking Tatum about him like he's Kawhi or something. Bro, Tatum can easily get the better of Wiggins. Tatum has the most 50-point games in the last two years. Let's stop acting like Wiggins is... So why hasn't he... It just hasn't happened yet. Why hasn't it? It hasn't happened yet. But for you to act like like it's set in stone. He had 26 game three. Like, we're forgetting about that. You know what's the difference? You're respectful. He said he can easily. So I'm trying to figure out if he can easily do it. Wait, wait, wait. Why hasn't he done it? He had 26 game three. You said he's Jason Tatum? That's Jason Tatum. Not for real. It's really Jason Tatum. Let's not act like. Wait, 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 wait. I've seen Jason Tatum kill. No, no, no. Crazy defenders. He was killing Jimmy. Oh, yeah, he was. He was. Who's a better defender, Wiggins or Jimmy? Who, who, who is, is a better defender? More responsibilities, Wiggins or Jimmy? Jimmy has Jimmy. He's not going to... He, all that energy on offense... Wiggins what about... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Who's defense? a better defender? Wiggins or P.J. Tucker? <laughs> it's P.J. You know it's P.J. The answer's P.J. Wait, is you it? know it's is P.J. It, is it though? I don't, I don't think it's P.J. I, I think Wiggins, wow. Wiggins is super. I don't know why you laugh though. Because Wiggins um, is super... Like, not a, even if you think it's Wiggins... Even if you think it's Wiggins, it's a close call. You've acknowledged that Wiggins has done a good defensive job on Luka Doncic. He's done a good job on Jason Tatum. These are big names, bro. If from 50, I don't think Tatum is going to give him 50. That's just how I look at it. We're not. I'm not talking about 50. He said 50. No, I said there's a piece of exaggeration. That's the one where I was talking about. Tatum next game can go for 30. 36, he could go for 40. He could. I don't know if he could. He could, he could go for 40, bro. Jason Tatum. He's not giving, Come on. He's, bro, he, can, t- he's, okay. he went into Milwaukee and scored 46 in a oh. must-win game. No, was, Milwaukee's was, not the that, Warriors, no, but that's, he's that's, done that was, it. That was, that was a signature game. Hell yeah, it was, bro. He cooked the Bucks. I ain't gonna lie. He volleyed. He cooked the Heat. Who was guarding him that game? It was Drew and Wesley. Drew was guarding him. The great defenders. Drew and Wesley. Drew also had the gold offense and put in hella work. He did. You told me. Stop it, Ray. You told me Drew Holiday was gonna put him in hell. You told me that. He said you told me that Drew Holiday was gonna put Jason Tatum in hell? But wait, y'all not, which Never, I'm not bro. He can't guard Jason <laughs> Tatum, bro. understanding this? Look at all the amount of work these guys have to do See, offense. See, this guy's Wiggins, excuse. It's, no, it's a good a excuse. It's, it's a, a good excuse. Wiggins doesn't have to it's put a good It's hard to be a two-way player, right? It is hard it is, to be a two-way player. Yeah. That's why not only the elites But can I ask you a question? Is, isn't Wiggins averaging the second most points for the Golden State Warriors right now? Yeah, but he also... So you're, his, you're telling me right now that Wiggins has to be the Warriors' second-best offensive scorer and his best defender. and the best defender. Wiggins has the highest defender. percentage of open shots on the Warriors. And the best rebounder, too, low No, key. right, so he has to be the best rebounder, he needs to be the best defender, and he needs to be the Warriors' second-best scorer. He has the Warriors highest scorer. percentage of open shots on the Warriors. You know what that means? Everything is wide open. So you know what it is? Easy for him. It's, so it's, he's wide open. he actually makes his shots as opposed to Jordan Poole and Clay, who inconsistently make them. I don't. I don't even know what you're saying. My point being is, listen, Wiggins I'm giving credit. To, I'm giving. I'm giving credit Wiggins to Wiggins for sure. Wiggins shoot a good percentage right now. So what are you saying to me? No one really has outside of but Steph Curry. But he's the one guy that's wide open. That's, you're not understanding. I mean, the rest that. of these he's guys the are. Open. Well, well, wide is Jason Tatum next two games? Are you taking him yeah. thirty plus points each game? Each game, I am. I'm just saying. You I said am. it was easily going to happen. It hasn't happened. No, I didn't say easily. I said it can easily happen. That's what you said. You said easily. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. You said easily happened. Thirty. Thirty's a lot for both games. I'm saying twenty-five plus lock both. Okay. What's the efficiency? He was just like eight it's for twenty-five. He's good. shooting thirty-three percent in the series. Oh my it's not God. Good. Jason Tatum forty-point masterclass. That's why I think is Jason Tatum is due for a big time game. Can you not agree that it's inevitable? It's not inevitable. That he's going to happen. Oh wow! And I'm just, and I, I'm, I'm also saying that if if Eme traps Steph, they force the ball out of his hands, and we get a Jason Tatum masterclass. Warriors and six. I mean, excuse me, Celtics and six. No cap. <laughs> Celtics and six. They could. They could steal game five. 
Celtics they in won't. six. Won't. I don't yeah. think they're going to. And they're great contract. on the road too. They it's not. They're, they're road warriors. They're, they're, they're the best actually road better. Team. They're better on the road at home. Thanks, bro. I needed that. Better on the road at home. Celtics in six. It's funny because they're great road team. They're road warriors. Home team. We both just split. At home and on the road, it doesn't really matter. All right, it's I been, appreciate it's it. Been opposite of I'm that changing this, my this opinion. Whole time. Next game so, is so going to be so good. At, bro. at this point, hey. it's 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 fifty fifty right now. Sorry. But no, Tatum will not have a masterclass. I'm sorry. The first, wait, the masterclass next game or for the rest of the for series? The rest being, of, he won't have bro, a masterclass. I'm, I'm sorry. Is, this is. I'm sorry. It happened to Jimmy here's, Butler. Here's why I'm, I'm sorry. It happened to the Bucks. I'm sorry. It happened to Kevin Durant and them them boys. All right, it just won't happen to Wiggins. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. I'm happy he said this, and it allowed me to. If it does, I can say I'm wrong. It allowed me to have. I don't think I'm going to be wrong. Are you going to shut it? Jesus, you're rambling here. Sorry, bro. I'm glad you're saying everything that you're saying because it allowed me to have this epiphany of each series that you've consistently not only doubted Jason Tatum and his abilities, but the Boston Celtics as a whole. So now that you say this, I really am glad because you know what, Celtics and six. Stamp it. Celtics in six. Oh. And Jason Tatum is going to dog. Masterclass? For sure. <laughs> Do one. <laughs> at least. bug out laughing if he I scores mean, if he 40 and they win. You know I'm wrong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> really start I, crying. I really don't think he's going to get Y'all lose bro, game that's five. Jason Tatum, bro. Y'all lose game five, it's done in six. Wow. You think that, oh, they can close it at home? For sure. Well, if we win game five, we're going to literally hold the trophy up at TD. <laughs> And that's embarrassing. I, that's what I think. I think if you guys win the next game, you're Because my boy already had a masterclass. Mr. DPOY candidate, all that. Please you're take not, the trophy I don't think you're winning. He's fake had no, masterclass no, no. I every game. I disagree with that Low statement. No, you're, not, you're not holding the trophy in TD. Huh? If y'all are winning the series, it's in seven. You think so? Yes. I'm not that good, bro. I don't know why you be talking Defensively, like what are you talking? Y'all really aren't that good. It's Steph Curry and who? It's 2-2. Because you're Steph Curry, to, you're, you're two two one guy. Because Steph Curry's an all time great. With one guy. Because Steph Curry's an all time great. You have great. the DPOI. You have like three guys on the all defensive team. To how and you great, cannot stop one how guy. How great is Steph Curry? I'm sorry, you you've called Tatum a two way all year. He's top five two way. He's elite. <laughs> he has been that playing third. really good okay. defense. He's not guarding anybody, but cool, fine. You've called Jalen Brown this two way. He's been he amazing. He can't guard Curry. You've called you, Marcus Smart's DPOI. He can't fight over a simple freaking screen. A simple a, screen. A, Come on, we're talking about the best screening team. He lets his big man switch. Big man switch. He's cooked Al Horford. He's cooked Raw Will. Mr. Oh, wow. Is that hard? Well, they're guarding that drop coverage, though. Can you stop? Stop. That's not That's a recipe to, to get killed by Steph Curry, the way they're guarding him. The average is 35. That's something to cheer about. Yes. But Steph Curry excelling on screens. Oh, wow. Shock. He's Every time done he that sees his entire switch, career. he's killed him. Every time As he sees Brown on the screen, he time? took him to the right. It's, the only person that's statistically been good Marcus one-on-one Smart. has been Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart. Everybody else is food. Like good food. Like a steak. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking I'll give you about? that for the last. Yeah, like, that was on, good. Man. That was like, good. Tatum two way. Stupid ass take, man. All I know is that Tatum, in order to repair the damage that he's done he to, needs to, to, has to, to his resume, he, needs to tweak. he has to have great games. It's tame. <laughs> come on, bro. I think I think this finals is. I mean, first, like, because because of his performance, people are now saying Jalen Brown's better. <laughs> that is a that fact. was never true. Jason Tatum has been there. the best player for the Celtics in every series. Jalen Brown was in every series in the ECF. That was never no, but I that whole Jalen Brown that. being better than Tatum that was but, never but, true, bro. But, 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 J- Jason Tatum was just true. the Tatum was better for sure in the Nets. Jaylen, I mean, who cares about the Nets? They were I'm ass. Sorry, bro. But the, the ones sorry. that mattered, ass. ECF in the finals, Jalen Brown's been better. I mean, why wasn't Jalen Brown Conference Finals MVP? I don't then? know. He could have won because Jason Tatum. No, was Tatum better. was the better player. Because Jason Tatum was better. He's been the best player in every series up until now. Maybe. 
He fake how I ain't like Wait, that. for the Celtics? For the Celtics. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. He, not, he, not he hasn't been the... he Outside of the Nets series, he hasn't been the best player in any of those series. Oh. You could debate that he was still the best player in the Heat series. How about the no, Bucks? No, I think Jimmy was significantly He had better. higher... Significantly, he's better. Oh, no, 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 no. He had a five total. He had a five-point game. Nah, but Jimmy went crazy last Jimmy had two He had higher highs. Jimmy went crazy last three, For sure. I'm with you. Definitely better. Jimmy had higher highs. But in in the final moments of Game 7, who was the better player? Jason Tatum. No, no, no. Jimmy had Jimmy had forty one game one right. He had two forty balls and a thirty ball, and I think he had like three. Nah, seconds. Jimmy was slightly better that series. He had higher rounds, but I think Tatum was probably but more Tatum, consistent. Tatum, Tatum won it when it mattered more though. And he, he made more plays. But even, even in game seven, Jimmy Butler was better though. Well, the past three no. series has you been Jimmy had thirty five. He had a great performance, yeah. but down the stretch, Jason Tatum was. Clutch. Yo, Jimmy had thirty five in game seven, right? Something like he, he had, had a good ass game. He had a good ass game. Imagine he hit that shot. Down the stretch though, they went on a twelve zero run to to no for sure. But Jason Tatum was. One of the sparks for them to go up 13. Yeah, but then they almost blew the game. Game six, was Tatum was the reason they lost. They put him in a game, and he started folding. You were the person that. that on this show said when Jimmy Butler let, the, let go of that shot, you said Celtics lost. I did. I did think that. <laughs> Yo, it looked good, though. It, it, it did look good. good. It, Yo, it did look That's good. That's why. No. Now, I'm like, just oh saying, like, I, I think Butler played better than Tatum. No, nah, Butler had a better finals. series, for sure. On to the next topic. Darvin Ham had his introductory press conference for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, how excited do you think Lakers fans should be that Darvin Ham is now the next head coach for the L.A. Lakers? Drew, I'm going to start with you because you're the Lakers fan here. <laughs> I, I love Although that you're league. rooting for Boston. I'm not rooting for them. I chose Boston. You're Simple. rooting for them. If, if that's how you want to see it, You're sure. literally rooting for them to win the I'm, finals. I'm what not are we really. doing here? I, I'm choosing the Celtics to win because I believe the Celtics are the better team. You have tweeted, you have texted us, and you're excited about them winning. That's rooting for them. What do you mean? What do you mean? Have I texted, yay, let's go Celtics? No. You say... Put respect on my Celtics. No, I say put respect on my Celtics. I lied there, though. Thank you. Thank you. Come Some on, respect bro. on I, my I believe that. Come on. You, you believe that? No, he's good at selling he's lies, in, come bro. Come on, bro. You... It does sound like some No, it does not. Think. No, put some respect yeah, that's funny, for sure. Yeah, but that's why, it know, would that's be followed funny. by Jalen Brown, if anything. Because that's that's You're actually Jalen Brown stand. I, I, Al Horford I, I, too. You I like Al Horford, him. right? I mean, you have a lot of Celtics agendas for a Lakers fan. You do. Like, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's for Jaylen the Brown. season because up until this Jason point, Jason Tatum top five, right. Jalen Brown best, Robin Al Horford that's top five MVP. player in the playoffs. That was obviously <laughs> that, was, that was insane. that was excessive. I I just did that oh. for for agenda purposes for sure. <laughs> um, and I knew that it would get aroused out of you guys, which it did. Um, so to Darvin Ham. Uh, I want to run through a brick wall right now. Bro's got me fired up. He's got me fired up. Really? That press conference was awesome, and he said a lot of things Word. that is 100% sound. We spoke about it a little bit before the show. He wants to predicate this team off Anthony Davis because if Anthony Davis— Yeah, Westbrook. Yes, but it was more so Anthony Davis. We know this. Come on, bro. You don't have to throw that cheap shot in there, you <laughs> bastard. But we he said it perfectly. If Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis and he is— the motor that gets us going, we will win games. It's 100% a fact. When Anthony Davis is being aggressive, when he's asserting himself into the offense, when he's posting up, when he's hitting his mid-range jump shots, I'm not going to go as far to say hitting his three-point jump shots because it's been two seasons and he's really struggled with that. He needs to find that again, and we'll really be back into to some, some strong conversation. But defensively, we need him to be our anchor as well. We need him to assert himself as the best uh, rim protector in the league again. We need to see him assert himself as being the best floor general at the center position. We need to see him be the best big defender in the NBA. We haven't seen that. We didn't see that this past season. We need to see him be durable. It all 
begins and ends with Anthony Davis and Darvin Ham's 100% right. I'm super excited because we need someone to motivate Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis doesn't seem motivated right now, and I'm going to sure. talk about it later in my This Week in the NBA. But Anthony Davis needs to hit the gym. He needs to start working on his game. He needs to be in a different mindset because LeBron's been working out since since the season's ended. Shoot, LeBron, you know, his sons. You know LeBron's going to put the work in. You never have to question that. But suddenly, all of a sudden, I have to worry about Anthony Davis and, and his dedication to the game. It's something that you shouldn't do, especially when you're a top 75 player all time. Yeah. So I'm excited. I need to see. I want to see Darvin Ham get the best out of his players, the most out of his players, and I think that he will for sure. But uh, it's definitely something to look forward to. Fraudulent top seventy five player. Um, that's a nice shirt. I really this one. Like oh, yeah, thanks, bro. Shout dope. out to my Gales, Gale Force. You nice know the shirt. vibe. Shout out to Rick and whatnot. Facts, man. <sighs> you said a lot of good stuff. Thanks, bro. I appreciate. <laughs> no, that. you did. And yeah. um, Ham, he said a lot of things that we all kind of understood for the past two, three seasons. You know, this is. Going to be AD's team eventually. It needs to run through AD. AD needs to be that guy for them to be successful. That didn't really move me, though. You know, stuff like that doesn't bro, really he move said, me. He said that Darvin Ham saying that I, I've been shot. cut me Nah, off bro, because like it, it, it was grimy. It was grimy. He's bro. like, yeah, bro, because uh, Darvin Ham saying that he got shot in the head, nothing scares me. That didn't move him. I'm like, yo, are you kidding me? Th- like that, bro. That's something to move me. It's like, that's why I said I'm ready to run through. You didn't even say that in your monologue, but now it moves you. That's crazy to me. Um, because I knew you were going to mention that. No, that's, that's why you that's said actually, it didn't no, move that's me. That's actually not what I was talking about. The AD thing didn't move me because that's something I, we obviously understand. Mm. I think we all expect mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. What moved me was the Westbrook talk. That's what moved me. <laughs> I think that's the stuff that I really think we need to dive in with. Like he, he wants Westbrook to get back to defending. He feels like Westbrook still has a lot left in the tank. Westbrook can still be saved. Like it's a lot of things that like like that's where the motivation should be for Lakers fans. Him feeling like he can fix. Westbrook. Can I tell you why I avoided that? Because why? I knew if I was the one saying this, I'm having one, two, three people laugh at me at once. So oh. I'm glad that you're oh, the no, one no, saying yeah. it. Because I can I want to 100 percent stamp everything he said. Yeah, no, it's you, you. You want a coach that can come in and try to fix Westbrook? Because let's be realistic, you're not going to find the trade from. He's going to be a Laker this year. I think we've all understood that. We all come to that conclusion. You never know. Now, Living. now, now, you have to build the team. That's what really is going to like this. He ham. He feels like he can fix Westbrook. That's cool. Okay. Now, what's the next step? You got to build the roster around him. He wants to see Westbrook turn into a cutter, defending. Westbrook was a good defender in the early OKC days. He wants to see him get back to that. All right. So let's see now how he's going to do it. I think that's what's really going to move. Now, I don't believe him, but I do think that you know that that's something that would. Why are you so rude as a to Lakers Westbrook, fan? Bro. That's something that would move me because he can, he's coming in. He it's like he understands the problem. He realized what the problem was last year, and he realized what he has to do AD was him being in and out of the lineup him not being 100% him not being Mr. Bubble AD that was a problem <laughs> you gotta then stop him you know Westbrook not being that same guy and just being a drop off he understood that problem he felt like he's gonna fix it am I so, this rude to the Bulls bro you, you're a Zach Levine fan so you can't be I love him yeah so but that that's what moved me you know as a Lakers fan if I was a Lakers fan uh-huh. I would feel moved about that but me as a regular general NBA fan as I am and me being unbiased as I can be I don't unbiased? care unbiased you're the most biased person I know Okay, I don't care because <laughs> at the end of the day, the roster is still terrible. Westbrook, I still want to see it for now. AD, I still want to see it. I st- I still feel like there's stuff they got to get. There's guys they have to get, but there's a lot of teams that players want to go play for before the Lakers at this point. LeBron, we know what he's going to do. He's going to come in probably average thirty. Don't be heartbroken when Levine guy. leaves the Bulls for us. You know, don't we'll, be heartbroken. Westbrook, maybe. Darvin Ham just said he's one of the greatest he's ever seen. 
<laughs> he didn't lie. He's a top 75 player all time. That's fair. Top 50. First person to average a triple-double since Oscar Robinson. That's a good stat. The most triple-doubles ever. That's a great stat. <laughs> he is one of the greatest players to ever play. He is, though. but not this Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> not this guy. This guy's a fraud. The thing about defense is his on-ball is really good. His off-ball is painfully bad His off-ball sucks. His on-ball sucks, Not his off-ball is way worse, No, his off-ball is His off-ball is His off-ball is really bad. He's not a good on-ball defender. Just because he plucks a few guys here and there does not make him a good on-ball defender. He's a decent on-ball defender at worst. He's a better on-ball defender than all. He's horrendously. No, but he's horrendously bad off-ball. Off-ball is so bad. It's horrible. So bad. That's your point of attack, guy. Go ahead, JC. Uh, so, I mean, I saw his, I saw his press conference. Um, I agree with you. I think adding extra motivation to Anthony Davis, who seems completely unmotivated, is something that's really good. One thing that I got from his interview that that was really interesting to me, and I think that he's gonna instill this, is he says that he wants to cut down on LeBron James's minutes. Good. LeBron James is gonna be thirty eight years old. Um, I think it's he's at the point of his career. I know he just averaged thirty, but you know, in his Lakers stint, he's been getting hurt, missing more games. He's getting older. He's you know he's physically not what he once was he's still he's still great but you know the injuries the wear and tear is going to catch up with him so i i really applaud that i don't know how they're going to make it work because this team is really horrendous without him but another thing that he said is um this offseason obviously he wants to try to add more three and d wings and he wants to add a stretch five to the roster i don't know how they're going to do it but i've been one saying this for a while i think if the lakers added better shooting and better defending along with those three players who like let's say they at least Anthony Davis what Anthony Davis gives you 60 65 games a year. I think the Lakers are going to be a really really good basketball team, but um you know like I said I I'm I'm really interested to see how he's going to make that LeBron James thing work. Uh I think this is going to be the first time in LeBron's career where he's going to he might I feel like Darvin might have him on a minutes not minutes restriction, but I think LeBron coming into this season being 38 years old, I don't think that it's smart to play LeBron 35 minutes a game. No, you're right. I think we might even see, I know LeBron's not opposed to this, but maybe there might be some games where LeBron takes off against weaker opponents just to, you know, save them and save them for the postseason. Bro, but, I saw us losing some trash teams this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So um, I like the, motiv- the added motivation, Anthony Davis. Um, then again, I'm looking for the Lakers to add more 3 and D wings. If they can add a couple 3 and D players to the roster and a stretch big and, you know, Anthony Davis could come into the season playing motivated basketball. I know that's kind of far stretch right now because the last two years he's kind of really been underwhelming. But if Anthony Davis can find that spark, if Russell Westbrook is this is a big if, but if, if Russell Westbrook could turn his turn uh, cut down his turnovers and everything, and LeBron could go into minutes restriction, I'm really talking like this is going to be like a best per, the, the best case scenario. Then the Lakers will be a good team. But um, from from what I see, the the current roster that they have now, I, I don't think I think they're just gonna have the same problems that they did this year. Before you go, can I just ask a question with you too? You guys keep talking about he's gonna motivate Anthony Davis. Let me ask you no, I didn't say he. I said he he should motivate. Try to motivate. So this him. man has made the all the top seventy five team. He went through the whole process, you know, being there with the greats, legendary stuff. Chip. He has a ring. What else? What could Ham possibly do? That could motivate him if that stuff did. You could say that he's even LeBron's there too. He's, he he's really, Giannis's son. That's what you could say. You think that really he cares about? That should team? should I, I think Darvin Ham could dead ass look at him and say, "Yo, you could be one of the greatest players to ever play this game." 
I don't know how or Anthony can, Davis is going to take that. And you can I, look at him I, and I say, know. yo, you are got He's got to play better, though. I mean, the agreement uh, between LeBron and Anthony Davis, well, what should have been the agreement is... You can be one of the greatest players to ever. I mean, I don't think he can. I mean, he already is. No, he no, already is. He's a top 75. Top 75. No, but the, the, the real agreement was Anthony Davis, after the first so championship, was supposed to take over this team. Mm-hmm. This was supposed to be Anthony Davis's team. I think Darvin Ham has to remind him, like, yo, you signed off on this. LeBron's getting older. This is supposed to be your team. You made an agreement after LeBron won the first chip that you were going to take us or you were going to try to take us to the promised land. I think, I mean, it's kind of hard because, like we said, he just said he hasn't picked up a basketball since, what, April 15th? So it's just, I don't know, bro. Find another one quickly. I know. You bastards. I was trying to save it the whole time. Quickly. (laughs) You can still bring that up. That's crazy. I have it. have it. That's crazy. Hello. The Lakers bore me. The reason they bore me... Yo, bro, you kill me, man. You kill me. You kill me. I'll tell you why later. The Lakers bore me because I feel like in order for this to work, everything has to go right. Yeah. I know that Darvin Ham wants to instill this defensive culture and this new identity to the team. But in last season, not the one that just happened, but the previous one where they lost in the first round to the Phoenix Suns, Vogel had the Lakers second in opponent's points per game, first in defensive rating. That great defensive team didn't help them get past the Suns in the first round. They lost in the first round. I know that injuries had a large part to do with it. The bottom line is that the Lakers have no cap space. It's Russell Westbrook, AD, and LeBron taking up 80% of the cap space. And currently, their their starters would be Russell Westbrook, Austin Reeves, LeBron, Stanley Johnson, and Anthony Davis. They can try and find some players in the open market and free agency in the offseason, sign some 3 and D wings, like some Did names agree? out there are Nicholas Batum, Wesley. Otto Porter, Wes Matthews, who they had, and then you know, let those. him go. Batum has said he's staying with the Clippers. Yeah, Gary Harris could be one of them. Joe Ingles, TJ Warren, Gary Jeff Temple. Green. Joe Ingles would be lit. Like there there are some, we need defenders. We there need are some defenders. players that could Daniels. fit this Lakers team. Gary Temple. But a lot of these are is PJ, far-fetched. Is PJ under contract? For one more year. He's he not going to the league. I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to get a gauge. You're trying to get him. I know. I would love that. Oh my so God. a lot of these guys are, I don't feel like are going to happen. They're unrealistic. Unless they can convince, like maybe best case scenario, they convince TJ Warren, hey, come on a prove-it deal. You've ball. been hurt. Come to the Lakers, and maybe they can convince Colin Sexton to come over too. And now you have Sexton and TJ Warren, which is highly cool. likely. I need Levine. You're that's, not getting him, bro. I'm sorry. But that, but that's For best your, case you know scenario. I, if he stays, I'm happy. Comes over with this geeked. with this current roster right now. It doesn't matter how great of a coach Darvin Ham is; they're going to lose games. The West is tougher. The West is getting healthy. The Clippers are getting healthy. The Nuggets are getting healthy. LeBron's getting older. LeBron has only been healthy for one year in his Lakers tenure. Yeah, uh, he, he's been hurt every other year outside of that. Anthony that Davis is always hurt. Russell Westbrook is 18-7-7 seven, and seven on horrible splits every single night and turning the ball over at a high rate. They can't guard. Oh, you know, what really, the only way the Lakers can have success is all three of these guys are healthy the entire year. Russell Westbrook, you know, for all the good, for all the bad people want to mention about him, at least I know he's going to stay healthy. He's the one guy that I know is going to play the full season. Can you not say this? Like, knock on wood or something. He's God the forbid. one guy that I know is most likely going to stay healthy the entire season. LeBron and AD, I count on both missing 20-plus games. Damn. Okay. I think That's AD. being healthy, huh? Listen, true. man. This this slander towards LA is is warranted. It's not slander. It's warranted. It's, no, I, it, it's, it's slander. Like, he named a bunch of guys mean, that he don't believe. Like, truths can be slander. A lot of a lot of the issues, with, obviously, with the Lakers was just poor roster construction. I think they constructed a bad roster around those three guys. 
You can't have Stanley Johnson and another non-shooters who don't offer any offense around that three. We traded our good role players Anthony for Russ. Anthony Davis' jump shot is broken. So is who Westbrook. Who wanted Russ? Like, outside of us? No, like, in, like did LeBron co-sign that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, LeBron's the one. But the, the main... Buddy they were wouldn't have been really any better. They were supposed to the get The main DeMar. target was DeMar, but yeah. they didn't want to give him the money. And so they just and then they landed. They landed LeBron's on. like get Westbrook. Yeah, okay, that's Westbrook realistically money. what happened. That was like the worst. Because wow. you're off Russell's contract next season. Demar, you would have signed them for LeBron three, be four years. Thirty nine next year. I know. So I have a question for you guys. So Russ has to accept his player option. So Forty seven mil. I know he will. <laughs> what if the Lakers go to him and say, you know what, we want you to be here for two or three more seasons. Take half of what you're currently getting. Let's restructure your deal so we can go get some key free agents this offseason. But you have to keep geek. Westbrook for two, three I would mornings. geek. Sign me up. Sign me up. Give me a little bit more cash base. Fill this roster out. No, that's not a bad Sign idea. Although Russell Westbrook would be on the team for at least I'm two, three years. I'm fine with that. I'm good off that. Okay, if that's fine. But you're telling me we have I a little bit more. We have more cash space. We can get better role players. Because right now, that's our issue. Role like, players yes. are the biggest issue role outside of injuries. That's your only issue. No, they, no, is your issue. No, I don't disagree. Yo, but it's, we have a bunch of guys outside AD's of... AD's an issue too, bro. It's, it's not just Westbrook. We don't have guys that AD's fit their game. Also, He's a big issue. We have... We have role players we have, okay, no, but are role players, role players can, good? We can't shoot. No. Their role, role players, players cannot shoot, they can't shoot and they all. cannot defend. Outside of LeBron, who they, was they really good? They were the 27th ranked three-point shooting team, Yeah, bro. but outside of LeBron, who was really good? No, That's no. what. That's why I mean, we have to make an emphasis to surround them around good three-point shooting role players. Yeah, role players Anthony is, Davis' no, three-point shot is been, cool until your star doesn't play and your third star isn't good. Then your role players become them. Then they look not good again. All right, so let me ask you a question. Now now that, how many games did AD miss this Your year? role players come in. Your role players come in. Like AD, 40, AD gets hurt, games, and now they have to heighten up, bro. It's, so it's wait, simple. so uh, do you think if the, he said he missed 40, you think if Anthony Davis was there for 30, 35 games, you think they finished this bad and not make the plan? Yeah, I, I think a lot I of the Lakers issues, you guys can say Westbrook's a scapegoat, and yes, he's not that good, but I think majority of the Lakers' issues really come from Anthony Davis not being available. That's what I think. When AD, AD because when AD, back, AD, AD, AD and LeBron really, I think really I, I also chip. think what you're not taking into account is that AD came back at the end of the year. They still were losing games. No, but I'm saying the the chunk that he was out, they were terrible. And what you're not, him and LeBron what you're not taking held. into account is that Russell Westbrook restructuring his contract to now maybe receive half of what he would get in this one year mm. also means that his contract is more tradable too. Definitely. Which means somebody still has to want him. Yeah, but right a now, I think I think the biggest reason teams don't want him right now is because it's forty-seven 40 million games? dollars they have yeah, to give bro. him. I think Anthony Davis. If Russell Westbrook, let's different. say, is getting twenty-three, twenty-four million, you think every team is totally disengaged on that? No, I think a well, rebuilding how many teams team. are really locked in though. Houston, what, but then like we're doing them dirty. We're doing him dirty. We're saying, Honestly, hey, Russ, we want you that. to no, but we're doing him slime. It's the business, but no, I don't disagree. But then Russell's not going to agree to that. Does he have a no trade clause? No. Oh, then you could trade him. No, I agree, but right now no one wants to trade him because he's getting 40, 45 million. No, but, no, but yeah. they just want to attack. They just My want the Lakers so, to so, attach first round. So basically, you're going to trade Westbrook, get role players, and then hope AD's healthy. No, and free up cap. No, no, you trade Westbrook to free up cap. But you're bringing in more players. Yes, but, but then you, you're still hoping but you, that Anthony Davis. But you still have money to go. Well, get my, a star. My, my thing would restructure Westbrook's mm. deal. Let's say instead of 47 mil, you get like 23, 30, 30, okay. 28 to 30 mil for the next two, three seasons mm-hmm. or for the next two seasons and use that 17 mil to go get those guys so just, to go get an auto porter, to go get an Ingles, to go get a stretch five, a like, a, like a Dwayne Dedman or something. 
Chris Boucher. If Chris Boucher had a body, bro. He'd be good. That screams first round exit. <laughs> if they're all healthy, I don't look. If, LeBron and AD, if AD Russ and need them LeBron are the healthy, you know, they can they not, can do something. There's so many ifs. Like ah, the Lakers. Well, no, so see, though, nothing. Nothing's really ever going to be perfect. Nothing's in a perfect world in the NBA. It's not even you know a perfect. I mean? Like can you, you know what you're signing up nah, for? With AD it's and not LeBron. even like perfect. Like even if all of them play. We still have to see if they can work. Like when they all were playing, they weren't good. It's I mean, not, at like, the minimum, like they were good. At the minimum, AD and LeBron are going into. No, your, AD your and LeBron are going to be fine if they're healthy. If AD finally, you know, I know, gets back into Bumbles his bag, yeah, he gets back into his bag. You know, when he was playing defensively, he dropped off. His jump shot was gone. His mid, he was one of the worst mid range. His defense in the wasn't his free throw. They played like less that. than one hundred minutes together, though. That's true. What the entire year? Mm-hmm. But AD individually dropped off as a basketball player. Not saying he can't get His back to that level. His jump shot is just not it. Dropped That's what off it is. as a basketball wait, player. Wait, wait, wait. Before Westbrook came, the, the second year coming off the championship, before AD and LeBron went down, what seed were they? I think we were the second seed. Might have been the first when before they went down. Yo, saying. It, I say that because statistics. You were not second seed. We were high. You weren't second. I think high. you were top four. I don't even think they were you top four. You can look four. it up. They were like five. Four or five? Something like that. And they dropped. It's a seven. It's not really a big drop off. A team that also made a coaching change was the Charlotte Hornets. They hired Kenny Atkinson to be the new coach, four year deal to become the new head coach. He had a 118 and 190 record as the Brooklyn Nets head coach. He was recently the Clippers assistant and Warriors assistant. Now, JC, this is your former coach, Kenny Atkinson, to coach the Nets. You went through those well, rebuilds. You were bad the first two years, super bad. So what do you think about Kenny Atkinson getting his shot with the Hornets? And you think it was the right move to uh, hire him over D'Antoni? <clears throat> um, well, D'Antoni's obviously the better coach in my opinion. But it looked, obviously the Hornets wanted to go in a different direction. But, I mean, I'm I'm really familiar with, obviously, uh, Kenny Atkinson. He was the coach of my team. Um, very good player development coach. Uh, helped develop D'Angelo Russell. Uh, who else? Karis LeVert took a lead. Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie. Rondé Hollis Jefferson. No. <laughs> Jared Allen. Um, a lot, this is just a, a, a side fact. A lot of people don't know this, but Brooke Lopez developed his three-point shot under Kenny Atkinson for the one year that he was there in Brooklyn. So he essentially turned him into a stretch five. So, um, I look, <laughs> yeah, I look at, I look, I look about his all-time leading scorer, bro. Yeah. Unless Katie broke that already. <laughs> nah, nah. I don't know. <laughs> he, play, he doesn't play enough games. Brooke uh, got like eight years in there. Oh, Jared, uh, Jared Allen also helped develop That's, Jared yeah. Allen mm-hmm. as well. Um, he's a really analytically based coach. He just believes in three-point shooting and getting to the basket. He hates mid-range shots. Like he, the year, it's funny because the year D'Angelo Russell broke, uh, broke out, he allowed him to shoot mid-range shots. But I look at this Hornets roster construction. I mean, it has Lamelo, Terry Rozier, Miles Bridges, PJ Washington, Kelly Oubre. This is a team that was uh, number six in the NBA in three-point attempts. Um, three-point attempts. I think that Kenny Atkinson can flirt around and make him a top three, even maybe even the second most three-point uh, shooting team in the NBA. I mean, LaMelo Ball was a 39% three-point shooter on eight attempts. Terry Rozier, 37. P.J. Washington, 36. Kelly Oubre, 35. And um, McCall, uh, not McCall, Miles Bridges was at 35%, so his jump shot improved. Uh the only thing that's worrying me about this team and about Kenny Atkinson's style as a coach is he's not much of a defensive-minded coach at all. He leads that more so to the assistants, but the assistants that I don't know what assistance he's going to bring if Charlotte's going to allow him to bring his own group of assistants, but the assistants that he did bring to Brooklyn, they were managing the defensive side of the Vaughn, Jacques Vaughn, Jordan Ott. Those guys were all, you know, they took care of the um, defensive side of the ball, but uh, you asked if well, I think they can make the playoffs. Um, I don't think that they can make the playoffs. I th- 
Uh, they have one of the worst. They were one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA last year. I think they were bottom five. They were horrible. Go- going into this, going into this season with the same players, the same scheme. I don't think they're going to be a good defensive team. And then just to list off teams in the East, I mean, you got the Nets who are going to be good next year, Celtics, Bulls, <laughs> Heat, all these other you, these other teams. I think there's like I don't want to say there's a lock eight teams, but there's a good eight teams that are better than them. And then you have to worry about. Obviously, Cleveland. I think that they're they had they're more in tune to make a, a playoff push this year as well. Uh, the only thing that I think that can save the Hornets is if Lamelo Ball takes another leap and becomes a, a like a real superstar. I don't know how likely that is. I'm not saying he doesn't have the skill set for it. Obviously, he's gonna have to. He's, the offense is gonna be completely different under Kenny Atkinson. So we'll see how it goes. I think this is a, a this is a good move for for a young team like Charlotte. I think if not this year, maybe next year they'll be more in tune to make the playoffs, but I think this is a perfect signing for them. You want to go or you want me to go? Oh, you're right there. All right, man. So you, I think they definitely can make the playoffs. No, they can. The last two seasons, they've been a playing team. Yes, they've gotten smoked in both those play, playing games, Lamello. and they, they definitely got overmatched and looked, and looked like they didn't belong there. That would never happen to Anthony Edwards. Uh... Have you seen the new movie Hustle? Uh, I watched bits and pieces of it. It was really good. His part, for sure, I saw. It was yeah. it was really. Lit. Anthony Edwards is a born uh, actor. Now he's just great at anything he does. Honestly, Hernan Gomez was excellent. He was excellent. He's done. They did the story of him. No, it's not about him. It's about um. Well, like Bo, made him, Bo Cruz made him the main actor. I'm about to watch that. Soon. I, I don't know. I just think that I didn't he, watch it. Yet. I'll watch it later. He's probably um, just a good actor. Was he and good? and so. Back to Kenny Atkinson, he, as JC mentioned already, is great in player development. And with a young team like the Charlotte Hornets, you bring in a guy that's going to try and em- emphasize the fundamentals of the game for them. Guys that clearly need motivation on the defensive Buck side Knight of the too. ball. Buck Knight might get more James Buck Knight, he, he showed flashes down the stretch of the season for sure, but you, you, add to, you add Buck Knight to that rotation of consistently getting him the ball and, and trying to make him more of a scorer for you guys. But a lot of it, for me, really emphasizes on how he alluded to LaMelo Ball. Now, LaMelo Ball on, already has solidified himself as one of the one of the better players in the NBA for sure. Uh, I'm not saying he's one of the best players at Rivs, so stop with the eye roll. But what, what Kenny can do is force LaMelo to become more of a locker room presence. Where LaMelo right now is still young, he's still slightly immature, he... He shows still like I'm. I want while Kenny's his head coach still be flashy, still have fun playing the game. But when it comes to being a true leader, when it comes to maturing, I want to see Kenny really emphasize that with Lamelo because we know Lamelo's ceiling is a potential top ten player in the NBA. Lamelo has all the tools to be that. Now he needs someone to come in and really change his mindset, his approach towards carrying himself towards the game. If Kenny can do that and 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 try to make Lamelo more of a a presence in the locker room, then things get exciting for, for Charlotte and, and and the organization as a whole because then you have your one cornerstone that you can trust, you can rely on, and, and more than just physical capabilities. Then you go and you add different role players. You already have Miles Bridges. You go and you potentially get a player that we're going to talk about later, like a DeAndre Ayton. Start to fill out this roster a little bit more with, be good. with maybe a little bit more defensive presence. You have that superstar already, that potential superstar. Let me Let me correct myself. Scott, this is very exciting if, if I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan. Real quick, if they do get DeAndre in, don't be surprised if Kenny Atkinson helps them develop a three-point shot some sometime down the road, I'm just saying. But go ahead. This is a good hire. I like this hire. Very strong hire. You know, I think um, Charlotte... <laughs> this guy is funny as hell. <laughs> <Not> the- <laughs> All jokes are. 
I like this hire. You guys said it all. Kenny Atkinson, he's a great player development coach. They got a lot of young talent in Charlotte. You know, I think Michael Jordan and that, you know, those owners, they've been doing a good job the last couple of years getting their franchise player. They picked up Terry Rozier. He was good for them for the time being. Going to Hayward was good that one year with them. He's been hurt a little bit, but Miles Bridges, he's developed into a really good player. Yeah. Kelly Oubre, he was good off the bench really for them. He was really solid off the bench for them. So I think they got a lot of good. They just, they don't have a center. And they don't play defense. Like, they virtually just don't want to play running defense. Gun. So that's they're, they're like a running gun, heavy, high-powered offense. Kenny Atkinson's good with that. You can see a lot of that net system kind of being implemented with this Charlotte Hornets team. You know, the three-guard system and stuff like that. So I think, can they make the playoffs? Tough. East is tough, man. Atlanta's still going to be around. You know, the Knicks, maybe they can sneak Cavaliers. into a play-in. You got the Cavs. Being generous. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm just naming teams uh-huh. that could just run it down. You know what I'm saying? Of course, the Bucks going <clears> to <throat> be there. Chicago? You know, Chicago's going to be around. Mm-hmm. Detroit can make a move or two when they're in, the in draft? it. draft? Toronto's going to be around. The Nets, maybe they'll be around. I'll tell you, know you know y'all laughed at me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you said them first, and it was yeah, so that, funny. That, the Heat, obviously. So, it's <laughs> Philly, it's a lot to. of teams. So, I think... Playing like to make the playoffs, I think that's a stretch to say yeah. It's gonna be tough, but I think they're gonna be competitive. I think they'll definitely be in a playing hunt. But to playoffs, it's it's too early for me to say. I, I still think there's a couple moves they need to They've make. They've been playing teams two years in a row. Yeah, but the East is getting better, and they got, got smoked much twice. Better. But they're gonna get better with the same players. Really? Not necessarily. Well, Lamelo Ball could we take a They need a center. Lamelo Ball could take a lead. Lamelo's a player that is gonna attract people to want to come play with him. In Charlotte. <laughs> I think so. You think so? Lamelo is that, that kind of guy. Yeah. Really? Yo, honestly, what, what, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves either. I wouldn't be surprised at that either. But that kind of sucks. While you still have him on his rookie contract, it'll definitely be a. You think they a, make the playoffs if they get Aiden? DeAndre Aiden? Yes. Who do we think this guy is? Who Lamelo? Or <laughs> well, you said they need a center, and he can definitely no, fill like, that void. I gotta see. Like, he, I agree. He's, he's definitely way better than what they have. Yeah, DeAndre like, is not way better. better. I don't no. think any player is saying I'm gonna go to Charlotte because I want to play with Lamelo. I don't. I just don't see yeah. it happening. Does he change their defense from the worst defense to mid? No. What? He could. No, you can't. Buck night breakout year. I'm in. Their defense was 25th in the NBA. Yeah, Aiden doesn't put that to 15. I think he does. He can. He can. He's a good defender. That's bro. the thing. I was literally He's a good about rim to say protector. We too. can't. We can't just automatically take Aiden because Aiden we last saw him or he wasn't him ten spots. <laughs> your recency <laughs> bias with Aiden. Your recency ten bias spots. with Aiden is is really is strong. I don't think. No, he's a good defender individually. I don't think he bumps them ten spots. Yeah, I, I don't I, know I don't about that either. He, like, I don't think he does that. Ten, I think he helps them. Rudy Gobert, come on. Yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, come on, that's come. Rudy Gobert bumps a team like this to first. Correct. To a degree, he's, to he's gassing it. He's gassing it, but I think top ten. I think he lost top ten. The Jazz, the Jazz with don't, Gobert and without Gobert, that's literally correct. the discrepancy. Yeah, don't don't take oh, him so That's a fact. No, no it's a pretty mean? significant Bro, sample. It was, size. It was a, a whole sample, a, a whole season, a whole season. What's the sample size? A whole season. It's more than like fifty games, bro. Yeah. So you think he bumps him? But you've argued that too. What? That nobody on Utah can guard the perimeter and Rudy Gobert saves yeah, everybody. But I think and also, worse. the sample size thing doesn't doesn't worse. really hold much yeah. weight because it's about on off minutes as well. Mm. Like the on off minutes. So he bumps him up 10 spots. I, I mean, think there's he, a chance you know, he can. You said JaVel McGee was the, the better guy in that lineup. You play. He, he makes some better defense. <laughs> no, that's not what he said. Stop. No, it's not what he said. Uh, he said that he said the drop off. No, he said no, he, yeah. the drop off from, from JaVel. To McGee. Because of the Sun system, really. You have what's to play. The, you, you, can, you can defend different. DeAndre Aiden would be more prominent part of that team, though. But I think if they go, if they don't guard, be their second if they don't guard at the top of the key, it don't matter. You can defend differently when you know somebody's behind you. 
Miles. Yeah, I understand that, but Aiden ain't. You know what I'm saying? I like Aiden more. If, if the guards at the top ain't gonna guard, player, then it don't Miles, matter what you're making. Unless it's like Rudy Gobert, say it again. Bam Adebayo. If your guards don't want to guard, it's like DeAndre Aiden is not an elite rim protector. See, but the thing is, I he's feel a good like one. They don't want. He's good, but he's not elite. A lot of defense, you mentioned it earlier, is that defense is effort. A lot of these guys are more fixated on scoring than they are on playing defense. If you have a coach that's going to emphasize defensive effort, we just saw it with Dallas. No, he's not a defensive-minded coach. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't disagree. My thoughts on this move are that I think it's a a higher contrasting styles. I, I don't really view Kenny Atkinson as the perfect coach for Charlotte. I understand why they hired him. They wanted a different voice. They wanted somebody who can instill a culture. And Atkinson has deserved a job yeah, in this, so. you know, from what he yeah. did with Brooklyn. But a guy who I think would be better if the Hornets want to go from bad defense to now good defense, I thought Mike Brown would have been a better hire for that. So really instill that culture. And if they really want to go all in on this offensive approach, I would have thought Mike D'Antoni would have been the best hire. And D'Antoni has shown in the past that the assistants he hires are capable of are are capable of generating top of the end defenses in the league as well. This is why the Kenny Atkinson move is kind of a it's kind of a head scratcher to me. I know he's a good coach. I hope he has success. This is the most talented team that he's had. He he's ever coached. I think this team is more talented than Kyrie. Well, I, mean, I, I don't really count them. them. I don't really count that because oh, it's not a full season. Oh, I'm I, talking about this is <laughs> yeah. more talented than D'Lo, Dinwiddie, all those other guys. But the biggest yeah. decision looming for the Hornets is what are, are they going to um, bring back Miles Bridges? Is a team going to give Bridges an offer that the Hornets want to potentially match? That's the biggest thing this offseason for to. them. You say they have to, but if a team out there is offering Miles Bridges thirty mil, are you going to give that to him? No. Can a team actually offer him thirty? They mil? can offer they him can. that. Of course. Damn. Otto Porter was offered a max contract when he left Washington. He was offered it by the Nets, and they matched it. Is there? Is there that much was a different max though? Was it not? That was a max for him. You can still get that amount of money though. Wait, who, wait, who no, matched it? Who matched it? Who matched wait. it? Wizards. They matched. Shane it. You didn't get thirty. Don't you gotta get like an All Star game or All NBA team to get thirty? No, that's to get the super max, like uh, forty. No, no. Mitchell not on the super max. Or the, the max contract is like 30, 30, 40, 30, 30, mil, I, I, 30 mil for him is crazy though. I'm not paying him because isn't mil, Donovan man. Mitchell on a thirty million dollar deal? And that's not a super max. Did Donovan make a first team? No, he no. made an All-NBA team. Did he no. make an... I don't think he's he made, made an All-NBA. All-Star game, though. That's it. He hasn't made an All-NBA team, which is why he didn't get the Supermax. Rudy Gobert's made one, which yeah, is no, why it, he got 200. If the Bridges so contract trash, is 30 mil, he got to go. Yeah, no, there's no like, way you bring him back. Just go with yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd rather just... Like, he's a really good Gordon scorer, Hayward. no he doubt. He's a really he good scorer. But he benefits from playing with LaMelo because he knows how to feed him in trance. So, basically, before the season started, Miles Bridges turned down a... Four year, sixty million dollar deal, which would be fifteen million a year. He turned. I would 15. turn that down too. That's yeah. disrespectful. We saw Duncan Robinson get eighteen. I'm yeah. turning that shit down. Yeah. Joe Easy. Harris has twenty. That weak ass guy. <laughs> yeah, but Joe guys, Harris, bro, Bert he Bert is he's a sniper. He is uh, one yeah. of the yeah. better. Yeah, Bertans gets paid more than me. That's disrespectful. That contract. How much is? I it? think Bertons he's. I think he's like. I think twenty twenty two million. Let's be real. I mean, he. Yeah. So if he asks him for thirty, okay. And right now, he's expected to land a one hundred seventy three million dollar contract. What's that like? 30? Yo, that's nuts. Yes, that's th- that's, that's Julius about- Randle money. Nah, bro, I'm not giving him that. He could yeah, walk. nah, he could walk. It's quiet, respectfully. You nice, but you ain't. And you doing uh, lean. <laughs> 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 
173 mil over five years, so that's 34 mil a year. Oh, yeah, no, no, bro, you out of here. It's really a contract year, and he was he really he's not dedicated to the game. Nah, he's wilding. He's like, bro, it's pink lemonade. I'm just like, bro, he said pink. It's pink lemonade. Now he's he's League personnel. League personnel is a. I just lost it here, but it says that. League personnel is expect it expects the Hornets to match any offer for Miles Bridges. <gasps> a thirty-four wow, million dollar thirty-four million dollars for a dunker. He averaged twenty-one. Chill, chill, chill. He can shoot dunkers. Yeah, like that's good, but that's, that's, that's one of that's one of the decisions. The other one is in the draft. They have to hopefully land Jalen Duren or Mark Williams. Jalen Duren is a grown ass we'll man. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. They could get Duren for sure. Good. They can get somebody good. If they get Duren, then they don't have to go and spend money on DeAndre. Sure. Sharp. Yeah. Damn, 34? That's crazy. Wildin', That's crazy. Bro. He's not wilding. He is wilding. No, I mean, get your I mean, money, bro, but he... Get I don't, your money, but get your money. Not your, not your, nah, he's not trying to get the most bread he yeah. can get, though. I, I respect And the Hornets also have Gordon Hayward on the 30 To be fair, I don't deal. even think anybody's giving him $34 million, though. You'll be Pistons. surprised. You'll the be surprised. Blazers could. Would, though? They have two max caps blocks. No, I'm saying, like, you think... Yo, let's build. Imagine a that's let's one. Let's go get yeah. Miles Bridges? I don't think so. Not ideal. It could be one, though. Anthony Simons is there already. It could be the Pistons. I was going to say the Pistons, actually. Oh, they ain't that dumb either. Houston, maybe. They got Jeremy Green at the four. So you don't trust in Miles Bridges' development then? He's average, he just averaged 20 points per game. I know. <laughs> so you don't think he's getting better than this? Um, Do you think this is him? This is him. It's crazy. I mean, he's not a bad player. Like, defense like. No. It's bad. Um, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, His defense I mean, is trash. Everybody on the Hornets. <laughs> His defense. Is I just horrendous. I just searched in Miles Bridges and Pink Lemonade came up. That's hilarious. I don't. I don't. Nah, thirty four is crazy to me. I wouldn't give it to him. He hasn't earned thirty four. And I you understand know, you pay on the rating, development right? part, but it's not. But it's like it's nah. not great. That's You're banking on him to pretty much. I wouldn't bank on. I'm, great. I'm cool off that. No. Would you, would you, give, him, would you give him thirty four instead of him? Hell no. Well, given how given how the league is about to expand in two years, and given how uh, the Contracts are getting oh, bigger and bigger, and the, and the cap space is getting bigger and bigger because of TV deals. So you're fine with it? I, I'm not totally opposed to it. I mean, when you're a small market team, you have to give out these type of contracts to players. Yeah, but to him and Gordon Hayward is probably leaving after next year. I think contract is up, so still got Rozier's contract you, though. Yes, but you I need like you need a core to build around. I feel like Hayward and Rozier aren't long term building blocks. Nope. I think the long term building blocks in in Charlotte is Lamelo. Um, Miles Bridges and Buck Knight. Outside of that, and really, PJ there's no Washington? building blocks. No, like PJ Washington is okay, but like he's, he's not really in. a building block. No, he's not. Like they, I think Lamelo and Bridges are both part of that building block for them. I agree that they want to keep. Thirty four is a lot. It's a lot. That's Zach Levine money. Do you think that Miles Bridges can be just as good as Jalen Brown? No. You don't think it's a question. Jalen Brown's defense has always been. Jalen Brown's elite on defense. Yeah, really, bro. really. So mad. I know. He just averaged 25 this year. I mean, ask you that question. <laughs> I don't see why not. I yeah. don't see why not. How old is, how old is Miles? 22. Jalen's like 25, 26. So you're putting the cap. This is him? Oh, I don't just. Like, come on. I mean, Jalen Brown. I mean, Jalen Brown about, still wait, wait. can get better. Wait, but. What do you think Jalen Brown is? You think he's a top 20 player? Miles Bridges is 24. Oh, oh no! Nah. He turns. He turns twenty five next Jaylen year. Jalen Brown's ceiling is a end of the line top ten player, like fifteen, ten to twelve. Oh. So I don't see Miles Bridges so, ever being that. So Miles, you're saying he turns twenty five at the end of this year? At the end of so next year? Oh, at the end of next so year. Okay, so he's a year. He's a year, year, year younger, and Jalen Brown is significant. Way better. Yes, like not even a question. He's way better. Yeah. 
Miles Bridges is in the top thirty NBA. Players. Okay, well look at this. Could he be a Chris Middleton? If we if we compare their first four years, <laughs> you, you no, 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 listen, listen. <laughs> I'm listening. Their first four years, Miles Bridges in his fourth year averaged twenty points, seven rebounds, four assists, a steal and block a game. Basically, shot forty nine percent from the field and thirty three percent from three. Jalen Brown's fourth season With in the Kyrie NBA. No, no, no. This actually isn't with Kyrie. It's 2019, so I think that was... was Kemba, Kemba, Kemba. Kemba. Kemba and Hayward. He averaged 20 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, .4 blocks, shot 48% from the field, 38% from three. He was the fourth option. Third. Third. Tatum and Kemba were getting more touches than him that year. Oh, why did I think... Was Hayward still on the team? No. In 2019, in 2019, the team was Tatum, Kemba, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Hayward, Marcus Smart. But Jalen Brown was, was the, the fourth the option over. But him, it's still like somebody oh, else. so and he was a third option then. Third, yeah. Yeah, but still some okay, so that's a stacked team, okay, in terms of getting touched. They were good. Um and then we and just we saw here? I'm just saying, Jalen Brown's fifth season, that's when we saw him take that well, four four point jump. When they he's did the, already when he went from three to two. Part of it was yeah, when, when they did the more. Early in his thing. development, yeah. we knew he was a really solid player. Well, I'm saying that why can't Miles Bridges next season average twenty four a game? I think wait, wait, a lot of this is predicated off the defense. No, 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 no. I think we're just though. looking at it number, number. Is it a meaningful 24 like Jalen Brown's? Well, this year his 20 was meaningful because they were 43 and 39. And Jalen Brown's was obviously more meaningful as in terms of what he's doing in the playoffs. Miles Bridges hasn't made the playoffs yet. Jalen Brown has made about four ECFs already. Oh, Charlotte, he, he's been well. Charlotte hasn't been a good team. I understand, but they, they have Brown, right Brown now. They are they are the in the midst. They are in the midst of their largest playoff drought in franchise history. But Jalen right Brown has been a part of the development of Boston Celtics being Correct. a prime Celtics time Celtics weren't great before he. Yeah, got but there. I'm just saying, if Jaylen, if you switch spot, Jalen Brown would be much better for Charlotte. Definitely. Do they still make the playoffs? Do, do they make possibly. the playoffs? Yes. Possibly. 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 I'm not too sure about that. I mean, I'll be Boston drops off with Miles Bridges. I'll tell you that. Again, Jalen Brown. Like, <laughs> like, you're not OD. taking into question Jalen Brown's defense. Like that's you're not. Issue. You're not. Look, I know Jalen Brown Brown's is straps. an exceptional defender. He's a really but good I'm just saying, too. it's not. He gets buckets. Miles Bridges. I'm not saying Miles Bridges is like surpassing Brown. Is Miles Bridges a top but he 40 can be a similar right player. Yeah, to Jalen Brown is he a top 40 player. If we're right projecting now? to next season, I can say I, I am confidently saying I think he's top 40 player. Like Miles top, Bridges fan right do, here. Do you think I am just saying I don't know why we're so low? I'm not even trying. Do you think? So wait, he's a year younger. You said you're projecting he'll be top 40. Jalen Brown's like top 20, so he's 20 spots. Lower than Jalen Brown. He's a year younger. Okay, do you think uh, Jeremy Grant and McCall Bridges are better than him? This is good. <laughs> Who? Do you think Jeremy Grant and McCall Bridges are better than Ma- Ma- no. Danny Miles Granger Bridges. to Corey no. McGetty? You think but they're Jaylen, better? The thing huh? is, though. You think McCall and uh, and uh, Jeremy Grant are better players than uh, he's saying Miles McCall, Bridges? McCall. Oh, Bridges. McCall, yeah. Do he's you, such a weird player to nah, but No, nah, but for real, like, can we stamp say that he's better than them, too, though? He is better than them. Because I feel like that's his I don't know tier. if you can stamp... Like 100%. Yes. I feel like that's his tier, bro. Come on. That is bro. his. That's undoubtedly that's, his tier. That's what I'm that's saying. That's his tier. That's not. That's you not think he's a tier above them? He is above he's a tier that. above them? Can, can I ask you a question? <laughs> if he goes to. <laughs> Jeremy Grant on a playoff team Jeremy is, 12, is averaging 12 a Miles game. Miles Bridges on a non playoff team is 20. They what made is, the play in 43 and they 39. They got smoked. That, yeah. the, they got smoked bad. But they made the play. So that's a conversation. They have a lottery pick. Jeremy Grant's averaging 18 on a bottom team in the league. They both have lottery picks. 
But the Detroit Pistons were one of the worst teams in the but league. They both have a lottery. And Grant averaged eighteen. They're, they're lottery teams, bro. Whether you make the play or not, okay. Cool, they're a lottery, lottery team, team, but the difference: the Hornets are in the playing position. They got and Detroit is at twice. the but Detroit's at the bottom of the. Bro, barrel. I'm not gonna lie, they're the same, bro. Draymond Green's from a twenty-two, team, five, bro. and three, bro, no, and bro. he's a better they're defender not, than they're him. Not they're not like the same, bro. They're not the Bridges and bro. They're like the same, dude. They're not the same, bro. Miles is significantly better offensive player than Mikel. Really? Or is he just a better yeah. creator? Because Bridges is a much better shooter. No, no, Bridges is no, significantly better. I can't say Bridges player. is better because they bought Bridges. Miles Bridges is a better offensive player, I think. Michelle sure. clears on defense. No, what are we clears. doing here? Clears. Well, of course. I, well, you asked me offensively. You asked no, me offensively. No, 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 he said not. a better player. He no, said no, a better he player. Said offensively. No, I didn't. No, no, no. You said, what does he do better offensively? I said, he's a significant. No, I said, who's a better player? And you said he's a better offensive player. I feel like that's his tier, bro. That is. I mean, he's above that. I think he's above that. Wow. What's above that? What is this? An all star, oh my that? god, am I gonna have to start the Miles Bridges? Agenda? That's what I'm saying. Yo, is that, oh my god, god. So a, a step agenda. above that has to be like CJ McCollum. Low end, yeah, like CJ McCollum. You think he's there he's on CJ's level? Tier. He's Hell. not Brandon Ingram, low key. Brandon Ingram's tier three. Who? No, no, no. Tier one. Now, Brandon Ingram's top 25. Brandon Ingram's a tier one guy. No, 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 not tier one. Not tier one. No, all right, so you have tier one guys. You have to, superstars a, is tier no, one. Bridges, tier two the, is the borderline all stars, borderline look, superstars. Tier three is all stars, role players. So, tier four, no, tier, tier, tier four is look. No, no, tier no, no, right, yeah. Low end all stars have their own tier. Let me get this. Let me get this thought. So off is he a low end all star? No, the no, Bridges no, in the no. uh, Jeremy Grant tier. Those are good player tier. Yes. That, that's a good. No, no, that's what I agree. Up is low end all star. With CJ McCollum. Yeah, he's never made an all star. Top, but he's a low end. You still talent wise, a low end all star. From like seventeen to twenty five, that's like tier three. That's where Brandon Ingram is, in my opinion. I agree. That's what I'm saying. I don't, also, I don't can, think he's can, on, can I don't we think he's on Brandon Ingram's team. Can we also be fair to Miles Bridges? Because <laughs> oh, when Jalen Brown averaged 20 points per game in his fourth season, you mentioned all the offensive options like Tatum and Gordon Hayward, Hayward Kemba. and Kemba. But the Hornets have LaMelo, Rozier, Gordon Hayward, Kelly Oubre, Montrez Harrell came in midseason. They Stop, have a man. lot of offensive options too. It's Harrell. It's, it's not. No, I mean, Kemba, I, Walker? no. Kemba Walker. Lamelo is be- is better now than that Kemba Walker. <laughs> nah, is. What are we I mean, talking he about? He is better, but Lamelo is a playmaker. He's way Kemba more of a playmaker. Terry Rozier. This version is better than that Kemba. You're, 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 you're Nineteen points. This, this no, 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 Gordon no, no, Hayward is better than that Gordon Hayward coming wrong. off an you're injury. Look, you're looking at it wrong. I, I understand why you're looking at it wrong. It's Lamelo's really Tatum the one that clears. No, no, no. Lamelo's a playmaking point guard. He's going to pass the ball. Kemba is a scoring guard. He's looking to go get a bucket. It's a different play. I know what you're saying. Lamelo feeds. Miles Bridges, bro. That's what he does. He has a lot of transition points. He has a lot of transition points. Too. He, he scores a lot of transition points. Why are we arguing about Mr. Lehman? Like, why are we doing this here, bro? But I'm also saying player. that what, what you're missing a point, though. Can he be an all star? The point. Yes, he can be an all star. <laughs> oh my he can be an god! You're reaching. Yes, he can be an all star. No, why can't he be he an all star? Why can he? Darren Fox he, is Darren Fox going to be an all star in the West? Hell no! So can he ever? No. That's can, in the Miles, West. Miles is a forward in the East. He's in never touched an all star game forwards. ever you in my life. Yo, hold up, huh? what? You don't think he can make an all star over like Siakam? He can have a better. No, season. he's not better than Siakam. Bro, Miles Bridges can Siakam. have a better season. Bro, no, I swear he can't. No, I am being dead serious. Yes, I'm being dead serious. How about? Let me. You know, I'm not going to say Chris Middleton. No, 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 I'm not going to ask. But you're missing a point. The point is that. The Hornets had a shitload of offensive options. They had they one, did. two, three, four, five, six, seven. They had seven people average yeah. double figures. Gordon got hurt also. Gordon yeah. got hurt, but he played 49 games. Yo, rip, 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 rip. 25 points per game season, Sexton, or this guy? 
Is that the tier he's this in? guy? Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. Yeah, they're the same player. That's what I'm saying. They're good. So they're good, good players. They're nothing more. Nothing more. Context included. Nah, you get nah. He used to violate when I used to say Dinwiddie, Levert. Call him a regular player. Who? Miles Bridges. He's a regular player. He's a regular player. He's oh, good. Like he's cool. Like twenty is cool. You dunk highlights, flashy, cool. You don't guard anybody. Is he better than Desmond Bain? No. 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 I'm just asking why. Are you oh, I'm sorry. It's just more to him. Yeah. Yeah. Is he you better than Desmond Bain, Joel? Yes, he's better than Desmond Bain. <laughs> they're the same Des- tier. Desmond, uh, De- Desmond Bain tier. can fit more teams because of what he offers as a floor spacer. I wonder why. But Miles Bridges defender. is the better player. Like, if I were to pick between one to lead my team, like, if I had what? to pick one, you I don't want to pick either. <laughs> if I had to pick one, gun to my head, who do you want to start a franchise with? I'm going with Miles Bridges over Desmond Bain. You're going to pick the dude that LaMelo feeds all day as opposed to the other dude that's funny because Well, actually, that's funny because right here I have that Miles Bridges without LaMelo Ball this season average 22, 7, and 6. So a point more? A point more. What about Desmond Bay without John Morant yeah. though? He averaged. But that's because they had yeah, Matt yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what about Desmond Bay without John Morant? Because the Grizzlies won a lot of games without him. He averaged. I, I swear I, to God, I, I, he averaged eighteen. I will guarantee you money. You, now you say you swear to God? No, I, I honestly don't know. I'm just gonna want to ask to make sure I don't say. You better hope God. that you're right because if God strikes us down right now and be sick, us God aims. Bro, Devin Bain, come on. He averaged 19, 4, and 3. Oh, you got it. In his second year. No, not that far. In his second year. In 23 games. In his second year. Bro, in second year, he's doing this. I can't believe we're arguing about Miles. And he's Miles great Bridges. defensively. So, look, so Miles Bridges without LaMelo this past season averaged 22, 7, and 6. How many, How many games? And shot, it was a. Uh, seven see. games. Seven <laughs> games. LaMelo's healthy. What can I say? <laughs> nah, we got He shot 57, <laughs> but he shot 57% from the field. And forty-two percent from three. Now that's great. In and thirty-three, you can have a good this lead. year. Thirty-three games really? without Gordon Hayward, he averaged twenty-six and four. So not only Gordon is, Hayward, that's why I said yeah. Gordon Hayward missed a good he amount more of touches. Games, yeah. Gordon so Hayward, he averaged though. twenty with Gordon without Gordon, twenty with twenty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so no, he stays. No, with, no, you know, no, you know. Wait, I thought you said he averaged twenty five. You I'm said twenty five. No, I said twenty. Oh, yes, twenty five and 5. twenty point five, six point six rebounds, ah, two point okay, eight okay, assists. Okay. But you know what? You're you're also sleeping on Miles Bridges' playmaking ability. Without Lamelo, he averaged six assists. I'm not sleeping on anything. He's an all around player. He can rebound. An, he, he can, can assist. Guard? He can get to the basket. He can't guard. He's athletic enough to guard. If he wants, with the effort, he can guard. He's athletic. No, he can't guard. Y'all just be talking. I'm actually like, does he uh, do it? I'm not gonna laugh at that because that's pretty true of, of some I understand, players, but though. does he do Yo, it? You know who we were saying that about before? Wiggins, he did, yeah, for five, six years, he's athletic enough to guard, but does he do it? Wiggins, no. that's what I said, but then no, no, he's oh, that was, he that. couldn't, he we, couldn't we, guard we in Minnesota. We were saying that for the majority, he's athletic enough, he should be guarded. Now he's one of the best defenders. Now he's an elite does he do it? No. But can, so he can. You can't tell me that. But why it. though? You have to see it because Wiggins showed us. I got to see. Come on, bro. Wiggins showed. Talk. No, he did though. He I'm not disagreeing, yeah. but I'm Wiggins just saying. Wiggins showed us. Miles Bridges can jump out the roof. Listen, yeah, they said the same. Th- they Penguin said the same team. thing about Tatum, right? Oh, he needs to get better That's, on defense. Also, Tatum's he, always been a good defender. You know, not bro. always. No, he always has. Not Tatum always. Tatum's out of college too. Tatum. Also, Miles Bridges isn't a bad defender, bro. You're just saying that because you think it. He's actually a, a good his defender. De- his defensive rating is average. What no, is since well, of course, because the Hornet, it's, everybody's it's You're right. defense rating on Hornets is going to be bad. Right. First of all, you know no, what's sad? You know what's sad about it what you just said? You didn't know what his defense was until you looked up some numbers, and then you said. 
did. No, I didn't look up some numbers. It's just since his position changed, he switched from small forward to front court. He's been a significantly improved defender. Yeah, you just because you looked up some numbers. Okay, so you didn't answer my question. You looked up some numbers. That's a smart thing to do. When I'm not sure, I look it up. Unlike you saying he's not a he's not a good defender. He's not a great defender. You just told me he's really not that good on defense. You basically called him a cone. No, no, that's not what he did. He basically called him a cone. No, he said Kenny Guard. Kenny Guard. I'm not asking him. I said Kenny Guard. He's not a great defender. You said he couldn't guard. You said he couldn't guard. You said he couldn't guard. Can I ask you a question? I asked you Kenny Guard. Tell me how he's a good defender. Because the stats you're reading, what stats are impressing you right now? Yeah, okay, what, let me tell you. It's this. You, it's, Who has he locked up? No, it's this <laughs> article from Hoops Hype that says that. What's the date? It's um, it's um, twenty twenty one. In so um, last year, not this year. Month? Yeah, Joel is funny. He's he's athletic enough to guard. <laughs> He Joe is. Was funny as hell, bro. So His defensive it? rating this season was one fourteen. Bro, what? <laughs> defensive <laughs> rating is good. not a hey, man, individual you can look stat. Numbers, so can he, man. It's not an individual <laughs> stat. It's but that's what I'm saying. Stat. All right, give me the stats. I'm giving you the one that I have. I mean, so, you just told us Aiden could fix that. So, I like Aiden a lot, though. <laughs> respect. Throw some respect on his name, please. If they get Aiden, they're making the playoffs. Number one pick, right? Oh. <laughs> Yo. Mr. They get Aiden, they're making the playoffs. If they get in, I think they could hit a seven. They get Aiden's putting up twenty they and ten be. with them. Trey Young, okay. Lamelo. Aiden clears Young. Stop. Trey clears. A- Aiden clears Young, bro. No, no. Now, no. <laughs> Aiden Young clears Lamelo. Oh God clears right now, but bro, easily. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I know. I. I most most. <laughs> what do you know, you know? What? What am I, I, I going to say? Look bad. I know they look bad. <laughs> no, they're not bad. It's just uh-huh. for defense. It's. Let's go. You gotta go for what Look, you watch. No, this I'm about to say it's something important. So listen him, up. You know, guys. Notes. You know what? Everyone, shut up. This, listen up and take notes. When it comes to defense and talking about defense with players, a lot of it is about reputation. And if a player gets labeled as a bad defender, that reputation sticks with them for a while. Like for example, Luka Doncic before this season and last season was known as a bad defender. A lot of people still know him as that. But if you look at the film, a he's a good defender. Luca is a significantly improved defender. But guess what? But guess what? I can't tell you that in stats. It's just something you have to watch in the film. That's why I can't. There's no stat that measures how good somebody is defensively. That's why I can't just give you. Defensive rating is like the only thing. No, no, defensive rating is a flawed stat. I can't look up defensive field goal percentage and look at what Miles Bridges has. What is it? What is it? 60% 60 and less than six feet. 57% 57% nah, or less quiet, than 10 feet, and, uh, 36% from the three-point line. Nah, he gets cooked. So he's allowing a pretty... <laughs> nah, he, he gets cooked. <laughs> I, I, I do cooked. understand he what you're cooked. saying. Defense cooked. is really a watching thing. 60% really, is what? At less the than rim. six feet. That's pretty much at the no, rim. No, 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 but like, um, what's the average, league average for that? Because 60%, like 60%, that, that's basically saying somebody making a layup on you is a coin toss. That's pretty good. A little bit no, better. 50% a little bit better. A little bit better, yeah, but that's that's pretty good. 10% better. Let look at the average. Yeah, like, and you, you know, what is Rudy Gobert? It's like, nah. I think in the 40s. Nah, it, it probably is, Rudy's but he's an elite-level defender. Like, I mean, he's 20 spots from Rudy Gobert. If Rudy's 20, in the yeah, 40s. Rudy's probably in the 30s. He might be. Yeah, Rudy. I heard Rudy's all-time great at protecting her. Oh, I yeah. hate him, though. He's so trash to me, though. It's because he's boring. That's he's really all that it is. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like, bro. His game is boring, I should say. Let's get off this topic, though, and talk right. about the So are you pushing Nets. this Miles Bridges agenda? No, I am. Next show, I'll be more prepared to talk okay, about it. Okay, here we Bridges. go. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to make a film analysis on this just so. You're going to be look, screwed. Send it to me. I'll be honest. If I'm wrong about Miles Bridges defensively, <laughs> I'll admit it. Just make okay. the, but, put it in the film analysis. But if 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 he's actually a good defender, I want I'll you be, to apologize. I got you. I want you to be the first so one to apologize. That's one thing. We, we, we apologize. I just you think don't apologize. I apologize you, you, all the time. I've never heard you apologize. You one talking? time what you, you apologize and you, you said it was the biggest. Like, that's not what I said. And then you start hitting up this 
Yo, if you he's are right, exposing if you. If you are right, I will apologize. No, I don't lie. They're not writing apologies to both. And that's what I said. That's the one time on you ever did. And you said it was the worst was, mistake you ever made in your life. That was your, your only apology in life. <laughs> <laughs> but I got you. If you find some Miles Bridges stuff, from what I've seen, and it's not a lot, but from what I've seen, he gets cooked. He's hilarious. Religiously. But the whole yeah, team, me too. No, <laughs> I, know, he gets I, do, I do think you guys are underrating Miles Bridges, though. The in whole terms team of what? gets cooked. What, as a player? Like, maybe I don't think he's worth $35 million. Like, that's, that's a lot. Jalen Brown's getting was. paid $28 mil. Yes. But like, then again, if Jalen Brown was up for contract right now, he'd get that. He'd, he'd get, get more He might get that. more. Yeah. I'm just no. saying, Miles Bridges. I think Bridges are 22, let's 23 million is good for him. I just don't. Let's not act like he's capped out. He can He can go next year. He can next year. He can go and average 23 million. He's a $23 million dude. That's what I said. Yeah, he's not a 30... Nah. 35. No, he's not 35. Uh, 35 is a lot of money, bro. Imagine his agent come up to me, yo, 35. Man. His agent is Rich Paul. I'm going to look at him like, what? Now, now we have to throw respect agent. on him, all right? Nah. Rich Paul be wildin'. But you think he's better than Grant, though, right? For sure. Grant who? Jeremy Grant? Hell yeah, he's better than Jeremy Grant. Come on. Even- <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. I don't Jeremy know, Grant bro. is such a what? whatever what player. Violate? I mean, what is Bridges? <laughs> He's not a whatever player. He's a human highlight reel. I knew it. He <laughs> Yo, he said Jeremy so Grant because he really can do some player. crazy things in the air. Well, he's a better playmaker than Jeremy Grant. He's the same rebounder, and he's a better scorer. Jeremy Grant scores because he's on the worst team in the NBA. Jeremy Grant There's averaged 22. The, the only scoring options on the Pistons is Cade and him. There's nobody else in the score. I can't say that who's the only other because, you know, the Hornets have, the Hornets have like yeah, seven have guys. Seven is crazy. PJ Washington, Kelly think, Oubre, no, LaMelo no, Ball, no. Terry Rozier, yes, Gordon yes. Hayward, Montrez Harrell. No, they do no, have more scoring options. Montrez Harrell is nice, bro. Um, Let's not act like he can't nah, get his own bucket. Don't put him in as a bucket, though. He could get his own bucket. Don't put him in as a bucket, Those other guys you need to affirm, though. Montrez Harrell would be the third best scorer on the Pistons. That's not saying much, though. Sadiq I know. Bay? Yeah. Sadiq Bay? Now, he's not a better scorer. He's score. a better scorer than Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay has had Sadiq Bay had a 50 wait, ball wait, this year. Wait, wait, wait. On, Sadiq Bay had a 50 ball. Montrezl Hero is a better scorer than Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay had a 50 ball this year. Stop. Sadiq Bay. Let's go to the next topic. Next topic. Next topic. Next topic. Next topic. Get out of here, man. Next topic. Sadiq Bay can't shoot. And he had a 50 ball. Sadiq Bay, tough. Boy, you sleep. You are asleep. You're asleep. Miles Bridges is significantly better than him. Sadiq Bay will be better than Miles Bridges. I swear to God in my life. Sadiq Bay will nah. be better than Miles Bridges. Let's see it. Sadiq Bay is nice. Sadiq Bay will I don't, I like be Sadiq better. Bay. And I'm locked in He's on He's the next we, Robert Covington. We can get, get back to that. Sadiq Bay is just as old as Miles no, okay. Bridges. I don't care. <laughs> He's that's, just that's, an even more, that's, that's even more even more even comparison. Now we here. We, he gonna be on better. to the next topic. He's a way better shooter. The Brooklyn Nets have some tough decisions oh, to make. Gosh. Are they going to bring back Kyrie Irving? What's the future of their team? JC. You haven't talked about the Nets since you've been on the podcast. So this is your opportunity to just vent about everything your team has done to this point. Mm-hmm. The playoff disappointment. You know, the floor is yours to talk about the Nets. Okay, so uh, what's the question again about Kyrie Irving? Should we extend him? Do you think he should come back? Should the Nets bring him uh, back? Man, Kyrie Irving has the Nets in such a dilemma slash chokehold right now, to be honest with you. Um, because essentially, if you trade him you run or let him walk, you run the risk of losing Kevin Durant. And he's probably the sole reason that Kevin Durant is there right now. And then another thing that you punt away is your championship aspirations if you were to give up Kyrie Irving as well. Um, The Brooklyn Nets, first year they were together, it was a redshirt year for Kevin Durant coming off an Achilles. Kyrie Irving essentially ended up playing 20 games that year. And that was just a throwaway year. Every Nets fan knew that was a throwaway year. The next year, Kyrie Irving was 
that was one of the most healthiest seasons that Kyrie Irving played. I believe he played it's about... One, it's one of his best seasons th- also. No, that probably is his best yeah, season 50, ever. 50, 40, 90. 50, 40, 90, he was available. If he didn't take off those 10 a week or 10 days, he would have been probably cracked close to 65, 66 games, which is like unheard of for Kyrie Irving because he's really he's a really injury-prone player. Um, he played 71 in Cleveland. Yeah. That, 75. That's an anomaly. I, and 67 in Boston. So, um, you know, as far as... <laughs> he, he must hate Brooklyn. <laughs> That's quiet. That's But anyways, so I mean, look with, with Kyrie Irving. Like I said, if you let him walk, you run the risk of losing Kevin Durant, and then you're essentially punting uh, your championship aspirations. Uh, it's it's been difficult for the Nets because the second year, I do believe you guys can get mad at me all you want. I do believe if the big three were healthy, I do believe they would have beat the Bucks and ran through the East and beat the Suns in the finals. Are we talking, don't, about, are we talking about two seasons? No, 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 no. But this, this is not a debate. You guys think what you want. I think what I, I think what I think. I miss it. <laughs> all right. So then last year, obviously the the vaccine mandate messed them up, which is another reason he missed about eighty percent of the season. In in the games that he did play this season, he averaged twenty seven points on forty six percent. 47% field goal shooting on 42% from the three. So he's he was good. My only and Then he hit the playoffs. And then he hit the playoffs and was bad against Boston. But my only thing is the Nets, it's crazy because they've every year they've had something going against them, whether it be one year the redshirt Kevin Durant season where we punted it away, Kyrie only played 20 games. The second season where we were all intact going into the playoffs, catastrophic injuries happened to Kyrie Irving and James Harden. We lose that series. Then this year, the vaccine mandate and everything, the roster construction, everything was bad. James Harden leaving the middle of the season. Now you have a you have a, a chance to add Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris missed a, uh, last last year as well too. He's he's a great shooter, solid defender too. We missed him. He's a great shooter. Don't even disrespect him though. Bro, he's he was amazing. shooting. He was I shooting. Didn't shooting say now you making faces because he was shooting forty seven forty six percent leading yeah, the NBA. He drops off in the playoffs and becomes it's final, but. It's fine. We got Seth That's Curry true, for that. We got bucks, bro. He we got Seth Curry. Yeah, he's the reason we lost. Uh, yeah, but I mean, to be honest with you, um, I think that you have to sign Kyrie Irving. I think that I think that you have to give it a shot. I think you have to put all your chips in on this season. I think you have to put your chips in for Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, everybody coming back being healthy. The Nets also have two first round picks and a couple like like a Nick Claxton, you know, solid young players that you can trade to. A team like Detroit and hopefully pry someone like a Jeremy Grant. Obviously, that's just a big what if. Miles Turner. Miles Turner's good too. I, I like him. So there's there's a lot of options for the Nets. So I'm of the mindset that you have to bring Kyrie Irving back because if you don't, essentially you're gonna lose Kevin Durant. And let's just say you lose Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Who are we stuck with as our building block? Ben Simmons and a bunch of just nobodies. Let's just let's just be honest, just call it what it is. Where it's a bunch of nobodies. So um I, I think the Nets have to get more. I think the Nets have to get more defensive depth as well. Uh, ben Simmons is definitely going to fix that, but uh, I think a role player too, a three and deep wing. Hopefully, Claxton takes a leap. If not, hopefully we can ship him for Miles Turner. But I think that I think you just the your misfortune the first three years, whether it be the injuries the first two years and the vaccine mandate, team chemistry all being messed up. I think that this is the last chance for the Brooklyn Nets to make a push for the championship. It sucks that the Eastern Conference, as we know, used to be bad. Now it's just as Great. good as the Great. Western Conference. So it's not going to be a cakewalk like it was supposed to be the first year or the second year when they was all healthy. Obviously, that didn't come to fruition. But yeah, I think that you have to sign Kyrie Irving. He has you he has you in a chokehold right now. You don't want to lose Kevin Durant. And if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you still have aspirations. I mean, you're deep into the luxury tax. tax. You just have to go all in. This is, your, this is your last chance to win a championship with this three. You trade for Ben Simmons. It'd be a shame if you don't at least give this three a try with uh, everybody hopefully being healthy. But 
I'm of the mindset that we have to give Kyrie Irving this contract. He has us in chokehold, and we we don't if we don't sign him, we're Kevin Durant's gone, and then everything's just gonna go downhill. We don't even control our own destiny or have our own picks. We have a lot of pick swaps for Houston. So I, if I'm a Nets fan, I think we go all in this year. If we don't win, it's life. We get rid of all of them. But you have to give it one more chance. You have to go. You want to go, bro? You have to yeah, give it a shot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and don't disrespect because Ben Simmons is like that. You know, um, I had... Wait, that's your mans, bro. You better... You nah, better not, laugh. You I didn't better laugh. not be trash, I didn't bro. laugh. I'm a good I, had, I had no I idea. I like Ben. I had no idea, like, this show, we were going to get into this Miles Bridges thing, so... He's still I quickly on just No, no, it. bro. No, come no, no, on. No, we're on the no, nights. No. This is going to take no, 30 seconds. No, bro. Come on, This is going to take 30 seconds. He had Eddie. a he had a better defensive field goal percentage than Jeremy Grant, Scotty Barnes, Dorian Finney-Smith, and he's actually right with Dylan Brooks. 45... Point three percent defense field goal percentage. So I think those guys guard better players though. On the he's also Mike's. has a better defense field goal percentage than Mikael Bridges. Not saying he's a better defender. He's not a better defender than any of those guys. Right, bro, so I don't know if this is no, but I'm just saying that's like the stat. You know, I didn't know I was. Where'd you find this? No, but but you, to, but you have to look who no, no, he guards yeah, every way, night. We can easily debunk that by saying Bridges guards the best player every night. No, he doesn't. No, 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 Mikael. Mikael. Oh, Mikael. I thought Miles Bridges. Miles no. doesn't. Dylan Scott. Brooks also. Yes, mm-hmm. Scotty. Scotty Barnes also yeah, as a rookie. The Jeremy Grant one. I, can't I still that. think Jeremy Grant's a better defender than Well, him. what I'm saying is that that's still a good defensive field goal percentage. Oh, when you're guarding nobody. Okay. Miles Third Bridges. And I mean, options. you don't know if he, Miles Bridges is guarding nobody. You see what I'm saying? Who do you they mean? stick on? Who who to what player on Horn, on the Hornets do they stick on the best player? I doubt it's Miles. Well, you who would who yeah, would you I, you would do it with Rozier would be the guy? I think Lamelo would be the guy. I think Lamelo would be the guy. Lamelo might be the best defensive player. I think I don't just think just they stick him on the best player. I think they match up and just go. I think Gordon Hayward goes on the best player, bro. They just say whatever. We're not going to guard anyone. Okay, well, I'm just saying that's just a stat to show that at least defensive field goal percentage wise, he is good. Really, that's interesting. Yes, it's funny how you had to look that up instead of just telling us off the back of your mind. I didn't know we were going to get into Miles Bridges debate. Yeah, I didn't know we were going to get into Miles Bridges debate. We didn't. Right. Know if I see him guarding right. Max Struss can, and these can, other guys who can, don't mean anything, can we I'm talk about like the Nets, tight. please? Let's talk right. about the Nets. JC, oh man, <laughs> oh man, bro, I'm sick. I'm sick. You were not here when y'all got swept. Oh, oh I'm oh, happy. I was. Nah, I caught a brunt of it everywhere I went. Though I worked with like a bunch of Celtics fans. I ain't here. I still hear the end of it. Should the Nets bring back Kyrie? Of course. You know, I think that's. Duh. You know, Kyrie, he's still a great player. You know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, they haven't played together. You, know? you still got to bring some guys in there, you know. <laughs> you still got Joe Harris, Seth Curry, you got some space in. Drummond, I feel like you guys should try to bring him he back. He doesn't want to come back. Well, there's that. Um, Claxton is still a good young player. Cam Thomas is still cool. Kessel Edwards, he's shown signs. He's okay, maybe. You got another pick, so you can probably bring in somebody who's more NBA ready, you know, maybe a vet in college. Yo, real quick, I'm just throw this out there. The Rock Never Stop said that uh, this guy, Kessel Edwards, could be Miles Bridges. That's all I'm going to say. Um, McCall Bridges, part of me. Um, <laughs> so, like I was saying, <laughs> I'm thing I've ever dumb. heard. Um, <laughs> the Nets are crazy. Can you guys bro, compete for a championship? You really said that, bro. I think so. Ben Simmons is under contract. Kevin Durant is under contract. If you sign Kyrie, he's under contract. So you have those guys for the next two, three seasons. So you always have the opportunity to possibly compete for a championship. It really just depends on Kyrie's health, Kevin Durant's health, and who's, who's, who's the rest of the guys ben on the Simmons squad. Ben availability, too, because that's been in question. Yep, wow. but it's like, it's really, everything that happens to you guys is a lot of internal stuff, you know? Kyrie's whole vaccine stuff, Ben Simmons not playing, Kevin Durant getting hurt, Kyrie getting hurt. You know, it's, it's a lot of internal stuff. But I do think 
that the Nets have a chance to, you know, make the championship still. I do think this championship. I think they have a chance. Oh my god! I still think when you have Kevin Durant, Kyrie. I still think you have a chance. So I think they will go. Like, I wouldn't pick them, but they have a chance. You have a puncher shot. The thing thing is, I would agree with you if KD (coughs) and Kyrie played well and still lost. You understand what I'm saying? Because then maybe, you know. I mean, outside of the Celtics, I don't think any other defense was going to do that to them in the East. To be fair, I don't think Miami's defense was doing that to them. Me either. I don't think the the Celtics, they just ran into a very elite defense. Oh, my God. I don't think Philly's defense was doing that to them either. So I think that was just a bad matchup. Kyrie was bad. Very bad matchup. Katie was bad for the first couple. No, Katie was was bad for every game except the last one. I I thought he was decent game three also. No, he was bad outside of game one. Game four, he had 37. That was his only game. Oh, you're right. Game four, no, game one. Talk about Katie. Kyrie was great game one. If they fell out the roster, they can still be a competitive It was still a close series. Oh, every game was close. Go ahead. The excuses, though. <laughs> Come on, bro. What did I say? That was an excuse. <laughs> you got to stop with the hypotheticals. The if this, if that. Oh, we would have won if this Rib. guy was hurt. You don't think we would have won if we was all healthy? Matter. We're two okay. years in. The Bucks have a chip. It doesn't no, matter. No, no, no. I matter. hear you. Know it's a fact. You guys got to look at yourselves. No, but that ties into my Nets point. I think no. I, I said they've had a lot of misfortune happen. I said the That's first the year KD redshirted. The second year when the Miss- big three was, they all went down with catastrophic injuries. Game game two and in game uh, the season three. What's misfortune? Kyrie, misfortune. About KD going no, over but eight also miss overtime. Over six. Over six. What's misfortune. Also, I'm not blaming him, bro. He but, had 49. But, that but game, misfortune bro. also is a synonym of an excuse. No, but then again, you know what? I will say that will help your points. We signed these no guys. No, no, no. We signed these guys knowing that this was a possibility to happen with the injuries. True. So. I'll, you went I'll on. You went that. on. You went on um, a ceiling for sure, which makes sense. Yeah, but uh, are you you're still going, bro? I'm sorry. I mean, it's like <laughs> signing Kyrie's the obvious move, but like, what else is there to do? Exactly. I literally. Who can, my notes. Places? My notes are exactly that. What are your other options? Where's he gonna of, go? Maybe you know, not bringing back Kyrie, Kyrie trading him. Maybe just getting Miles Bridges, man. Get a significantly <sighs> better. The, the, the market bro. is low. Surprisingly, for a star like Kyrie. Who wants him though? Exactly. Even I was, was actually high. on. I was actually reading this article on Hoops Habit by Jack Simone. But I think he also writes for Enjoy Basketball. Shout out to them. And he did a trade that would involve Jalen Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Maxi Kleba, and picks to the Nets for Kyrie Irving. JD's gone. <laughs> He's. I actually think that that Nets team is better. No, wait, believe, wait, what'd no, you say? What, what'd you say? Gone. Jalen Brunson, Finney-Smith, and Kleba. Katie's gone for Kyrie. I, I think, think I think Kyrie, that Nets team is better. I, no, I I agree with you, but I think if Kyrie leaves, Katie's gone. That's that's just me. Fake, though. I think, I think so. Katie's, Katie. But then again, Katie to, did sign a five year extension. Katie, Katie Brunson, twenty point per game score. Katie went to Brooklyn just to play with Kyrie. I don't think I personally don't think he cares about the winning aspect. Dorian Finney Smith. I think he just wants to go play basketball with Kyrie and play hoops. If Kyrie leaves, I don't see why he stays in Brooklyn. Honestly, and that's really what I was saying too. Is if you're gonna let Kyrie walk, then that's you're it. Punting you it. go. You really laid it out perfectly. You let Katie walk, uh, Kyrie walk. You have to trade Katie following that, and you basically have to go into full rebuild. You're with no op- picks. You're two options. Well, a lot you of pick swaps, but you get but you get picks for Katie. And ben. Oh, that's a smart thing. Yes. to do. yeah. And you're probably signing trade. Ky- you're probably signing trade Kyrie yeah. also. So you get some picks. Um, your two options are: you either bring back Kyrie and you try to run it back with this roster, or, or you completely rebuild. There's no in between because there's no way that I see KD playing with someone out that's not Kyrie Irving next season. Yeah, me neither. I agree because I can't see a world where KD wants Ben Simmons to be his number two. I want to know because I, I want you to speak on this a little bit more. What's what's the like? You're, you're going to resign Kyrie. I think that's pretty obvious. We're just playing hardball with him right now. What's the what's? How do you fix 
what happened to you guys against Boston? Like, what what do you think are the keys to that? Dorian like, Finney-Smith. You need defenders. He's that's essentially what he's saying. You um, need defenders yeah, that can shoot. You need like three that, and D like, players. We need, yeah, we need. You and need we also need a. Uh, we also. What do you, but but more in, what does KD and Kyrie need to improve on? I don't think it's more so that they need to improve on. I think the pieces around them needed to be better. You have to you that's have to, you have to remember that with James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, that was the a top heavy roster. Right. You didn't really need to have role players filled out because you were like, yo, these three are going to take us all the way. The role players are whatever. With James Harden leaving though. You had a bad team. You had Kyrie, Kevin Durant together around subpar role players. Bruce Brown, Seth Curry's he's a really Throw good some player. Respect on Bruce Brown. <laughs> no, no, Bruce Brown. No, look, let me start because I was I was really low on Bruce Brown during the year. He definitely stepped up and turned his game around. But my thing is the roster. Sean Marsh went into the season thinking that it was going to be his big three. What did you say? No, nah, what did you nothing. say? He didn't say anything. It was just a noise. But uh, yeah, this like I said, like I said, nah, Riff. Like I said, though, they they went into the season with a constructive roster around the big three. But Kyrie they made the trade midseason. Mm-hmm. You got some good pieces back. We didn't get any defensive players. I think I think had you traded a non-defender he got for ben. non-defense. He didn't play. He didn't play. But but that's what I'm saying. Saying. No, to be fair, the Nets like this offseason. I don't we didn't think, have a big man either. Bro. I don't think this offseason the Nets the Nets have to do much outside of get like maybe like one player because the additions are Joe Harris and Ben Simmons to the team. Yeah. basically. So Seth is coming back, obviously. Yeah, he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna start though. Backup big. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if Lamarcus Aldridge is coming back. He's kind of old. I think you need to try your hardest to get Miles Turner. Yeah, I I think Miles Turner. I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate. Stretch five, and he can rim protect great. He's always hurt. Rihanna's, it was this he last can, he's season. He's a very good rim protector. He, he can still was the one floor. of the, the league he's, leader. He's not blocks. a bad player. I would like to have him on my team. For sure. Still, like his but, name but, gets thrown around a, for but every single team. But a lineup, because he fits more. He fits a lot of teams. But let me ask you a question: A lineup of Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Seth, Ben. No, Seth's not starting. Joe Harris. I'm saying that's probably going to. That's probably offensively. That's probably your best lineup. But that's going to be a great offense. Defensively, yeah, worried. Yeah, not worried about that lineup. Kyrie, Seth. Joe, Katie, Ben. I wouldn't start Seth. I'd Kyrie, Seth Kyrie, I don't think he's gonna Kyrie, start. Joe, Katie. I'm not worried about. Kyrie, I'm Joe Harris about. is a solid defender. Against, Kevin against Durant's bigger good. wings, and not against Ben his Simmons position. is going to take that 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 uh and, and that Bruce Brown's going to be in that rotation also. So defensively, it, yeah, he, offensively, it, it depends. Bruce I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't he know. Can, he can he can at least hit that. jumpers. Who Bruce? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got improved. I don't know. Improved on it. He's improved, but I wouldn't run that lineup. Kyrie and Katie, essentially. Say it one more time. I'm sorry. That's still going to be. Double see the Katie key, and Kyrie are going to yeah. see a lot of. So that's teams. fine, but this a lot the key of for the a lot Nets of their getting a stretch five, bro. Hundred percent. Right. So a, a big issue that they had in this playoffs. I think Katie also and Kyrie need a five outline. Seth Seth wasn't too. hitting jumpers. You need Seth is going to be back next season. I I doubt Seth we see can't the be same the Seth. only other guy. No, nope, I'm not. Joe Harris not wasn't being guarded. Right, Joe be Harris. Joe Harris is still going to come in. He's going to knock down some jumpers. Hopefully. Bruce wasn't getting guarded no, during the season. He will. Yeah, I'm yes. talking about the playoffs. I understand. Very true. But Bruce, a playoff team. Now you're saying Bruce wasn't getting guarded. Is he going to get guarded next season? Is he going to hit shots like that again? Do, Probably. You trust that? Do you trust Pro- that? I have to I, see it more. I, tr- I have to see it more I don't, too. But I he don't did disagree. Improve, but I, he showed he showed it for a good stretch of games where I can at least go into next season relatively confident that he can do so. Is that not fair? Well, maybe. Yeah, I think I think that's that's fair. fair. That's fair. Well, we have to see what the Nets do going forward. I think as long as they have Kyrie, uh, Kyrie and KD, then Kyrie. Kyrie's a good nickname. That's a cute chip name. That, that That's is, a cute chip name. That is a pretty good nickname. Kyrie. I'm you're, not just starting. You're a sick that. human being. Well, why, why am I sick? You want me to tell him or? No, Dude, I need to know. I need to know. Please. Can I expose you? Please. I don't really care. This man farted. 
what he did was he farted and just stared at me. He just stared like that. He just stared at me. Knowing I heard it and then he just starts laughing. Yo, but I heard it too. I heard it too, but I agree. Yeah, and I'm just like, this guy, man, he just keeps staring at me, laughing and shit. And he started bugging. Yeah, like he's not going to say excuse me or nothing. He just sat there laughing. Yo, do I look weird holding this mic? No, I'm only doing it so we can see JC. I'm just, just I'm just feeling a bit gassy. Yeah, yeah bro, so Reddick say like that. Me, Reddick thanks, just like that. So this week in the NBA, you're not gonna say excuse me for what? You farted, bro. It's come natural. On. It's natural. Just say excuse me. No, stop it. That's rude. I would have said excuse me if it like right when it happened. You did it. Also, bro, it didn't, it didn't. It's stink. quiet. Now they're gonna look out it for it though. Either. No, it did not. No, it did not. Stink. Stink. My, it just, the noise was insane while JC was chopping. Like he was talking and he just farted. Well, <laughs> I heard Drew in my could ear. Barely hear it though. It's hear it. Me and JC heard it very. I was loud. right next to bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I do whenever, whenever, whenever I have to fart, <laughs> I mute my mic so you guys don't hear the fart. No, I still but I think you heard it because JC's mic is closed, so it picked it up. It definitely did. I heard it because it was just loud. <laughs> it was rumbling. So this week in the NBA, you want to know what we learned? After doing some research on NBA.com. Oh, oh my, my God, God. Yo, he's still bro. on this. So Riv said Miles some numbers. That's Riv said Miles Bridges defensive field goal uh, percentage uh within six feet is sixty point nine, which is true. Well, Bam out of Bios is sixty one point four. And he gets tested within six and at, within six feet four and a half times a game while Miles Bridges is at 5.6. And he also has a better defensive field goal percentage within six feet than Jalen Brown as well. So, yeah. So, you know, does that does that take into account? No, it does I, not no, take into account who's guarding. Who. No, but no, I get that. But but it also has frequency like so. Uh, the Bam amount of times people, six weeks, the amount of time, the amount of times players test you at the rim for Bam is 36 percent. Brown, 34.4%. For Miles Bridges, it's 35.3%. So what you're telling me is Miles Bridges is him. Miles Bridges holds his own. He's, he's not a bad defender. Are you saying he's him? He is him. All right. So he's a Miles good defender. Bridges, Miles Bridges is not only one of the better offensive players in the league that can do everything oh, on offense, shit. outside oh, of consistently shoot three-point shots, but he also is a viable defender. It's crazy how he's using the stats he just said. Yeah. Don't really show defense. He's now using them to bunk his argument. It's insane how that flips. Well, that's how you use it. That's how you you know cultivate an argument. No, I understand. You, you cheat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that how you cultivate an argument? It is. He told you for one. You mentioned during the segment. Shh, tell me some defensive stats. I did. No, I won't. I, did, I didn't have it on deck. But no, no, then no, 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 I no, no, no. Came back. no, 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 no. Don't I came steps. back. I asked you, can he guard? That was the main question. You and I said, said he's no, athletic. No, enough. yeah, that, that, that never answered. Hell, it was just bro. like he's athletic. Enough. That was I mean, funny I can as say hell. that about a lot of guys. I mean, but, yeah. I, the reason why I say this because I remember uh, 2012, the Knicks when they won 50 games. J.R. Smith was never known as a defender, but Tyson Chandler was like, he can defend at a high level if he wanted to. And then that's when he really ascended to one of the can better. I, can I ask you a question? A quick, I just, I'm just saying, ability if, you, if, means you can if, do you have, if you have the athletic right. ability to do something, you can do it's it. True. It's just the effort. It's true. So, if you, so, so if, so if, if had, had Miles Bridges been one of the worst defenders, which he's not, he so has you think the athletic profile the, to the be same for Donovan Mitchell could be said as well. So a player like Donovan it Mitchell. It depends because he's 6'1. So well, no, he, has, he actually he came a into a good defender. He, has he came in as a defender. Yeah, he was actually a good defender. Um, can I ask you this question? Because um, just a, a defensive rating question, because it seems as if, you know, defensive rating, we throw it away now at, at the Pick Aside podcast. Um, <laughs> Rudy Gobert is surrounded by a bunch of mediocre to below mediocre defenders. Mm-hmm. He still is amongst 
the league leaders in defensive rating. Mm -hmm. That's not a taking into account his team clearly because he is still one of the best defenders in the NBA, regardless of his team's defensive output. Okay. So my question is, why is defensive rating in the trash if Rudy Gobert is consistently so low and his defense, the rest of his defense, excuse me, is bad? That's an honest question. I'm not trying to start any crazy, like, you're wrong about defensive rating. I'm genuinely curious because if Rudy Gobert is amongst the, the lowest defensive rating in the NBA, it can't solely be that the team defensive rating is the end-all, be-all. Because Rudy Gobert is a generational defensive player. I don't disagree with that. But That's then why. if the team's defense is so trash, then shouldn't it negatively impact his defensive rating? Or to a, de- a degree, defensive rating holds some weight. They are trash without him. That's the thing. That's the difference. The they They're are, not good with him. No, they're good defensive with him. Against the Mavericks, they were not good. Well, you're talking they're about... In the, in the you're, playoffs, you're, specifically. You're, you're in the taking, playoffs. You're taking... Yeah, okay. In the playoffs, what is Rudy Gobert's defensive rating? It's probably low. It's bad. And in in, in, if yeah. you look at Let's that playoff, it's bad. Let's see. I'm curious. No, nah, I think it really is, though. I ain't gonna lie. Terrence Mann scored like 40 on him. No, but it wasn't on him, but he was his defender, bro. He was just helping and giving up open threes. I mean, that still counts. Like, for example, the uh, just going off a defensive rating, um, this is why it's a flawed stat. Because you mentioned, like, you mentioned Rudy Gobert, um, but other players... Wow, that, you're right. It's not good. Yeah, it was horrible. horrible Dude, bro. it's 110 in it's his bad. playoff career. That's horrible, You bro. look at other players... That's ass. Well, compared to what he normally is, that's like 93. they know how to scheme against him. Nikola Jokic had one of the better defensive ratings in the NBA, but we know he's not one of the better defenders in the NBA. I mean, you yeah. constantly tell you were me pushing that agenda, Loki. The reason why the reason why defensive rating is a flawed stat is because defensive rating, they say within these possess within within one hundred possessions, this player allows this many points per one hundred possessions. That's how it's measured. The reason why it's flawed is because at any given time. A defender, a player, is with four other players on the floor. So that defensive rating is really with other lineups. Couldn't that be used for bigs though, since they're technically rim protectors? Say that again. What's your Could, question? Couldn't that be that defensive rating be used heavily for bigs though, because they are essentially the backbone of the defense and rim protectors. So they are they are tasked with helping the uh, four other defenders. That's why big men have better defensive ratings than guards. Yeah. Like, if you look at guards' defensive ratings, they're not that high. But that's why, like, defensive field goal percentage is a, uh, is a stat that seems pretty better. Accurate. Better It measures defensive performance better because yeah. it's you individually. What do you hold somebody to? Right. right? Even it also on and off stats. Like, if you look at certain players' on and off stats, you can see if they're positively impacting their team's defense because if this player when he's on their defensive rating is like or they're defensively they're they're like plus five versus when he's off they're like minus two you can see he's positively impacting his team defensively defensive rating just has to do with like lineups so this that's why the celtics everybody on the celtics has a pretty high defensive rating you know max Struess these playoffs had the second best defensive rating He's not the second best defensive player in the playoffs. He just played with lineups that were ridiculously insane defensively in the playoffs. My boy's solid though. Yeah, he's solid, he but solid he's not the second best, def- you know, defensive player. See, not I would, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that statement, but you can still use it to their benefit. Yeah, but 
I I just don't like using defensive rating for a player. I like using it for a team and for certain lineups because for a player, that's what you're essentially doing. Like when this player is on the floor with these other four players, this is his defensive rating, but it measures that across different lineups. So like Rudy Gobert, you know, his lineup with anybody is he, he's great defensively in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But when in the playoffs, they scheme up yeah, for him. It's not great. Because it's, it, it's, it's the last couple of years. This season was 112. The year before where you were saying that Terrence Mann violated <laughs> 117. Year before that, 115. Basically 116. How about the year he guarded Jokic? Uh, that's 2020, right? Yeah, the bubble? 115. He got killed. 115. He got killed. 116, basically. That was bad. All right, so... Thank you for that. I like, Rudy Gobert is not a bad defender. Like, of even though those not. stats show that defensive rating-wise he was bad, he wasn't bad defensively. He just had to cover for a bunch of mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's why I think defensive what, rating is What low. is a, a, a bad defensive rating, really? Well, it's... Defensive, I mean, number, specifically. Defensive rating and offensive rating is measured off of, like, per 100% possessions. So, basically, uh, he when he was on the floor, Rudy Gobert was allowing, one, was allowing 116 points... Per per one hundred possessions. All right, so, so one twelve still not like one hundred. I would say like it's not great. If I were to like just say it off the top of my head, I think an average defensive rating is like, or a very good one is like one hundred four to like one hundred six. I'm with you. Points per possession. I'm with you. You know. All right, sweet. All right, that was a that was a cute little uh, enlightenment. Um, so for my this week in the NBA, uh, we, we spoke about it a little bit before, but uh, I have two now. My my first one is going to be about Anthony Davis saying that he hasn't picked up a basketball or shot a basketball since April fifth, and, and that and that genuinely disheartens me, one hundred percent because I need to see a motivated Anthony Davis going into next season. Anthony Davis is the key to the Lakers having any type of success come playoff time or even us making the playoffs at all. LeBron's going to be LeBron. I never have to worry about LeBron and his work ethic and whether he's going to play good or not. Anthony Davis has gotten to the point where I have to worry about that, unfortunately. And for him to not be working diligently to avoid any issues is very, very disheartening, like I said. Now, for my other This Week in the NBA, LeBron James becomes the first active athlete as to become a billionaire. This dude's not only the greatest basketball player to ever grace a basketball court, but he also is a genius when it comes to investments. We see when he invested in Blaze Pizza. It is now a multi-million dollar co- uh, company. We see where now he has a, a, a my uh, excuse me he has a small stake in Liverpool that was worth two million at the time it's now worth forty million, and the biggest right. of all beats by Dre where he became a minority uh, investor excuse me, and uh, excuse me a, a a silent investor, and it's gotten to the point where before taxes he made seven hundred million seven hundred million dollars when they sold to Apple, he's a genius when it comes to to basketball he's a genius off the court with his investments. Shout out to LeBron James. I think um, him and MJ are the only two billionaire athletes. Yeah, but LeBron's the first Tiger, active. Tiger ever. Woods actually just became the second athlete to become a billionaire. Active, excuse me. So now three, they all black. Shout out, man. <laughs> Yo, that's facts. What's up? That's facts, man. You know, LeBron awesome. also is trying to uh, be an owner of an NBA team. Vegas. He will. He says that. That's exactly what he Hell said. Yeah. He said he wants to own in He's Vegas. He's also been uh, doing a lot of Golden State, Steph Curry, Handle wagon. You know what's funny lately. He you know what's funny you say about yeah. that. He wants to own a team in Vegas. He actually says that his worst purchase by far was buying a house in Las Vegas. Yeah. So it makes sense that you know why? Why so? Why is it his worst purchase? Because he's never there. Oh, he just bought, <laughs> he's very cheap. I heard. He was young. It was summer league. His he was like, "Yo, fire. I want to buy a house in Las Vegas." 
He says that he's, he's maybe been in that house twice, he's three times. He's very cheap, his friends say. Like D-Wade, Kevin Love. I remember that interview with Rachel Nichols. Cheap. Smart man, though. Frugal. Yeah, it's a very smart man. Um, His cribs fire. LeBron's? OD. OD. Shout out to Bronny, though. Hell yeah. Shout out to Bron. Um, he wants to play for the Warriors, so don't slide over here. <laughs> he he won another ring. He Maybe he could trade Clay and Wiggins. Not Wiggins, but I'll trade. I'll what? give you guys Clay. Stop it, bro. You, you give up that. You give up LeBron anyone that's you, not Curry. I'll give you Clay Wiseman, and you can take Moody. Kaminga. No. <laughs> Two picks. <laughs> no. <laughs> Two picks. That's valid. For LeBron. That's where I'm from. He's 38. Come on. <laughs> I want Clay, Wiggins, and Kaminga. Hell no. You're losing the hell. You, I'm not giving you them two. Nah, kills. Clay Wiggins and Kaminga is crazy. Wiggins and Kaminga? Nah. nah. He just jump started their rebuild. Yeah, right, nah, right. for LeBron, yeah, I guess I would do who's it. Who's going to guard? Right, no, no, no. It's, it's LeBron's 38, though. Yeah, who's going to guard now? Now Le- we got LeBron. Garden freaking. Bro, if you Draymond, would do it if LeBron was 32. Duh. Yeah, but now it's LeBron 38. Oh, yeah. bro, we're talking what, LeBron. The yeah, no, it. duh. Yes. Of course they would. I don't know. We'll give you guys Clay Moody. No, Clay Wiseman and Moody, you give us AD. Decline. Stupid. Um, my this week in the NBA, I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. Steph Curry has walked into elite company while mm-hmm. dominating this Boston Celtics defense. Uh, there have been three active players averaging 30 points per game, 150, 45 shooting in a final series. The greatest player ever, Michael Jordan in 1991, obviously. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest scorers in NBA history, Kevin Durant in 2017 with Steph Curry. And um, the only 30-year-old on this list, Steph Curry at 34 years old, is doing it against the best defense in the NBA. So um, this is just another thing to show that he's been completely dominating Mr. Depoy and all his comrades. <laughs> he hasn't this, been dominating Marcus Smart. Stop it. Just let me have this moment. All right. He's been dominating Mr. Depoy and all his comrades. And um, 2-2, we're going to win game five. So my this week in the NBA is 31 years ago to this very day. Michael Jordan won his first championship oh, in 1990 uh, against the Showtime Lakers. Oh. Michael Jordan in that series averaged 31 points, seven rebounds, and an astonishing 11.4 assists per game with three steals. My God. And you didn't know that? No, you didn't. 11 casual. assists? I didn't know 11. the average. I knew yeah, in his debut that. he had, yeah, what was it, 12 assists? <laughs> this guy. Uh, with three steals and two blocks a game. Um, I highlight that because that is that jump-started the greatest dynasty in NBA history right now. He won three, three in a row there, retired in the middle of his prime, came back and won another three. But that championship against that juggernaut of a team, a lot of people try to underrate that team and say all these things. Showtime Lakers were still a good team, though. It wasn't that good. How wasn't it good? It was James Worthy. It was Magic Johnson. That's it. That's all I need to hear. James Worthy, Magic Johnson. That's great enough. They were they were old. They were old. Did you see what they did to the Western Conference? But did you see what they did to the Western Conference? This is 91. James Worthy, what? They James Worthy and MJ are the same age, right? Yo, Riff, if I'm not mistaken... Magic Johnson, though, we're Riff, talking Riff, about. Two years old. Riff, Listen, how, I'm, not, I'm not belittling that Riff, Chicago Bulls were a way better team. How far we moved were the Lakers from winning a championship after that, uh, before that appearance against the Bulls? Look that up for me. Because if it was the year... They won a chip coming off a year before, that's valid. The, they lost in the WCF the year before that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was literally the year before. He's just hating because we would I'm not hating. not hating. What are you searching up right now? I'm the last time the Lakers no, won a championship the before that appearance. Mm. Before this one? Yeah, when's the last time they won a chip? Probably, what was it, 88? Okay. 89? And how old was Magic? I got it right here. So they they lost. Oh, wow. They lost. So they lost in the finals in 91. And then the year before that, they lost in the West. The year before that, they lost in the finals. Yeah, Magic was 31. Yeah, so they were two years nah. removed from that. Yeah. Yeah, he, and what was Magic Johnson's statistics? You'll put your, your mouth close on the mic. 
He was he was 31 years old. He averaged on 43% from the field. Uh-huh. Um, what do you average? <laughs> Should be right there. 18. 18, how many? It says 12? Yeah, 12. Are you guys ready? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was For nine, your, it was 19 and 13 that yes. year. 19 points and 13 assists. was at 21. Perkins was at 14. Byron Scott was at 14. MJ happened. Evoc was at 11. MJ happened. He had a good team. So that jump started one of the, probably to this day, the best dynasty in NBA history. So are you guys ready yeah. for this week? seven this week's in the NBA? Or? Be, no, I actually just don't have Miles any. I just really? have would you rather. I'm stunned. All right. Oh, yeah. Mr. I don't, Mr. Showoff doesn't have it. So, no, Miles Bridges was enough for me. Yep. You're going to put enough for me. elite defender agenda hey. now. Yep. It was enough for me. <laughs> you said it. Are times. you guys ready for this? Would you rather this week? Oh, would yes. you rather this week? Funny. Okay, this is going to be a good one because this is a player who's currently getting a lot of backlash. Sure, guy. He's getting a lot of pushback. He's he's currently been on a uh, big tour in terms of uh, the hype surrounding him by via Colin Coward calling him the 16th best player in the last 20 years. I, listen, he I respect, you know, the, the the slander towards Colin because that was an egregious statement, but we can't pretend like you haven't been Draymond Green supporter. Not top all, 20 all time. I'm not saying that, years. but you've been a, a strong advocate of real, Draymond Green. Real quick. I love Draymond. Real quick for you. Was he over Tracy McGrady in that list? He should be. He probably was. He was over James Harden. Should he not be? Over James Harden? No, Tracy. Pete Tracy's way better than he ever was in his life. But anyways, go, I go on with was, it. I thought he was going off accomplishments. That's why I was like, I think, he's yeah. going out player, bro. Go ahead. Well, well, I don't. I think maybe the list might have been accomplishments. Oh, if it's accomplishments, all right. But if it's well, players, player, I don't think team never. He was over. He was over. No, James but he's Harden. over. He's over. He was Draymond. over Tim Duncan. I think too. he's over. Was he over Dirk? Uh, I. He's over Tim sure. We had to look he's at definitely that. Definitely over Dirk. We had to look at that. If he was over Tim Duncan, Colin Coward should not be talking basketball. Regardless, I think it was one of those things, but. Okay, would you rather Draymond Green edition? Better get hot. First name <laughs> up, Carl Anthony Towns. Cat, cat, cat. Clears. Woody Gobert. Oof. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Dre. PJ Tucker. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Damn. 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 If Draymond could shoot a little bit, bro, this wouldn't even be a conversation. It really shouldn't be. A I'm sorry. All right, fine, fine, PJ fine. Misses Draymond, Green. Draymond Green. Draymond Green. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. Draymond Green. Julius Randle. One second. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Come on, bro. After. Let him go through the No, list. but we can still have discussions. Like, we, we'll still chop, chop it up regardless of... Like this yeah. is still getting posted, bro. Mark, why? How is he better? They're both defensive guys. I think Draymond's better. But shooting offensive output, off, shooting, Marcus is smart killed. playmaking. Draymond pretty clear. Smart got better at pretty playmaking. Clear. Out there. No, I agree. But I think Draymond's still a clear better playmaker than uh, Smart. Draymond's like the uh, engine for a, a, a really great offense. But we're we're seeing Draymond defense. get played. But we're talking about game. at this very moment right now. I'm taking. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna let a, a series. Diminish what I think of. Draymond. I don't disagree. Draymond and, 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 and Draymond is the anchor for that defense. Smart is the anchor also, but Robert Williams is because if, Dray- right if Draymond was real, and I'm not saying that that Marcus Smart could have done this either, but I'm just saying if Draymond really was the player that he he is so, sought to be the year last year, the Warriors would not have been as bad as they were. They were the top. They were top five defense in the league with Kelly Oubre. And they didn't and make the playoffs. They lost. That's fair. That has nothing to do with defense, though. 
I understand, but your impact can still lead to. I, I seriously games doubt if you put playoffs. smart in and take. Draymond That's what I said. Out. That's what I said. I don't, I don't necessarily I don't. mean this, but I'm just saying like Draymond Green's impact defensively is is great, but we're seeing that his offense be such an issue that he ha- he he gets. I mean, smart has lapses too, though. When but, he shoots the ball more, you lose. What are you talking about? No, yeah, when, when, when smart shoots, shoots more than Tatum yeah. and Brown, they almost always. No, when lose. Starts, smart shoots a certain amount of field goal. Yeah. Goals, you guys lose. I mean, they just had. When he shoots less, you win. The, the trio had twenty points each, and no, I understand, but it's, it's like one of the best outputs of a trio that shows in NBA Finals history. Like it's not like smart. I, I think this Marcus Smart this year was kind of. Uh, he was really good. He was, he was yeah. No, he was really good. I agree. But All right. So you saying Draymond? Yeah, I got Draymond. Right. Draymond got hurt. That's what really happened. People forgot. I'm not disagreeing. Julius no, Randle. I can't use that excuse. No, you, you definitely. Julius Randle. We'll go Draymond. Oh, Draymond. Green. Draymond. Wendell Carter Jr. I'm not answering that. Draymond Green. That's crazy. I got Draymond. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. I would go Ben Simmons as well. Ben Simmons, bro. Ben. I don't even like Ben, too. Yeah, ben. I'm going Draymond. Were you guys serious? Why would you go Ben Simmons? Better playmaker, better rebounder. They're all about this. They're, about They're the all same. the same tier. They That's the hilarious shoot. part. Ben Simmons has more talent, but Draymond Green's intangibles clear. I'm taking a guy with the intangibles in this. You in know this what? Thing. Fair. I'm going Draymond. You're right. I would, I'm flipping I'm Draymond, 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 Draymond. John Collins. Draymond. Better player. Draymond. I think Draymond's better. I was thinking about mid-Collins. I like John Collins' game. I know you do. I like him. Uh, I I'll, go, I'll go Draymond. Lonzo Ball. I'm taking Lonzo. If I didn't... Draymond. I would rather... Who would you rather? I would rather Lonzo Ball. It is who would you rather... That's pretty tough, bro. I don't know. That's a tough one. I'm not going to lie. Lonzo can stroke it. He can, bro. Stroke His shot thing, is boy. crazy. He, he can go bananas. He like, can, bro. Um, His on ball is crazy. Dre's intangibles, though. His, his, he's too smart. I got Dre. I got Draymond Green, too. Jaron Jackson Jr.? He didn't foul too damn I was going to say, bro, he's too, he's too he's aggressive. Too undisciplined. Yeah, Dre. I agree. I'll go Dre. Dre. We're going to get cooked on TikTok. OG Ananobi. Dre, bro. Dre. I Dre like OG a lot, bro. I'm going to go OG. Dre all day. I would rather OG. Would you rather? Would you rather? Mm. Dre. OG tough. What about Bruce Brown? <laughs> nah, I got to say Dre Green. I would go Dre Green. But it's close. You are close. Idiot. Let me finish. Let me rephrase that. Let me phrase that so this can get properly edited. Mm-hmm. It is closer than people might think because Draymond is almost unplayable offensively. You watch at, at least. Yo, I, never see, mind. We're going based off this past season. Draymond, excuse me, Bruce Brown at least can hit jumpers. Draymond's jump shot and gets he is worse a every good, year, bro. He's a good playmaker, not nothing more than that. Decent playmaker, and he can rebound pretty well. Oh, okay. Bruce Brown. Yeah, Draymond Green's a way better playmaker, a way better rebounder. Aaron I, Gordon. I will go Draymond. Draymond. All right, now let's throw in some bonus questions for this. Well, actually, a couple more. Because I have a lot of comments on my Twitter right now about names that they want us to mention. Okay. Uh, Tobias Harris. Midi. So Dray- make this snap. Draymond. 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 Miles Turner. Draymond. Draymond. Oof. Uh, make this snappy. Dray- Draymond. Clint Capella. Draymond. 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 DeMontis Sabonis. Draymond. Draymond. Draymond Green. Uh, DeAndre Ayan. Draymond. 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 Pascal Siakam. Pascal, Pascal. Siakam. 
going to violate us. I bet you that was a There's nothing to get violated for. Pascal Siakam nah, was 13 on the NBA. Kayvon Looney. Okay, now bonus questions. This is a prime one now. Okay. So oh, yeah, prime J- Draymond Green. Okay. So 2016. So Draymond Green's be 2014, best. 2017, Draymond. Okay. Yeah. So Draymond Green at his best, him or Dennis Rodman? Dennis Draymond Rodman. Green. Dennis Rodman. Green. Taking Rodman. Him or Powell Gasol? Ooh. Powell. I would go Powell. Powell. That's a nasty one. I got uh, Powell. Powell. That's a it's close. Because now I have a question: Is is Draymond Green filling Powell's shoes? Twenty two thousand ten. No. Is no. Powell no. filling Dre's shoes? Shut up. Yeah, he could. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't believe that. We're talking prime Powell. We're talking about peak Draymond defensively. Powell ain't filling that. Yeah, it's but Kobe defensively, Kobe I don't need another score. Uh, no, that's why I said they, they're, they're both. Yeah, KG would have locked up Dre. That's what he needs. That's what we went up against in the finals. No, I agree. Yo, do the Blake Griffin one, bro. Please, prime Blake Griffin. Or prime or, or apply, prime, prime Draymond, prime Blake Griffin, prime Draymond. I'm taking what? Blake, prime Draymond, Blake. what Blake, bro, prime Draymond, bro, that's Blake. Right. No, no, explain it, Blake. <laughs> what is there? To explain, explain it. What, what is he better at? Defense. <laughs> okay, <laughs> offensively, it's not even a question. Blake well, for clears. one, whenever Draymond played Blake, he locked his ass. No up. bad. Like that was his. That was his foot. Like that's like the Lebronto. That's how Draymond looked at Blake. Like he locked him up every time they played. It was never we're talking like as a every bu- time. So all right, fine. We're saying one on one matchup, or we're taking one I mean, player as they in the are. Game. Draymond impacts the game defensively. He impacts the game as a playmaker. His intangibles are there. He's Blake smart. Griffin's he's a usually, very good passer too. He is, but he's, on his Draymond is the smartest on the court every time he plays outside of LeBron and maybe Chris Paul. Like I don't. So defensively, it's clear Draymond's better. Clear. Offensively, offensively it's not Griffin, even bro. a question. Scoring, it's not a question. It's really not a question. At Scoring all. is not a question. It's not. You have that. No, offensively, no, it's not scoring, a question. No, offensively. Scoring. Blake Griffin has seven. I just want to throw this out there. Blake Griffin has seven elite seasons. Just throwing that Is out Draymond there. ever going to finish top three in MVP voting ever in his life? Blake's done that? Yes. Yeah. When? If you, I, I want to say it was the That's year such that... such a fraudulent year. What do you Joe mean? Joe Kim Noah was the most fraudulent that, year. Though. That was pretty fraudulent. What did he finish? Top five? What do you yeah. think? Prom Joe Kim Noah or Prom Draymond Green? I would that's, go, a, I would, that's a that's a good comparison. I would go Draymond. Yeah, I'll go Draymond. I mean, I you guys are just going heavy offense. I'm yeah. just going how about defense. how about prime Aldridge? Or I mean, prime Draymond. Prime we had Lamarcus. I would go prime Lamarcus Aldridge. Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, I think so too. Marcus Aldridge was nasty. You know what? That's actually a really good one. Prime Aldridge was. But this was is nasty. a would you rather? So would you rather would Draymond at his best or Charles Barkley? Charles Barkley, bro. He's an MVP. Barkley. Come on. <laughs> MVP, bro. People think it's a debate. Nah, they're wild. Who's debating that? They're wilding, bro. A lot of people. Are you debating that? <laughs> um, they ain't do their you can research, make bro. A case for it for who? For Draymond over? Get the. I don't think. I think it's impossible. It's not to even do close, that. bro. Actually, that is pretty hard to wrap. I'm actually getting a headache trying to make. No, a I'm case. mad. Now I'm keep it. I think in terms of like it fit and prime, team fit. Marcus yep. Soldiers or Prime Blake. That was a. I asked that the other day. I wow, had so many great answers. question, Aldridge. I tell you what, I, I take Aldridge because he's a better jump shooter. Aldridge is a more polished player. I agree, definitely better offensively and better defensively too. He's a cone now, but he, before he yeah. was. Blake can't guard, bro. That's what's killing me. But Blake cool, though. Blake nice. I like Blake. Blake's, Blake was nice. He so was you thought exciting. that you thought there was a point in time Draymond was better than Blake? More impactful, yes. But was he better? Because we had that argument about Cat. You said he's more impactful than Cat, but he's not better than Cat. Same thing. Yeah. You think So you think Blake was better, but he, Dre was more yeah, impactful? Blake is a better basketball. I like impact sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why would anybody take the better player in certain situations over the more impactful player. I just, I don't know. I just, Draymond Green's tied to really just one team. I don't know how he would be on any other team, but I think that, I mean, I think a person who can play for more teams and do more is the better player. Well, That's what I think. To be fair, though, Blake's success is only 
like success is tied around one team. Success. The word success. Wait, success Detroit as a player? Was not a success. No, they, so as a, no, ask you. Russell he had an all NBA season Russell in Detroit. Westbrook. Just saying. He averaged 24, 10, and 5. That was a successful season. No, I'm talking about success in terms of winning. Individually. In terms of winning. Oh, okay. Can I ask you? Because you're saying you'll take the better player over the. No, excuse Sometimes me, you'll take the more take impactful. The impact so, Russell Westbrook and Caruso. Westbrook's the better ball player. Would you rather Caruso because he's more what, impactful? What the hell are you saying to me? <laughs> I'm asking that question. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. talk, okay, let me rephrase it. So just to put more, in terms of all-star versus all-star, sometimes I would ah, okay. prefer okay. impact right. over talent. All Not right. in terms of role player versus damn But right superstar. now you take Caruso over Russ. That's what yeah, I'm, I'm talking about right now. Oh, right now I would take Caruso over Russ because Russ ain't what he is. Okay. Russ LA is very That's stinky. exactly what I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Caruso, Caruso easily, undoubtedly. Okay. Over Russ. You would too. Right now, yes, I, I miss Caruso every single day of every, I know. like it's not is a weird thing to miss. But I guess. are you kidding me? You, you saw it firsthand how great he is. Missing Caruso is just crazy to me. Why? I don't know. Just you know, people it's, miss like Harden. You, people miss you, like Kyrie. Listen, you as Curry. a Bulls fan, you miss Caruso. You miss Caruso when weird. he was out. I mean, but not you miss him every day. I don't know, bro. I mean, <laughs> that's I'm what using I'm saying. Hyperbole is that okay? You, you wasn't. I know you. You wasn't. You were serious. I'm being exaggerated. Probably wake up, look at the Lakers. Damn, <laughs> I look like, at a picture yeah, of that. Like, I miss Caruso I dearly. Like, I understand. You really probably do that. <laughs> I, I get it. You know what I'm fair saying? enough. Fair enough. On to the next topic. Because the Warriors made the finals without Kevin Durant, it is now a growing discussion about how Kevin Durant probably wasn't needed during the Warriors. Uh, run that they made with Kevin Durant. But CJ McCollum said this on first take. He said there's no debate about who was the best player on that team. We know it was Kevin Durant. Steph knows it was Kevin Durant. Draymond, deep down, he knows it was Kevin Durant as well. I've been seeing a lot of propaganda retweeted out by JC on his Twitter about how Kevin Durant is more valuable than maybe you would give him credit for. So JC, I want you to start this off. Uh, do you do you agree with CJ saying that everyone knows KD was the best why player? You point me out? Yeah, I, I I absolutely agree, and I know that he agrees with him too. It's just going to be hard for him to admit it. You don't agree? I don't agree that Look, Steph so, thinks KD is the best. I think when you're at no, that top he's of talking about us, like everybody, like the the the, the, the people. Nah, watch he said it. that he CJ said everybody. Steph knows. Yes. Yeah, even oh, yeah. asked if you agree with that. I don't agree that Steph believes. Oh, Steph knew. No, I don't think. I think Actually, Steph nah, believes I mean, he's the best on the team. Nah, I don't know about that. I think when you're Kevin at the Durant, top of your game like that, Kevin you Durant think you're the best player. In the Kevin Durant outperformed him in both I feel finals, like, like really I feel, bad. Go ahead, JC. Though, yeah, but so I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say yes. Uh, <clears throat> Kevin Durant in his first playoff run with the Golden State when they went uh, 16 and one, he averaged 20 and a half points per game on 55. 44 shooting splits, and then in the finals, he upped it to 35 points per game, eight rebounds, five assists on 55% from the field and 48% from the three. He was absolutely the best player in that series. He hit one of the, I believe it was game three or game two. He game hit three, back-to-back back years. Back-to-back years. He, he hit three, a back huge back shot, years. and I think Steph Curry came out flat that game as well, and Klay Thompson, if I'm not mistaken, back-to-back years. He he won them that game single-handedly. And I mean, like you guys heard the statistics: thirty-five, eight, and five on fifty-five to forty-eight percent splits is absolutely unreal. I think there's no doubt that Kevin Durant was the best player. And defensively, that's when Kevin Durant started to up his defensive side of his game when he had less of a scoring responsibility, like he did in OKC. He could hone in more on the defensive side of the ball, at, and we saw how elite he was on that side of the ball. And then, and in twenty eighteen, the next year, and in, in the playoff runs, twenty-nine, eight, and five on forty-nine. 35% from the three uh, uh, splits as well. Uh, really good that entire postseason. Defensively, again, Kevin Durant was, I believe that year, Kevin Durant, I don't, I, there was a point in time where Kevin Durant was 
leading the defensive player of the year race. Obviously, it didn't last long enough, but he finished that season with, I believe, 1.8 blocks per game, which is a career high. Then he went into the finals, averaged 29, 11, and 7 on 53% from the field and 42% from the, uh, from, from the three-point line on five and a half attempts. Again, outperformed LeBron James and I believe it was Klay Thompson and Steph Curry. They had one of the worst shooting nights of their entire career. Again, he hit the same shot from the same side a little deeper in LeBron's face and iced them. And basically, I mean, we knew that series was already won because the Warriors team was just, they were just completely outclassing the Cavaliers team who I thought had absolutely no shot other than maybe the game one performance that LeBron had and the team choked away. But other than that, I mean, I think Kevin Durant was the best player in both finals. In the playoff run, we can say they were even, but when it mattered most, Kevin Durant showed up on the big stage on both sides of the ball and hit two of the clutches shots as we've seen in the finals in, in quite some time. So I'm going to say, yes, Kevin Durant was 100% the best player. And he got finals MVP, those, both those finals as well. So that adds to my no, point. No, bro, I'm going to defer. I'm going to defer because no, you're wanna, Steph Curry go, guy. I want to go next. Yeah? Uh, All right, bro. Well, listen. Yes, Kevin Durant was the best player on the Golden State Warriors. Offensively, we haven't seen a player as dynamic as Steph Curry, uh, excuse me, as, as Kevin Durant, maybe in our lives. The fact that he's seven feet tall, they say he's 6'10". He's seven feet tall. And the ability to dribble the way that he does, the speed that he has underneath him, his ability to to work in the post, get to the bucket, be as efficient as he is from three. His impact for the Golden State Warriors, you could say that, that Steph Curry might have had the defense gravitate more towards him because of his three-point shot. And you want to... You'd rather give up KD's mid-range game as opposed to Steph Curry's three-point shot, for sure. But there's no doubt in my mind that that KD is more unguardable than Steph is. And that's not rude to say. Listen, let me just throw this disclaimer out. Steph is the greatest shooter in NBA history. He is an all-world scorer. He's one of the best scorers in NBA history as well. But he's not Kevin Durant at scoring the basketball. And I say that respectfully. And, and I'm not even a KD fan. I'm just speaking truths. Kevin Durant came to the Warriors, and Steph Curry deferred to Kevin Durant down the stretch. He knew, come, come that time, it's KD time. Steph Curry acknowledged that, which is why what CJ is saying is facts. Curry was great when, when KD was there. That, I'm not taking anything away from how great Curry was during KD's time in Golden State. Not at all. But they knew when it was that time... Get the ball in Katie's hands. Absolutely. No, no, oh, there's done? no debate it. about it, bro. Um, so you you touched up on it a little bit, you know, before the finals. Playoff runs. Then the playoff I, runs. I included that. Kevin Durant, 2016-2017, averaged 29-8-4. Steph averaged 28-6-7. The year after that, um, Kevin Durant averaged 29-8-5. Steph averaged 26-7-6. So in, in, the, like, in the totality of the it's run, pretty close. they were close you know they're one of they were top five players on the planet at the same time so it was it was great they both benefited from each other of course they both want to chip I think I don't I don't think like I said before though we were talking about it a little bit I don't think Steph Curry believed that because I think when you're at the top of your game like that I think you believe that you're the best player in the league when you like I like Kevin Durant Steph Curry LeBron of course now I feel like you know even back in the day Charles Barkley I think he said it one time he was like I believe I'm the best player in the league. Like I think when you're at the top of your game it's at that level, Jordan. that's yeah, what he said. I, he said I thought I was the best until I faced yeah, him. That's what I said. Like so, it's like I feel like people at that certain level just feel like they're the best, and I don't think like CJ can say that. 
I don't think Steph believed that. Maybe Draymond, he has his own mind, so I don't, I'm not going to touch on Draymond. He kind of be on CJ Steph played him in the bit. playoffs, right? CJ hasn't. He's played them before Kevin Durant, after Kevin Durant, with Kevin Durant. So it's like, but I don't think Steph ever believed that. Do I think Kevin Durant was the best player on the team? Yeah, Kevin Durant was the best player. Did he defer? Did Steph defer to Kevin Durant? Of course. But did Kevin Durant ask Steph? Like, he needed Steph's approval for the team? Absolutely. <laughs> Draymond Green talked about it when he was in the Hampton. Kevin Durant wanted Steph's approval to get on the team. Kevin Durant wanted Steph's approval. Draymond Green said it. If it, if Steph said no, that's how it's going to be. Kevin Durant wasn't going to join this team. So I think <laughs> like that's just to, to say, you know, Kev, did Steph defer to Kevin Durant? Of course. Kevin Durant, is he the best ISO scorer maybe in NBA history? Yeah. Of course. Is he more unguardable than Steph? As that's a topic for another day. I don't know. They're both pretty unguardable. Defensively. From the way, from the way I look at it. at his peak Defensively, well. it's easy to be at your peak when you don't have to do much on offense. No, I, I no cap. That, no it's, cap because it's, really it's evident be, in Brooklyn. It's really easy to be yeah. at your peak. But um, in terms of the Kevin Durant versus Steph Curry thing, we just obviously we just see who's really a leader and who's not, in my opinion. I think we see when these two guys are on separate teams, Steph Curry is the engine that runs his team. Steph Curry is the guy that wills his teammates. He may not be the loudest guy like Draymond. He may not be the guy who talks on the court like P.J. Tucker, but he's that guy in the locker room that wills his team mm -hmm. and he lifts his teammates up. Kevin Durant is just not that type of guy. He's, he's a guy that's going to go out there. He's going to get his 40. You know he's going to give you 120% every night. But I don't think he's that type of guy that's going to will his teammates like Steph does. Steph does it in a in a soft, methodical way. Has he been willing his teammates this finals, in your opinion? Yes. Really? Think, Even though I they've think, been struggling? I think a thousand percent he's been willing his teammates. Even though they've been struggling, I think he's put that confidence in Jordan Poole. He's put that confidence in Clay coming off for two years. He's put that confidence in Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins most of the So I think even Looney, he's put that confidence in him. So I think like... People can say all they want. Was he the best player on the championship teams? Yeah, they they allowed him to be that. They wanted him to be that. But when you separate the two and you put them on their respective teams, Steph Curry has cleared Kevin Durant in the in the in the past at their peak. Steph Curry has made the finals. He's won the finals. He's been a unanimous MVP. He's been a back to back MVP. Now he's back in the finals. I don't think Kevin Durant is respectfully. He played amazing against the Bucks. He has not done anything since since that whole. Stint with Steph Curry. Steph Curry's back in the finals. So I don't think, in terms of together... He did go to the finals before linking up with Steph, though. Yeah, he did. 2012. 2012. Lost, lost in five. Yeah. Steph Curry did back-to-back. -back. It's like, it's... it's. I, I, and I respect Kevin Durant as a basketball player. I think he's one of the 15 greatest players in NBA history. But we have we really have to sit here and make it understand, like, peak for peak, when they're both on their separate teams, I think there's a certain level... That Kevin that Kevin Durant is at, but I think Steph is a little bit above that. So Steph's peak's higher than Kevin Durant's. Yes. Ooh, I think so. Just a little bit though. Okay. Nothing, nothing okay. insane. Like it ain't, all right. It ain't like. Would you? Would you I don't. Be, I don't overly disagree. I think it's. Right. Would you be it's looking at statement. Kevin Durant in a different light? Let's just say, had he won the championship last year? No doubt. Of course. Why would that matter though? No, no, no. because I'm saying that he wasn't now, close. No, but now that I'm saying, he's saying now, now he's no, got a chip was. without Steph Curry. It was close. Now that he has a last chip. year, Kevin Durant was a close. No, I mean, he was he was like a centimeter no, away I'm from saying, going I'm, to the next round. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Hawks, bro. Correct. No, but he didn't beat the Bucks. No, I I don't disagree. But you understand why? No, he was we're a saying, centimeter I said, away. I said, from, I said let's say let's say oh, we're he hypothetical. It's obviously Come not on, a fact, but I just I, no, I, 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 I was hear. confused. I'm that's living why. in the hypothetical. No, hypothetical. No, hypothetically, obviously that did. It's not what happened, and it's never gonna happen. But let's just say he had he won that championship last year, 
Would you be looking at this conversation differently? Would you give Kevin Durant a nod if he had one last even year if, without even, Steph? Even if he didn't win and Steph didn't make it, I would look at this conversation different. The fact that he, that Steph has went got back to the finals, mm-hmm. of course I'm going to look at this conversation yeah. differently because he's already shown he doesn't he. I don't want to say he doesn't he didn't need Kevin Durant. He obviously need him at I mean, that moment. Want to chip without him and anybody but and everybody. And I, I, I hate when people hurt. do this. Everybody wanted Kevin Durant that summer. It was just the Warriors was able to get him. Everybody was trying to get him. Boston, Cleveland was trying to make some room to go get Kevin Durant. Like everybody was trying to get Kevin Durant that summer. It's just that the Warriors got him, and it was easy for them to get him. But the fact that he got back to the finals, you know, I think that's something that shows that Steph Curry, they didn't really need him to be a championship they team. They were already a championship team. Yeah, so it's him. like, I don't want, like, people like to, like, CJ McCollum saying that. He this, didn't lie. He did. He lied in the sense of you can't tell him. You can't go up to a media and say what another man thinks. Thanks. Yeah. It's, that's he's just he, being too. He's being too forward. Yeah, you for your can. Liking. You can say I think Kevin Durant is the best way. Okay, that's fair, CJ. You can say that. You but you also have to understand that you are also the guy that's never beat Steph Curry with or without Kevin Durant. <laughs> so it's like you saying that maybe right right message wrong messenger. But he's I never. Say. He's never been KD either for that matter. Yeah, but he's never been Steph before even teamed up with Katie. Like, it's never been a race. Like, <laughs> actually, when Kevin... Remember when Kevin Durant got hurt and they swept, they swept them? them yeah. Like, yeah. They, like this... You acting like... You, Curry you, averaged 36 that He's never he really... Bonkers. He's never really played Kevin Durant like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's played Steph a lot. I just mean in a sense, like, I didn't think that it was a personal dig at nah, Steph it wasn't, Curry. It wasn't personal. It was just weird. Yeah, fair. It was just weird. But I feel like that's... He was just being very strong with his wording. Why do you think it was weird? Just, like, like I, I, I think it would be weird if I come out and say, like, oh... JC is a better basketball player than Joel. Joel knows it. Joel's teammate Drew knows it. Like that's what, how how do I know what you think? Yeah. Well, you said that you feel like Steph didn't think it because when you're at the peak, you think you're the best. Yeah. But I, at, I agree with that statement. But that's at the fair. same time, is Steph not defer? It Steph, him deferring in the fourth quarters and giving it to KD also signals that. Yeah, he's the guy who does this. <laughs> <laughs> just you, just, wait, so Giannis defers to Middleton. Does he believe different, Middleton's different, the different guy? situation. It's not. Cause, it's cause, really not. Because Middleton not. is nowhere near Giannis. No, but that's my point. Kevin though. Durant that's, and that's, Steph Curry were, literally you know? proving my point. That doesn't, just because you defer Wait, but how does that tie no. in if Middleton is nowhere near I'll him? say it really quick. So are you just automatically giving up the fact that come down the stretch, Curry's not on KD's level? In the fourth? Yes. I don't think Curry, I don't think Kevin Durant and Curry are the same. I think Kevin Durant's a better clutch Correct. player. I agree. I think he's a better I, clutch I agree. player. But I don't think Steph is going out there. Yeah, I got Kevin Durant. That means I just I'm just going to completely defer to him. No, Steph Curry has hit big shots. And he still averaged like a lot of points. Kevin Durant, Steph yeah, Curry. Yeah, in the finals, had, he definitely deferred those two years. He he thousand percent. He didn't really. I don't. And I get deferred, if it was a one bro. game sample size. Two thousand two. Two thousand back to back where he did uh, the game. Two thousand seventeen. Year before and the two thousand seventeen he deferred. 2017, he averaged a damn near triple double. But he just had one bad game. I'm not saying he had a bad game. In 2018, that he had was one no, bad game. No, yeah, I'm not saying he had a bad game. game but he Kevin deferred Durant to KD because he, KD was wilding. And he, yeah, he had 45 that game. Steph, Curry, okay, so this is my thing. We call it deferring, but Steph Curry defers to Clay Thompson too when he's hot. When like when he gets it going, Steph defers to Clay. Steph when has he's de- hot, Steph has deferred to Jordan Poole. That doesn't necessarily. He's just that type. He's of a player. selfless guy. He's a selfless but guy. He's he's defer to Kevin Durant at any time. You don't yeah, have but, to wait for him but, to get hot. But that's, that's, but that's what, what Steph defers when he's when he's like, okay, Kevin Durant. When it's go money on. time, Steph is deferring to Jordan Poole. Hell when he, no. no. But Clay, when he's hot, 
Steph is Game seven in twenty sixteen. Did uh, did Steph Curry defer on that last possession where Kevin Love strapped him? Did he defer on that last possession? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Clay didn't have it going. Steph got no. Steph got. That's what I'm saying. That that's my but, whole point. But, but, when Clay's but, 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 hot, but he games, defers. But, but when it does, game, when he's not hot, Steph Curry's taking that last shot against OKC. When Clay was game hot, six, Steph was deferring in Game Six. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so Steph did have 32 that game. I'm saying Clay was deferring though. Steph was deferring. He was. This whole notion that no, that's one game singular. Just because you defer, that means oh yeah, but. I'm deferring because you're a better player. No, maybe he's just got the. But you do, that's weird, but though. but but then it's weird because you do think Kevin Durant's a better clutch player. So doesn't that just because you're a better clutch? I think Kyrie's a better clutch player than Steph too. Really? Off of it's one pretty, moment? Nah, nah, no, because you know because no, he, he tells me all the time, y'all live on that. What what has Kyrie done no, that's clutch outside of that? No, moment? no, no, every, no, no. Kyrie, I think is a better Kyrie statistically. I think is a better clutch player. And than I'm, Steph listen, Curry. outside um, of let's look at this final specifically. I think Curry's more clutch than Kyrie. Outs- I don't think you think Dame is more clutch than Curry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I think so. Um, outside of Game Four, we hadn't seen Steph Curry hit a hit a shot in a fourth quarter. Outside of this last game, this was the first game we saw Steph Curry <laughs> hit a, a shot in the fourth quarter. That's facts. That's not facts. No, it is. No, it is. Wait, not. wait, time that's out. Not no facts way at all. that could be yes. facts. No, that's absolutely not, facts. not, bro. Dude, I'm telling you, he was literally in he, in Game One. He hit a couple layups. Going back oh, I apologize. Forth. I meant in the. I apologize. Yeah, You're 100 right. In the last five, in like the last five, uh, four yeah. minutes of the game, he has oh, no buckets. I was about to yeah. say it was the first time in game four. I apologize. You're 100 <laughs> right. Good, good. Sorry. I understood what you. Were mm-hmm. saying. Thank you. I understood what you were saying. But in West Conference Finals in 2018, KD led the team in scoring three times. Curry just did it once versus the Rockets. I'm talking about like in terms of all scores. And then in the second round in 2019, when they faced the Rockets again. KD averaged 33 points per game on 46-44 splits. Steph averaged 23 points per game on 40-28 splits. KD was better. Way better. KD was better better when they played the Rockets. KD was definitely better. When they played the Spurs, though, I think Steph was better. So the only issue you have with this statement is that he's saying that Steph knew. That's the only issue. It's not an issue. I just think that's weird. Like, in terms of the Kevin Durant, like, people are going to make this a story probably for the rest of their careers, Steph first and Kevin Durant. Oh, but I just, like, it's, like, people, like, they're close in, in the sense of all-time ranking. They're going to go back and forth for the rest of their clear, career. But one thing we all need to understand is Steph is back in the finals without Kevin Durant. That's true. Kevin Durant just got swept by the same team. Steph got two wins on. That's true. Is Clay the X-Factor? Who? Clay? No, nah, Steph's the X-Factor. <laughs> Uh, right. Fake? How? He I mean, bad. In, but nah, I'm not saying you know. Wrong, you know I'm saying what I will back be and willing, now they're in the finals. But I think everyone should be willing to concede in this. If Steph Curry wins this championship and wins a Finals MVP this year, I think you have to put it to bed. Like I think it's what over. The, that that he needed Kevin Rand and all this other. No, I think it's already to bed. He's in a. Finals. No, but I'm saying if he wins this, it's, it's completely over. Like there's just nothing you can say anymore. I mean, why don't nobody say KD needs Steph and KD has yet to make they it? They definitely say that. I don't that. think anybody ever. I don't, I've definitely. never heard anybody my, say that. That's the whole story around my team. Kyrie needs Braun. KD needs no, Steph. That's no, the whole I've heard, story. I've heard the jokes, but I'm what I'm saying like when people, you started that trend. No, but listen, but listen, <laughs> I've heard the jokes, but I've never heard like like they go up on media and they be like, "Oh, Kevin Durant was the best player." Kevin, keep it a stack. Have you ever heard me say that? More than I'm once, at least. Much. When I say, okay. like, her, I'm not talking Mainstream about... Mainstream media. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking the about... The lame stuff. stuff. And I think that... Because Kevin Durant has just got swept. He hasn't made a, even an Eastern Conference final. But that's because KD made the finals three years prior to Steph Curry making the finals in 2012. So? And he was one Steph of the best players in, in the world at the time. He averaged 30. So it's not like K, KD showed that he can get to the finals as the main guy. No, he doesn't need it. another guy. He's done it there. already. I don't, I don't... He showed that he can get there. That's why people don't... That's why people don't say... That KD needs Steph, but that's weird though because you say that, but yet people still say it with Steph when he actually won a ring and got went back. What well, is the difference? Because there with is Steph, no difference. Yes, the difference is What's, that there was. How is there the difference? difference? Is that people say 
Steph and the Warriors needed KD to be overwhelming favorites to win those championships. And that's that's a fact. No, KD if, definitely if made them If KD had not oh. gone to Golden State, they probably don't win another championship in that span. Wait, but how but I don't I, I don't understand what you're saying. No, he's saying that the addition of Kevin Durant to a 73-win team that was one game short mm. against the Cavaliers, he lost in game seven, adding Kevin Durant to that put them, they were, everybody knew that they were going to win a chip the, the next two but years. I don't, like, I don't, it was a stamp. I don't get the difference. We even, Kevin we, Durant wasn't, Kevin, Kevin Durant got to the finals, Steph showed he can get to the finals, he did it twice. So what's the difference between, oh, KD has shown it, but Steph has shown it twice. No, but KD has gotten to the, the finals before that. So. But I'm saying Steph did it twice. So, so I don't KD get the did difference. It once and yeah, I don't get the like I don't get the difference. I, I think like you're, I think I'm just making it because I, I I really don't understand the difference. If Kevin Durant did it, he did it in 2012. Everybody respects it. They lost. I, think, I honestly I think forgot OKC about that. He was the favorite too, if I'm not mistaken. They I were, but OKC they was were. the favorite. They, they lost the in favorite. five. Yeah. Steph went in 2015 and 2016. He went back to back. So and and on top of that, he beat Kevin Durant. This wasn't. This is not like he actually beat the same dude that just went back. I don't, yeah, so I'm I, not disagreeing. No, yeah, I'm so not I, disagreeing I either. I don't get the logic. It's of it. also I'm not saying y'all made the logic. But, go, of logic, no, but Golden, the, Golden State's team was just better than everyone else's, outside of clearly the Cavaliers. Well, 2015 they came out of nowhere. Agreed. So the 20, 2016 they were dominant. Yeah, they were it, dominant. They're the best regular season team of all that's time. Understand, but that's why it's like like people say, people throw up this hypothetical, right? Oh. They don't get Kevin Durant. They might never win a championship again, right? Okay, that's fair. But I think we can all agree they're probably going to go back, right? Next year, they might go back. To they're where? back now. To the finals. They're back now. Golden State? Yeah, the, the same year. It I doesn't don't... matter. They're back now, though. They're back yeah, now. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, we're, like, it's just weird how this media puts up this whole thing for Steph Curry. Like, oh, they make up all these things. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. It's I don't know. Great. I think I think Kevin Durant deals with more scrutiny, scrutiny than Steph Curry. Steph Curry barely gets scrutinized. By far. He yeah. never gets scrutinized, actually. Because he's been getting scrutinized. Nah, not to love Kevin Durant. The finals MVP I'm, thing is, is in, it's, been, it's been pretty loud. Is that it? That is That's it. Okay. That is it. I feel like Kevin Durant's whole whole career has been scrutinized. Well, Kevin Durant going to, uh, going to State, he did that to himself. No, That's, obviously. He put that on. Well, oh, listen, without him doing I, that, Curry doesn't have two more championships. I don't feel without, that. Without him doing that, KD doesn't have one. I don't you see know. how you tried to. Th- you see, no, you I see, know that. You see the back end. You see the, the KD was free to go to whatever team he wanted in the free in free agency. He I'm didn't have. A, he didn't have be such a different conversation if they had one last how year. How is it so easy for you to say? That's so stupid. If, Steph, bro. if Kevin Durant doesn't go there, Steph doesn't win. But it's oh, Kevin Durant's still going to win a ring if he doesn't go to Golden State. He'll go somewhere else. Like how is it that easy for you to say that? I don't understand that. Well, say he gives any team a chance he goes to a chance to win a championship. He does, does. but Steph Curry give, Steph Curry gives them a chance to go to and win a finals too. Like at that time, at that time, the rumors at that time were. Was him going to team up with John Wall and Bradley Beal in Washington? Is that winning a championship? That's not beating LeBron. Bradley Beal, John Wall, and KD. That could be LeBron. Yes, it can be LeBron. I don't think so personally. It can be. It'd be LeBron. a great series. It would be a really good series. It would be an OD series. I don't know if they'll be in. Nah, no. I don't know. The 2018 team. I think they can beat them though. Okay, that's it. But that's because LeBron's team, team was fast. Yeah, John Wall, Kyrie <laughs> at that time were. Neck and neck at that time. To be honest, no, they at were. that time, at that to time, be honest, they, they were neck they and were. neck. That's, that's why John Wall was at his peak, bro. There that's was, why he was twenty and ten with ten with all great. NBA defense. Yeah, he not, was elite. Listen, not I that never, this is facts by any means. After, so that team could beat LeBron, but Steph can't. What do you mean? Steph lost to LeBron. No, no, because he said he. What he's saying is, if Kevin Durant would have went to Washington. They have a chance to beat LeBron, but Steph Curry wasn't going to win another. I said, I, not true. Oh. I'm saying he's saying Steph Curry wasn't going to win another final. So what you're saying is that the Washington Wizards were, were getting worse though because Harrison Barnes had just signed with the Mavericks. Yeah, because they Kevin Durant. But they lost. They Kevin, lost Harrison because, Barnes because, because Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant so came. Essentially, they weren't going to lose Harrison Barnes. I mean, so that's the team that won 73 Steph, games. If though. Steph can, if Kevin Durant and the Wizards could beat LeBron, Steph Curry definitely 
couldn't be able to beat LeBron. I, I mean, I think he was up three one. I'm not saying he couldn't beat him, but that's I'm saying, saying, but I, but I know I never said that. I never said that yes, once. Yes, no, yes, I did not. Yes, I didn't say it once. Yes, what yes, I'm yes. saying is that Kevin Durant at that time when he was choosing his team free agency, the reason why people were so mad about it was yeah. because he made the league unfair. He could have went to any other team and made uh, them a viable contender, though. I agree, but I, I mean, he goes to Washington. He has to see LeBron. We don't know how that'd go. You know, we can play the hype. It'd be good. He goes fun. to San Antonio with that a, team. That's an unfair had. team. Again. Oh, my God. That'd be Kawhi and Kevin Durant. puts him in a bad light. I still don't like, think he, he would have got as scrutinized as bad as going to San Antonio. Yeah, beat him, but if he goes State. to the East, who's beating the Warriors? They're going back to the finals. Steph's career still goes up, regardless yeah, because honestly, the Rockets weren't competing with them. They were they were the closest one. They, they went didn't to compete seven until six. next year when they got Chris Paul. So that year, 2017, they, they, they would have beat those Warriors teams without KD. 2016, so. how did I they do? So. Come on, bro. No, That's, with Chris Paul or without Chris Paul? I'm talking about 2017. 20, oh, yeah, that would have been. Yeah, that would have been. A, they they could have probably lost. Who? The Warriors would have lost? They I think there's a world Warriors could win two straight. Yeah, there's, there's, there's always a world yeah, with. Yeah. This is the, this is why I get so It would have been fun to see it though. All these Imagine they would have beat him that year, bro. Steph Woo. losing. And every hypothetical, it's Steph's losing. Every hypothetical. But nobody scrutinizes Steph like that, though. That's a fact. Nah, but he's the most pampered superstar of our era. No, he's not. Who's more pampered Dude, than who? him? No, he's not. Who's more pampered than superstar? him? Superstar? I don't think he's pampered. No, okay. he is. I don't think he's pampered. Okay, pampered the wrong word. I don't think he's as scrutinized as everybody else, but I don't think he's pampered. Nah, bro, he gets a binky in a bottle. How? What do you mean? No, I'm not going to lie. Look, I know, like, for. What it's worth, nobody really cares about what he says if you really know about the game of basketball. But Stephen A. Smith literally said the other day, he, he's a main advocate at killing players. He literally said the other day, like, he's like, why don't you scrutinize Steph? He's like, I can't because I like Steph Curry too much. Like, I'm not going to scrutinize because I like him too much. That's literally words that came out of his mouth. So so we're using Stephen A. No, I'm just saying. That's a face of the narrative. face in media right now. Sports media. He's also the one that's been getting cooked for the past three months. Yeah, I mean. Well, they're I, I, I literally, I literally just said that. If you watch basketball, you take what he says serious. Bro, we get cooked all the time in comments. He's been getting cooked for like... Five years by Nick Wright. Yeah, bro, because we he's get at told, the top. Oh, yeah, bro, every every single week we get told that we need I to be know. replaced on the show. Nick Wright's killing Kevin Everyone Durant right now. No, but he's been Nick, Nick Wright tweeting cooked. about Kevin Durant all the time. No, I, so no, I, 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 no this don't is, be doing you're, anything. You're thinking I'm saying this is a back and forth between Kevin and Steph on screwing. No, Shannon Kevin Durant Sharp kills Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant all the time. Skip Bayless kills Steph too. You do know that, right? No, Skip Skip is the only no. one that keeps it honest about keeps it one hundred. Skip about kills Steph. LeBron, bro. He, no, kills, LeBron, LeBron, bro. he kills LeBron, he kills Steph. but he kills he's, Steph. He's Skip destroyed. Skip goes overboard sometimes with Steph, but a lot of stuff he be, he be keeping the hundred. I ain't gonna lie, he actually predicted Steph's career. So like why, he predicted so, Steph to so, be one so, of the, a so, great player. So why is it? So it's a hundred now. You see what you're doing. You see what you're doing. Some of the things, some of the things Skip says is, is facts. I don't know about Listen, that. We, we when it comes exactly. to the fourth quarter, just like we, I, when we I need don't facts, I don't go to Skip Curry. We don't. The mainstream media but coddles. Even, but yeah. even you know what's crazy? Even when you had don't coddle Steph, there's really nothing crazy you guys say because there's really nothing crazy that you can really I mean, say. all you can say is down the stretch, he's not it. Or yeah, the finals MVPs. That's huge. That's my point. You see how you guys want him to. Be scrutinized, but then you've admitted there's no, not much never to, say scrutinize. to be scrutinized. That's not true. We just said he is scrutinized, scrutinized or not. No, I'm but saying. I'm saying like even when we come I don't want to scrutinize everyone. No, I'm just saying we, when I we can come acknowledge up here when someone a, it's isn't. A, it's a topic about we got to diss Steph. Not diss, but like no. Steph played bad. We got to scrutinize him. Not scrutinize, but you know what I'm saying. Like we got to criticize him. They don't go cook him because it's really like not much to really say about it. Honestly, it's really not. Kevin Durant going to. Go to stay out of the team. That's something you really gotta. We gotta dig in deep on that. Like there's stuff other Kyrie. The stuff he there's stuff that other players just do that you really gotta. So dig does, in Steph, on. does Steph get cooked when he missed the playoffs last year? 
Chef got not cooked, but he got he got violated. No, bro, he, he was did top three not. in MVP voting. Yes, he was. You said he deserved it. Now he was I'm talking not, about Ray Hold up, he led the league in scoring. Right? Thirty-two oh points per game. He's about to say facts. Oh my god, he's about to say facts. Let's see, bro. My criteria is different from other people's criteria. Let me finish. Curry finished at the top of MVP voting for me, top three for sure. But that was the bro. Steph Curry finishing as a top three MVP candidate despite being a plan in the plan, is the first time that that's happened in a very long time in the NBA landscape. Yeah, nobody nobody finishes in the top three and is a play-in team or well, outside have, the well, top well, eight. Well, well, first of all, because I understand your your mind is messed up. <laughs> the play that was the first time the play-in happened. But they so, were still the eight seed. So, no, they were. No, it happened no, in the bubble. It happened were. in the bubble. No, no, but listen, this, this is what I'm, this is what I'm about to say. as the eight seed. No, yeah, because the, the first... The reason why what you, player what no, what who's the last player that finished as an eight seed and was a top? No, see, this is what you're this is what you're missing. Russ, Russ was, was the same. Six, no, six, Russ six. was the same seed as Steph. The difference is that was the first time the play-in happened. Steph was a six seed. Pardon me. Steph was a seven seed. Yeah. Westbrook was a six seed. They had this around the same record. The difference is Steph got that was the first and time the play-in. Yeah, the son that hadn't been done in a while. Steph averaged. Steph that was the first time the play-in happened. That's really that's why you can say this is the first time. Yeah, but he finished. But as he AC, still was though. getting cooked in the media. He didn't win the play-in. No, he, he just finished, lost to the Grizzlies. Did, that was finished, a lot in the media though. He finished as the eight seed, lost to the Lakers, and lost to Memphis. No, I agree, but people were still. He just lost to the Grizzlies. He's lost to the Lakers. He just choked. Like people were saying that a lot. So I don't know what you're but saying. But he finished top three in MVP. You voting. just, but you can't say that because you you had him in your top three. No, I can say that no, you because can, you had him this in whole there. thing. So you truly no, believed he no, should have been in there. No, what you mean? <laughs> this whole thing, this whole thing is about how Steph Curry doesn't get screwed on. But he level did get screwed on for losing to the Lakers, athletes. and he got screwed on for losing to Memphis. Well, hold up, and this, playing like this. This, this is this is about how Steph Curry doesn't get scrutinized as much as other top NBA stars. How many games did Steph Curry play last year? You do you have the number by you? I got no, it. I, don't. I got like it. In the Just 60s. go. Give your, give your okay. Tip. Well, Kevin Durant this year, when the Nets were healthy, mm-hmm. had them as the first seed. Right. He got he got hurt. I guarantee that he played around the same amount of games as Steph Curry last year. KD still finished with a spectacular season. He is not even in the top 10 in MVP voting, was he not? Curry played 63 games. Okay. KD played 56 this past year. I believe KD was number nine in MVP race. KD, KD, he was he, KD didn't even, even finish in the top five. Whose season was better? Curry's. Curry season By was far. better. Whose team was better? KD's. No, statistically, well, the, the, Steph Curry off the floor. Statistically, the Warriors were the worst team in fifty nah, years. But when KD was out, the, the well, Nets were. Well, I agree, went, but that's what I'm saying. Like, when, when KD was healthy, the Nets like were the that. first seed, and KD was one of the he was, favorites he, to no, win he MVP. Was the number one MVP so how come he gets hurt? The Nets drop off. He comes back and still plays great, mm-hmm. and nobody gives him that that credit of oh, he should still be in one of the. He should still be at the top of the MVP candidacy. Nobody said that. With Steph, he, he finished in the top three season. That's literally it. So that's you got to use another argument. I'm Steph not gonna lie, before he went out, he's averaging thirty. No, but I'm saying he didn't finish a career high having, assist, like, like he didn't finish having an historic. And Curry, about Curry, fin- Curry finished with thirty two last season. He, like he, Steph was having a historic. Season. KD was at thirty two, believe it or not, or thirty one before he went out. But he KD was having a historic whole... season, but they were also no like there is one thing to acknowledge it, and another no, thing, and another thing for everybody was pushing Steph for MVP last year, bro. It's not like just a me thing. Like everybody, no, everybody. And the media was pushing Steph for MVP over guys like Jokic. But to say everybody honest, was doing it. No, I agree. But to say he just because he doesn't get, um, what's the word? So that no, no so that example, Kevin Dur- like he's not gonna get scrutinized. He does get as scrutinized as, as Giannis. He doesn't, but he still gets Ooh, scrutinized as a basketball. I agree with wait, that wholeheartedly. Wait. Uh, 
He's so right. Giannis? Giannis yes. is getting cooked those first. Not, let's not talk about this season or this when past he got season. killed by Kawhi. Let's go three seasons Giannis ago. Like the the bubble. The bubble, he got ripped. Kawhi, he got ripped. ripped. Really? Yes. And I'm not going to lie, look, they ended up winning, but had he lost to the Brooklyn Nets, he would have got cooked, too. I really don't think he would have got cooked, too. He would have got cooked, too. He did. He would have got cooked, too. He did get cooked. I'm being honest, though. I'm telling you, he did. Bro, they was talking about not making an MVP a regular season award because he lost in a bubble to the Heat. and think about it. Last season, he had basically the exact same stats that he won MVP with. He wasn't even in the top three. Yeah. They had Curry over you him, You didn't right? even think he could ever win a They had Curry either. over they him Curry despite... Was, wait, wait. Who was the top three? It was Jokic, Jokic Giannis, him, and Steph. Embiid. Yeah, Jokic, Jokic Embiid, Steph. Steph. Embiid was in the last year? No, yes. no, wait, this oh, past thought, season? No, no two, seasons past, two, seasons two seasons ago. Two seasons ago. No, Giannis, it was Jokic, Giannis, Giannis and Steph. Steph. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It was Jokic, Embiid, and Steph. It wasn't Giannis. Giannis did not finish I'm almost positive. Check, bro. What was that? Yeah, 2020. 2021, excuse me. Because 2020, he won it. And there was voter fatigue, even though he had the exact. It was Jokic and Bede Curry. That's right, what sweet. the top I three thought I was. was right. I thought I was right. Giannis was fourth, and, and Chris Paul was right fifth. There. But that, okay. but that, it, they had voter fatigue because Damn, playoffs how came many around. Games did he wasn't play? it. He 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 low key didn't get it because he missed two weeks. He played fifty one. Oh, Wasn't James Harden in MV, leading the MVP race too before he got hurt too? Um, he fake was. How many he games, was that one of the top? How many games did Giannis play? Giannis played sixty one. Giannis should have dead been over for MB. sure. LOL. For sure. All right, anyway, he had the that exact same sets. Steph, as 20. No, no, but I'm just I'm saying just, he wasn't in the. Steph M- got cooked for 2016 badly. Like he deserved like, to though. Yeah, but but the, wait, so okay, he deserved this, to this, though. This is my thing though. We 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 get upset about Kevin Durant getting scrutinized, but he some of nobody it, he gets upset. It. Some of it he deserves it. Nobody no, gets deser- upset. No, if you get it. if you get scrutinized nine times out of ten, nobody it. gets nine upset. Times out of 10. Kevin Durant got cooked for for, so, for this past uh, playoff run. But just, they're just still talking about it. Just because you don't get scrutinized like other players, and I say, doesn't mean he's pampered. No, and they say, say he gets less scrutinized. I say not. I agree, but he doesn't get pampered. He gets cooked. I never said pampered. I definitely think he's a special streamer from the media. He only gets no. He just doesn't get cooked. He's a media other guys. He doesn't get cooked because he's more liked than other. Westbrook gets way more cooked than him. I mean, deservedly rightly so, deserved. but but it ties in with like how the media perceives you can't, them. But you can't if you're say somebody not, rightly deserves if you're an to asshole to the media. And now, but if, if you're an asshole to the media, they're not going to mess LeBron, with you because that's obvious. LeBron gets way more scrutiny. Giannis and and, and Steph don't get cooked because they're pe- people in the media like them. Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, LeBron but James, you, a lot of people if, in the media don't you, like them, so you, that opens the door for more but if you, criticism if for you, them. If you rightly deserve to get blamed more than other, you can't be upset at that. Can't be. Just, that doesn't make sense. You can't be upset at the other guy. You deserve it. No, but if you're both superstars and top five players, it should be even. I mean, but anyways, everybody's situation is different. That part is true. I do agree with that uh-huh. part. On to the next topic. Donovan Mitchell, potential destinations for him. Is he where can he go next? Utah, they fired Quinn Snyder. So now it leaves the door open to maybe Donovan Mitchell getting traded mm-hmm. to maybe a, a big time market, maybe like the New York Knicks. You know, we never know. Sleeper, That's always a possibility. Cool. I definitely go tune but in. What do you think? What do you think is a down? Was the downfall of the Jazz all around? And just name me a couple Donovan Mitchell destinations or your favorite one. You want to go first? Yeah, sure. Right. Um, downfall of the Utah Jazz. They don't have any perimeter defense. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's, I think that's pretty simple. I have. You know, one, that's literally the only thing I wrote for them. They're pretty much too. I think they're a little bit too Donovan Mitchell reliant on offense. You know, they don't have a lot of guys. They have they Jordan Clarkson. Bro, I was about to say, your but, boy Jordan Clarkson, you love yeah, him. But, you know, he's a six man at the end of the day. I, but that's your guy. <laughs> that is definitely my guy. But he is a six man. I, you know, it's Tyler Hero. He's and, mid. Um, Agreed. But, you know, perimeter defenses, they don't have anything to help Rudy Gobert in the perimeter. 
spots for Donovan Mitchell, I like Miami. I really do like Miami. I think that's the spot that can definitely, you know, turn Miami into a championship contender if they don't give up too much. I think that's a place that Eric Spolcher can get him back to defending. And they need another scorer. You know, I think that's somebody who can definitely come in and give them something to – that's the best place for me personally that I think he can win. You know, the Knicks is a good spot, but I don't think they're in win-now mode. I think Miami is in win-now mode. You have to save Jimmy Butler's prime. He's getting older, and his game is very reluctant on his athleticism. So I think Donovan Mitchell to Miami seems like the destination if he wants to win. All right, so Riv mentioned the perimeter defense, and that's 100% a fact. That is their downfall because Rudy Gobert was being put in situations where he had to extend beyond the protecting the rim, and it allowed it allowed Dallas and other teams that they've faced in the playoffs previously to have a ridiculous amount of open jump shots because Rudy cannot guard the perimeter. And surrounding Rudy with a bunch of guys that can't guard the perimeter either only led them to giving up a bunch of uncontested three-point shots. The perimeter defense was a huge liability last season and this past season too. Uh, a couple of locations that I can see Dimitch going, 100% the Miami Heat. You mentioned the Knicks. That's fair. Another team that, that is a sleeper that I feel like hasn't been spoken about enough is Dallas. Now, Dallas def- Dallas defensively is a great fit for Donovan Mitchell because there are pieces that he can fall back on that can protect him defensively and offensively. They need an upgrade next to Luka. A potential sign-in trade where you see a Jalen Brunson package with a Dimwitty and some picks for, for Donovan Mitchell. I feel like that's not too far-fetched. And Dallas, Dallas gets better. You get a, a severely better offensive player in Donovan Mitchell, and you can shade him defensively. I feel like that's a great fit. So you're picking Dallas as your dark horse team? Yeah, for sure. I feel like Miami's top. I feel like Dallas needs to enter that conversation. I, I just don't see how they can get down to Mitchell. The only thing that came to my mind is the sign. You, you sign and trade Brunson. You package Dimwitty in that. I don't know Ooh. if Dor- if I, I don't know if I want to put Dorian Finney because that's the defensive part of the, the, the team for the Mavericks they're, that I'm looking forward defender. to. Correct. Um, and you throw in picks. If if I'm Dallas, I understand. Listen, I want to be a contender. I have Luka before he even's entering his prime, and he's already made an All-NBA team three seasons in a row. I need to capitalize while I have this team, and I feel like Mitchell definitely adds their chance of being true contenders. Uh, the platform that, that you guys both laid down sounds really good. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer that I think the best fit for Donovan Mitchell— is Miami. I mean, if we we saw them throughout the playoffs last, even just this past year, pardon me, they went to Game 7 with a Boston Celtics team, played them really well down to the wire. I think if they had a Donovan Mitchell-level scorer who is amazing when it comes to postseason basketball, he is an elite postseason performer, I think that's enough to take him over the top in a series like that and maybe going on in the, in the long run. But uh, where I think it went wrong for Utah, I think obviously the defensive players that you surrounded Rudy Gobert with, but another underrated reason that I think that it didn't work out was I didn't I didn't think that the bond between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert was really that good. I Fair. mean I think they've had problems that I've been reading since I, I think I think the bubble when Rudy Gobert when COVID broke all out. over the mic. Yeah, exactly. I think that their friendship and everything fell off through there. And I heard that even up until this point they're not as close as they used to be. I mean, think about it, they last year when they were what the number one seed, albeit you know they lost to the better team in Kawhi Leonard and all of them, that was their peak season, and I felt like that was the year that they were supposed to win. But I always felt like there was a rift between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. I mean, Joel laid out a stat a couple of months ago that 
Donovan Mitchell didn't pass the ball a lot to Rudy Gobert. Their games didn't fit each other. And, you know, I think when you have a mixture of a failure of a number one seed season, not getting to the Western Conference Finals, coming back next year with the rift between your two superstars and the just the perimeter, the lack thereof, the perimeter defenders for the Utah Jazz, I think that was just a recipe for disaster. Now they lost Quinn Snyder. And I just think now it's time to just blow it up. I don't. I think this team peaked last season. Obviously, you know they lost Donovan Mitchell, twisted his ankle. We could say we could sit here and say injuries, this and that, but at the end of the day, they ended up losing. And I think the best situation for Donovan Mitchell would be the Miami Heat. I think he is a player that can put them over the top. And I think had he been present in the Heat series, because we know the type of player performer he is, alongside with Jimmy Butler playing well, Bam Adebayo, I think that's the type of player that gets them over a series like that and gets them in the finals. The biggest problem is that they don't have any perimeter defenders. They don't have wing players. And I think that they just have a lack of lineup versatility. They play one way and one, one way only with a traditional big man. You would think that this past offseason they would have tried to acquire players that maybe would fit a small ball approach. But they doubled down on the Rudy Gobert traditional approach. And they went and got Hassan Whiteside, who's basically... Offers what Rudy Gobert does, but Walmart at a smaller he's a scale. Poor, he's a poor man's Rudy Gobert. Literally. Extremely poor. It was Rudy before Rudy, man. Very true. <laughs> okay. With Donovan Mitchell, though, I mean, the best destination is the Miami Heat. No doubt. Just because that is a team that can compete for a championship, that's a team that needs his scoring output. But a unrealistic, fun destination I have is the Orlando Magic. I think it's, it's a fun destination. I think the Orlando Magic, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, of course, they're not like in a win-now mode, but... <laughs> What if, what, if the ma- what if the Magic, I, I mean, logic. this is not the greatest draft to have the number one pick. Uh, it's a lot of question marks. You know, what if the Magic say, we'll give you the number one pick, give us Donovan Mitchell. And now you have Suggs, Mitchell, Franz, Wendell Carter, Jonathan Isaac coming back. Like, that's a good, fun, young Jonathan team. Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> he hasn't played well. Well, you're like high t- on Jonathan Isaac. I don't know why you said that. What, what, how, how high am I? No, I feel like he he's said he's a great no, defender. No, no I he feel is, like though. Riv's been very adamant in saying, why are we even mentioning Jonathan Isaac's name anymore? What about you? What have I been saying? I'm just going to let people say what I've been saying and then figure it out from there. No, I know you, for you a fact. You talked about Jonathan Isaac being a breakout candidate when we had the six-man show on. Interesting. Breakout candidate for what? Just be a breakout player. Like, what you mean? Like all star, you talk about he could average like 16, 18 a game. I don't throw numbers out like that. Call them. I don't ever throw numbers out. <laughs> all like right, that. we could go back and nah, run. I'm, I'm very, I'm very confident in you saying like, why do we even mention Jonathan Isaac anymore? You talked about him being a break. You called him a lost cause. I think Look exactly. At that. Three different answers. No, I mean that's exactly. Yeah. You called him a lost cause. That's the same. This guy <laughs> He's trying to catch you. No, I swear that's what you said. I don't throw out. Maybe numbers. you said that as a recently, but you've definitely been high on Jonathan Isaac. No, I've said he's a great defender. But you're hounding him as a player too. Like, what do you? Why do you? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, he's been hurt forever, bro. You don't want me to get the clip, man. Get the clip, man. You last also said Gobert can lock up Jokic. I don't. I, ain't I did say that. that. And I was wrong. That was crazy. That. that was early. In the, that was a minute ago. I know. That was, that was bubble. bubble. That was the bubble. Damn, we've been doing this since the bubble. Yeah, that was the bubble. He was like, I seen Gobert lock you also up said Jokic. Next third seed. Yeah. I said that. We, oh, yeah, we're right. keep doing Come that. on, stop oh, it. Let's stay on topic. Stay on topic. Stay on topic. I said Nets chip. I, I'll be you honest. You know what? Fake. We that was off topic. You mentioning Jokic. Thank you. Dog no, and this Gobert. is a Utah Jazz. I understand, but we're talking about, we were talking about Jonathan Donovan Isaac Mitchell. So we're talking. We're in the realm of elite you know what, He's fair. 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 You mentioned my team. There's a small no, correlation. No, Loki in this in this small small window I think, of correlation. I think, I think saying the Knicks, Knicks and think, Donovan Mitchell do Knicks correlate. Say, I think Nick saying third. No, because I think then you, you me saying Nick's third seed is better than me saying Gobert can lock up. I think they're both equally garbage. They're both garbage because you know 
I went off. You went off topic and brought nah, up a bad take. So I just brought up a bad take to steer with your topic. Like. You also said in that segment that Jokic can't win you a playoff series. I don't remember saying that part. I can't. Or it might have been. It might have been Jokic or Jamal Murray. But either or, Jamal one. Murray did go on and win the playoffs. Series I mean, for them. it was definitely Donovan Jamal. Mitchell. It was Jamal that, Murray. That it was Jamal Murray. Has round. Jokic? I, yeah, he beat the Blazers. Respect to him. Respect. Yeah. Um, he did. Cooked them. Utah was hurt. He didn't beat the Blazers. They lost in seven. No, no. The CJ. next year they beat him in six. I'm talking about last year. Yeah, beat him in six. Talking about the first time in it. To get to Western Conference Finals. Don't let him. Okay. I didn't say that. I said the Jamal thing. I went to like. But you don't like Donovan Mitchell to Orlando. Um. It's fun. He said goofy, fun. So it's it's it is goofy and fun. Who you who's the package? What's the package? You really would give up the top three pick? The no, he pick? said the number one pick for Don. Nah, yeah, that's what that's what you lost. You me. wouldn't get the, you want to give it up for Don and Mitchell? Who would you draft number one? For them, Shet. And question, then you have you to trade, trade Chet for, for Don? Mm-hmm. You have to trade Rudy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you like Don way better, bro. You know you're taking for Don Orlando, over Chet. I don't. Nah, I'm good off that. I thought you were gonna say like something else. I like So Jabari. you think so you think Shet is has a higher ceiling than uh, Donovan Mitchell. I do. Okay. I do. Whoa. Ceiling? If yeah. everything pans out, yeah. I do. You think he'd be a superstar, right? I mean, sh- that's Donovan he's the number one. Number Donovan one cannot be a superstar. Since we mentioned Stephen A. Smith, do you remember when Stephen A. Smith said that Donovan Mitchell Wait, Donovan was already can, better? Never the been best a Utah. Donovan has never been a superstar. Whoa. Even when he elevates in the playoffs at he's, an he all-time plays at a rate, superstar bro, level, he's not bro, a superstar. Last level. year, he was a superstar. No. How do you go from being a number superstar one to not being a superstar? Dude, I don't know. I still think he is. I think he's. Is Donovan Mitchell the top 13 player in the NBA? I think he's on the border of it. He's top 15 for sure. I don't think he's a superstar. If this was another draft, like if this was the Zion draft. Oh, or, no, you don't do it then. Or no, never. LeBron other, James. Or like the Anthony Davis draft. I just think like, LeBron James. I don't know. Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Suggs. But Chet Jabari. Who, you said a pick, first pick, and what else? Cause that's it. Just the first pick for Don. They don't have 30. They have 30 million cap to just. They I should like, have it. I like Jabari. Who's on their team? Isaac is paid. Jabari Fulton Smith. Paid. Wendell. He's dumb. Wendell nice. just got paid, but none of them are like on maxes. They're like on like Bunch of pretty 16s. cheap deals for them. Number one pick outside of Isaac. Nah, I would. I would just gamble on Shet. And what about DeAndre Ayton? What do you? Where do you think he's gonna go? Charlie. So we we mentioned this a little bit in my this week in the NBA last week. I like the Pistons. I like Charlotte, and as a sleeper, Toronto because they really do need I a center. Oh, really they definitely do. I really do. Want and you, to I think last year, last week you mentioned the Nets. That's a huge fact, also. If the if Nets the were Nets to come into play, DeAndre, that would oh, be crazy. That'd be elite. Yeah, the I'm, trade package I have for, I actually have trade packages for each scenario. So if he goes to Toronto, I think it's a sign and trade. Mm-hmm. And I think the Raptors trade OG and Anobi and Precious mm. for DeAndre in. I wouldn't do that. Why not? They I already like have OG. wings. They do. They, they definitely do. Yeah, but their starting lineup is Fred. But it's what does Phoenix do? Javale McGee. So they bring them or back? Precious and then Precious off the bench. Ooh, precious starting is crazy. But Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent, Scotty Barnes, Pascal, Aiden. Yeah, bro. That's in the, a good in the West, team, you boy. can't have Precious starting, man. He's not going to start. for the Pistons, it's a, good five. it's a good five. For the Pistons, the sign and trade would be Kelly Olenek. So Phoenix gets Kelly Olenek and Jeremy Grant. Hmm. So Something else t- got to give. Kelly Olenek, yeah. Jeremy Grant, a first. Their defense is going to be OD. I would just give cool. them Kelly Olenek and Jeremy Grant. I'm oh, not giving them a first for uh-huh. to be honest. It's already good, though, but... That one's cool. And then for the Nets, which is like my super unrealistic one, is KD and Claxton for Aiden, Mikel, and Ken Johnson. We said this Suns? last week. I, I'm out. If I'm the Nets, there's no way I do it. Why does everybody think KD going to the Suns? You're not going to attach Because it. they think that Kyrie's gone, and if Kyrie's gone, KD's gone. That? Why the Suns? I would attach a pick to that. You got to attach at least the best chance to win. Why? You said what? they're expecting KD is going to. Oh, no. If Kevin Durant's on the Suns, it's real lit for them. It's lit for the Warriors. I'll get my future back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worry. 
Embiid is lit for the Warriors. Why is worried about that bald point guard? He's cooked. Who? Who's the bald point guard? Chris Paul. Oh wow. CP zero, bro. CP donut. The second he turned thirty-seven, he lost his skills. Yo, MVP Kenny, what happened to him? He is quiet. Ooh, you. That was my midseason pick. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's a shit ass pick. <laughs> <laughs> Who was yours? Yours was like his DeMar DeRozan, bro. Oh, no. Yes, it was. It was uh, mine was Giannis. I think I picked yours was Luke Kennard. Mine was I don't remember. I, mine. I think I picked the Joker. I don't know. I don't remember. It wasn't freaking Chris. I Paul. know at the start of the season. Embiid, I Durant. Had to be Embiid. Might have been Embiid. You picked Devin Booker. No. I think mine was Durant. I picked Devin Booker over Tatum. That's what I did. Stop being biased. Bold. You picked Dev- you picked Paul George. Nah, he wasn't he wasn't playing. You picked Chris Paul though, like you did. Joel, that. what did I tell you about lying on our names on the show? You know, people care about what you say, man. You think so? When people will believe, believe you. And they will believe you about the shit. Like, it's yo, true. This. It's true, bro. You gotta be mindful of that. Our reputations are on the line, bro. Our fans are smart. They they don't they fact check. So I hope you're right. I think that uh, whatever I say is getting fact checked. I hope people go back to that video of him talking about Jokic versus Gobert, though. That would be unfortunate. <laughs> That's gonna be funny as hell. It's actually it's actually a video of the title of it is called uh, "Mike Malone Should Be Fired." That was coming from me. I did that quote, but within that video, it he damn yo, he's really that. outing you right now. What? He wants people to find out that you said Gobert can. Nah, nah, no, I did. Say nah, nah, like yo, if we're if we're all doing some insane takes, like it insane, this man said Boston wasn't gonna make the playoffs this year. That turned out really bad. We all have our bad that taste. Was you see how he's not admitting I, it though. I my, admitted. I mean, I've admitted that like my episode. I think ago. mine was. I think I said that Giannis will never win a, Mil, a ring in Milwaukee, and that looks really stupid. Now I'm just gonna stay quiet here. <laughs> I'm staying quiet. I'm being. I, said, I, I, I know people are expecting. Yeah. I'm like Giannis is never winning a ring in Milwaukee. People know my bad taste. I've takes. talked That's about. Like I've talked. I've said it a bunch of times on the show about Boston. How I was wrong about Boston. Yeah. At least you admit it, don't you? Yeah. As long as you own up. Yeah, you had a chance, man. You had a chance to be the Boston guy. I'm about to win. Are you? Yeah. I know you're nervous. Never. I know you're nervous. nervous. Think about it like this, and this is how we'll end the show. It's two-two with Steph Curry playing some of the best basketball of his career, and Jason Tatum's playing some of the worst of his career, and the series is two-two. Shit doesn't move me. Really? Doesn't move you? No, that didn't move me. It's two-two, and the best player on your team. No, the best player in the court. Be respectful. The best player in the finals. Pay homage. Fine, Tatum's better. No, I remember when you looked me in my face. You Uh were sitting like that, and you was like, outside of Giannis, I'm taking Tatum over everybody in the league, and I just going forward, yeah. yeah, And I was just like, yo, that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. He's 24 years old. Watching this series, 24 years old. Watching this series, he leads leads the playoffs in points and assists. Yeah, forget Embiid. I'm watching down this. The line, yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's no, that's no. You, you said, no I know, said, I know, yeah. I know, oh, I know. Don't double down because he's two way. You can't, you can't. Mr. Two way. I love that yeah. over Luca. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's that, that's yeah. that's gonna be the conversation. Over Young. That's gonna be actually a great rivalry. He's not one even day. better than a few O heads. It's right not a rivalry. Now. No, I'm saying it's going to be Oh no, no, no. With Jason Taylor, I would love to see that finals. That finals would be lit. He still he could. He could. Luca would cook. He could. Cool. I'm saying Tatum. that I think that that's going to be a great rivalry, Tatum oh, and Luca. Oh, They'll meet in the finals. Ain't, that ain't a Tatum's strapping Luka's at. Luca's going to cook him. Tatum's strapping at. Be honest with you. And who's holding Tatum? Himself. It looks like. It's fucking trash. He leads the playoffs in points. Dorian Smith going to hold. So did Paul George, bro. And Paul George was really good last season. Yeah, that's his guy. That's they're the same guy. Of course. Tatum's highs are like PG highs, and his lows are like PG. No, his. You stole that tweet. I did steal it, and it was really great. Do you know the name? Acknowledge it. I'm gonna send it. All to right, you said his highs. Yeah, his lows are like really nah, like, his highs are 
OD. It's old stink. His, his highs are crazy, bro. His, yeah. How many 50? He has like four 50 balls in a 60-point game. Like, his highs are insane, bro. You know, we can say what we want to say, but Jason Tatum probably has the most defining game this playoffs. Over Jimmy? Game six in Milwaukee. Fair. Jimmy had one in the ECF. Fair. I put the Fair. ECF thing ahead. Okay. You know. Fair. And Steph's last game was better. And like, Luka game seven versus the Suns. That one. Uh, mm, I don't God. know. They smoked no, them they off were, the court. That was bad. I don't you know. know what? Those are like on par. But you understand when, like that Tatum in, in Milwaukee where Giannis is going but crazy Jimmy too. Jimmy in the Garden. No, he was not. No, you're right. You're right. Nah, you're right. yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy was going crazy. Garden was crazy. He was going crazy. And then Steph, I'm sorry, I gotta put the Steph. You always over, playing Steph. You're the only team that got swept. You're the oh my only God, team that got swept. Bro. <laughs> Next season needs to pull up quick, bro. I'm sick like, of you're it. the only team that got swept. I'm not gonna lie, bro. It took all episode for that to come out. Yeah, oh man, you stayed quiet. You waited to the end. You're literally the only. team Hey, but you know what? We got swept, but I think we had the lowest point differential. Yeah, you did. We lost by like only 17 points the whole series. You didn't win. We got swept though. The Pelicans won a game. Sorry, the Jazz won a game. Man. The Bulls won a game. The Pelicans won multiple won games. You know what? You know. You know what they say though. DeMar Sometimes great class. things take take some time, man. We were saying break up Tatum and quote, no, no, no. We were saying, saying break up Tatum and Brown. Not I. We were saying uh, LeBron and AD wouldn't win. But Remember that trade you had? The Why are we calling out bad takes now? Let's not do that. Let's yeah, just you end act the show. like you wasn't I know. going on board to split them up too. Uh, no, but that trade was just bad. Like I was on board, but that trade was terrible. You just don't like Darren Fox. No, that was a bad trade. Okay. Hindsight? Uh, yeah. Pretty Year three, trade. man. Third Year time's a charm. You guys are in freaking shambles. This is our last chance. I'm I'm, I'm ready, though, man. It'd be Lose. all right. You know what I'm saying? Pack them all so up. Wait, is my picks back. team now? No, what he's a mean? Lakers fan, Just bro. good things never happen to the Nets. Ever, no. bro. Ever, bro. What do you mean is Boston my no, team? Just, we're not even like an asshole franchise. No, we no. barely have oh, any okay. fans, bro. I don't have an East team. <laughs> That's why I was just generally <laughs> Like, what the hell, bro? Yeah, no. Yo, we, all, we all have East We can't team ever have nice he's things, bro. He's a Nets fan, Knicks fan, Bulls fan. You got to join the party just be a Boston fan. Bro, Make it a little bit funner. Aside from that not happening, I would be as already scrutinized as I get for... Rooting, quote unquote, rooting he for the chatting. Celtics. Because you're not really a Lakers fan. You're just LeBron guy. Now nah, he's chatting. You know what? I don't believe if LeBron were to sign a contract with the Kings and retire, there's I, no way I, you're being I, a Kings no, fan. I believe him. I believe there's him no way Drew you're being a Kings fan. Bro. I really do no way, bro. The, the, the Kings, Kings are so ass, bro. I'm they actually, have no future. I'm actually praying to the good Lord that he goes and signs a one day with the Cavaliers. I would love, love, love to be a Cavaliers fan. Ruin the good young Colin Sexton. That's going to be your boy. Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jared, Jared Allen. They have a roster. I love Darius Garland, man. That's going to do it for episode 187 of he the Pick Aside Podcast. Better, you can better. follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Pick Aside Podcast, on Twitter at Pick Aside Pod. And shout out to JC for pulling up on the episode. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't, oh, I I didn't miss. Oh, I thought she was you. Like, I, I never miss. miss. Don't do that. Get out of here. I never <laughs> miss. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next time. Hey there, I'm Brandon Kelly from the Always Cheating Podcast, co-hosted with my friend Josh Landon. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. What is Blue Wire? Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. And over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, their podcast network, and their business operations. Now they're raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. And it's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. 
you can invest as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. So if you'd like to be a part of the BlueWire investment round or want to find out more information, visit wefunder.com slash bluewire.